1: Ball up wherever you are with NBA 2K Mobile. Playing game events to collect NBA legends and rising stars to assemble your dream team and settle things on the court. Download NBA 2K Mobile now on the App Store and Google Play.
0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of the Pick A Podcast. My name is Joe Moran and I'm here with Riv and Andrew Velez and this is now episode 99. In this episode, we are going to talk about game three of the NBA Finals. Ched Holmgren versus Victor Wembenyama. The Magic hiring Jamal Mosley as a new head coach. And we will also talk about the recent rumors that have been circulating around the NBA. These rumors include the Rockets, Colin Sexton, Lonzo Ball, John Collins, and Ben Simmons. This is now episode 99. We're one away from 100. And just to let you guys know, we might not record episode 100 this week. We usually record one episode Tuesday and Thursday, but... We are waiting from word of a guest that we are planning to have on the show that we want to be the 100th episode, and it's a big-time guest, so if we don't record another episode this week, that's why, but we are still trying to wait for confirmation, and hopefully it goes through, because this would be big for us, and for you guys, I think it would be an awesome collaboration, so yeah, really excited for that. I appreciate everybody that's been uh, writing reviews and rating our podcast on a podcast. We appreciate that a lot, and let's get right into the show, because NBA Finals Game 3, the Bucs won 120-100, to 100. Giannis 41 points, 13 rebounds, uh, 6 assists, 14 for 23, 13 for 17 from the free throw line. The Suns were in that game in the third quarter, and then the Bucs just completely obliterated them about halfway through the third quarter. Middleton had 18, Holiday had 21, shot 5 for 10 from the three. Booker was off, though he had ten points, three for fourteen, and Chris Paul had nineteen points and four turnovers. And coming off Mikael Bridges' twenty point per game performance, he had four points.
1: Yeah, he was pretty quiet about that uh, yesterday.
0: <laughs> I mean, I don't, I don't, I mean, what am I going to say? Am I going to say Mikael was awesome? He wasn't. Giannis was dominating him whenever That's he saw him. Just the player him.
2: he is. You are going to have those great games. You are going to have those poopers
0: He's good, though. He's good. He I, I think he'll be No, but back. you threw
2: it in our face when you he did. had 27. You was like, oh, Mikel,
1: Mikel. But I would have, <laughs> too, so I can't blame <laughs> because, you. <laughs> because
0: you guys told me that if you leave Mikel with a guy like Brook Lopez, he couldn't do that. I, t- nah, I mean, but then he followed he up with it. four. Said, exactly. so it's we like, said if he could
2: have a game, could he do it for a series is what we said, and we said no. He's not that guy.
0: <laughs> we'll see. Booker was not that guy game three. <laughs>
2: he hasn't been that guy in a while, but we'll get into that. He hasn't been that guy since game
0: one of the West Conference Finals. We'll
2: get into that, though. The
0: sun he shot game too, but The Sun shot 29% from between. The Bucks shot 39%. And the Bucks had 11 more rebounds, 47 to 36. And the Suns had 15 turnovers to the Bucks' nine. This was all around a, a dominating performance by the Bucks. I was hoping the Suns would win so they go up 3 0. I have the Suns in five still. I think Devin Booker does not have a game like this again. I think he's going to come out better. And DeAndre A., and I'm not expecting him to get into foul trouble. Hopefully, Scott Foster is not refing the game because he is a douche. And every single time he refs for Chris Paul, he loses. He calls the Rockets to Western Conference Finals. I'll never forget that.
1: Oh, that Katie was out of balance, clearly? You no, know, Chris Paul won. That was a
0: regular season game. That was a regular season game? Yeah, James Harden hit the game winner, though, so it didn't matter. I thought that was the playoffs. was clutch. Katie Chris,
1: was out of bounds so bad.
2: Yeah, that hurts. Chris Paul has—Chris Paul's team has one win when Scott Foster's the— But he didn't play. The, exactly. Uh, I just, I just
0: don't get it with Scott Foster. If he has his track record with players not liking him, I don't know how he continues to ref big time games. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess is he that good at his job? I'm not sure. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't. I don't think. I mean, so. the
2: fact that he's had multiple opportunities, I'm going to assume the league thinks so. But you're I right, think NBA but,
0: refs in general are not that good, though.
2: I'm blanking. Help me out. Referee that used to to ref during like the Heat Spurs. So about the bald white guy. Yes. Because he got a lot of opportunities and people didn't like him either. Joey Crawford? That yes, that's exactly who it that's is.
1: That's the dude that gave TD
2: a tech for uh, laughing. Yes. That's him. No, he was extra sensitive.
0: Scott Foster probably is the modern day Joey Crawford. <laughs> mm-hmm. Probably is mm-hmm. that. Not even modern though, because they're not even that uh, far within Different. age. Yeah, But yeah, I think a lot of foul calls went the Bucks way, but I'm not going to say it was because of that. That's why the Bucks won, because Giannis was getting fouled. But I do think that... With DeAndre Ayton there, that's it's not gonna, it's not gonna, he's not gonna dominate that much as much as he did because once the Suns went with that small ball lineup, Mikel is too skinny, Cam is too skinny, Jay Crowder is not fast enough, and he can't keep up with Giannis. Their best guy from a physique standpoint, if they were to go small, that can do the best job on Giannis is Torrey Craig, and he can't do it either. No, because of that. Giannis will probably continue to dominate, so the Suns have to make a decision. They have to either, A, let Giannis dominate and we just guard everybody else, or B, we're going to collapse on Giannis and force Middleton and Holiday and these other guys to hit their shots.
1: Well, I think that's what they did last game, and it just turns out that Holiday started hitting his shots, Middleton started to get it going, not just as a scorer, but also as a playmaker, and you just saw the team get together and kind of gel and ride behind Giannis when Giannis started dominating you know this is another 40 point performance he's had so these last two games he's been imposing he's starting to you know dig in into the paint and I think this game we saw the Bucks get a lot of their opportunities in the paint just dominating the paint especially taking advantage of DeAndre Ayton went out with all those fouls you know dominating the paint so I think overall like you said Devin Booker hasn't been the same since game one of the Clippers series you know he's kind of been his inefficiency has dropped tremendously he's kind of been off but I think with that being said, you know, I don't think he I think game four, he's going to bounce back. You know, he's one of those players where he he gets he's just missing shots. So I think he'll bounce back. But for this team, you know, Milwaukee to keep thriving. Giannis is going to be Giannis regardless of Aiton's out there. Cal Bridges, Cam Johnson, Jay Crowd. It doesn't matter. Giannis is going to be Giannis, but it's the other guys. Can they step up? Can P.J. Tucker make those hustle plays like he was doing? Can Pat Connaughton make those big plays and key moments like he was doing last game? Drew Holiday and Chris Middleton step up, playmaking, playing defense, hitting three pointers. If they if they can do that, I don't really see. I, that's why I picked the Bucks winning in six because I think you know with the opposite with the uh, supporting cast that he has, Giannis can definitely be him, and then the other guys just follow suit and they'll definitely win. But I think DeAndre Ayton, you know, getting fouled out was also huge for them because they started dominating that zone. F. And Mikael Bridges, he like you said, he's just too small, but I. I'm sticking to my, you know, my pick. I, I think the Bucs win game four. You know, I'm not a believer. I think this playoffs this year, especially has shown us 2-0 means nothing. Yep. You can still lose a series and you're still not in the driver's seat. So I think I got the Bucs game four. I think that crowd was amazing in game three. They came and they showed out to that team. So I, I think I got the Bucs in game four. And game five is going to be a tricky situation. But I think, I don't
2: know. That Let's Phoenix is loud. Yeah, away. Phoenix is loud, though, away. so I don't know. Right now, this is something I'm looking at Milwaukee, and I'm just thinking they have an advantage right now. They got a size advantage, and they have a health advantage right now. Right now, we thought going into the series that Giannis would be an issue right now with his with his hyperextended knee. We didn't know uh, his health going into the series, but obviously, back to back 40 point performances that doesn't seem to be an issue. He's imposing his will down low. He's hitting his free throws. At home, because the crowd gives them a, a break, and they're not counting to ten uh, faster than I could count to to twenty. Uh, regardless of that, Giannis has been unbelievable. Uh, excuse me, faster than I can count to two. They've been just on him, uh, no doubt about it. But I look at, at at Milwaukee, and they actually took advantage of the size advantage that they had. Obviously, ain't gone to that foul trouble, but you you said it. They they led them in rebounds. Uh, especially when you get Giannis on a block by, on an island the way that he was that last game, he, it's impossible to stop him. And you mentioned how how do, how do you beat them? Do you crash on Giannis and let Middleton and, and Drew Holiday beat you? But Or I I don't think that you can stop them even if you want to crash on Giannis because the way that Giannis is playing right now, you double him, you triple him. The, the refs are, are giving him the benefit of the doubt. Scott Foster. The refs are giving him the benefit of the doubt more often than not, but He's getting fouled, no doubt about. it. He's getting that ball in the paint, and he's getting he's getting hand checked as soon as he touches the ball. They don't want him to get comfy down there. And uh, listen, I get it. You don't want Giannis down low on the block get, getting comfortable because then it's going to be a long night for you. But it, the way that Giannis is playing right now, as long as Middleton and Drew Holiday play the way that they played in Game Three, this series should should definitely lean Bucks. And then you look at the way that you have Torrey Craig, who has been battling some some injury issues. Sarge goes down with the ACL, so there's your guy who really could help you down low to, to bump and grind with Giannis and Brooke Lopez. It's it's things right now that are just going against the, Buc- uh, the, the Suns, and the Bucs need to take advantage of that. But the one thing that the Bucs have shown is, game to game, you really can't trust that these guys are going to show up other than Giannis. But when they're home, these guys play at a different level, so I feel like going into game four, I really like the Bucs especially the way that Giannis has been playing. I don't see anyone stopping him and D-Book needs to get it together. Cause if D-Book doesn't get it together, the Suns will lose in six. And as electric as the, 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 the Phoenix crowd has been when they're home, the way that this, without D-Book, this team is a shell of themselves. And if D-Book's going to continue to shoot under 40%, they're not going to have a chance. In
0: 2015, there was a stat on Scott Foster that showed that during those playoffs, away teams were thirteen and zero, and home teams were zero and thirteen on the games that he refed. And you have that stat with Chris Paul being one and twelve in the games that Scott Foster refs has refed. I'm just saying Scott Foster... This guy's going every
2: angle to Scott not Fo- to no, Scott no, to Foster. not give Milwaukee the credit.
0: Scott Foster has a history of being a corrupt referee, hmm, okay. and I am not ruling that possibility out.
1: Interesting.
0: The Bucks played, outplayed the Suns, though. I'm not knocking the Bucs. And I actually want to talk about Giannis for a bit because not on YouTube, but on TikTok, I'm viewed as this Giannis hater because... I made a take that I don't think he could be the best player on a championship team. Obviously, that's not true because he's in the finals right now and he has a chance to win a championship for your boy. But the premise of that video was that the premise of that video was not that Giannis can't win a championship. It was that his skill within the half court is limited and he's not as skilled as these other players. I made that video in game two of the playoff series versus the Nets after game two. To that point, Giannis had not had a signature playoff performance. Since then, he had one. He had a few against the Nets. Game 7, the most memorable one. The Hawks, I wouldn't say he had a memorable one there. But then in the finals, every single one of these performances have been memorable. Two back-to-back back to 40-point games. He's averaging 34-14-5 and five in the finals. He's been elite defensively. These playoffs... I think, are the start of Giannis's ascension into top three conversation. And I think every superstar player in NBA history has that one playoff run that solidifies them as a great. And I think this could be the one for Giannis. And he deserves it. 2015, they lost in the first round to the Bulls. 2017, lost in the first round to Toronto. 2018, lost to Boston in seven the year they had no Kyrie. They lost to a rookie Jason Tatum and a second-year Jalen Brown. 2019 blew a 2-0 lead against the Toronto Raptors in the Eastern Conference Finals. If the Bucks win that series with the Warriors injured, they win that Finals. Then in 2020, they got embarrassed by the Miami Heat, 4-1 in the bubble. And now this year, their biggest test was the Brooklyn Nets. <clears throat> and they beat them in seven games on the road in a game that went to overtime. I think this Bucks team throughout the years have shown that they are a resilient bunch, and Giannis has improved his game every single year. And from the regular season to the playoffs, Giannis's stats are very similar. He doesn't drop off. There has been a narrative that in the playoffs he doesn't perform. That's always been false because his numbers have always been there. I just want to say that to say that this could be an all-time great playoff run for Giannis because he's playing phenomenal, and this could be the run that solidifies him as an all-time great. When we look back on his career, we say that was the year that he figured it out. He put it all together, and even with Holiday struggling, even with Middleton struggling, he's been putting the Bucks on his back and making sure they have every single chance to win, and that's not something – that we've seen from James Harden in the playoffs. That's not something that we've seen from a lot of great players in the NBA, in the playoffs. Giannis is doing it, two-time MVP, and I think he's proving everybody wrong, including me, in these playoffs right now.
1: All right. <laughs> There's a lot of takes that I just I just I had to just. Let's
0: start with the first one because you think the Bucs wouldn't have beaten the Warriors had KD and no, Clay have been out.
1: I think you just, first of all, you can't say Clay get out because Clay played game one. Clay got hurt. Game six. He got hurt in game six. Well, he got hurt. You no, know, he got no, hurt before. He got that. hurt in game six. He missed, he missed the game yeah, in the final. He finals. missed the game in the final. And then he got hurt game six. It was a game he missed oh, before. Correct. That. Correct. How was a game Steph dropped like 40 or 50? 42.
0: Okay.
1: I I am not gonna say I, the only reason I kind of looked at you because you said they, they were definitely gonna beat the Warriors. I don't know that because they would have had a different scheme for them, and playing Kawhi and playing Giannis is completely Two different things. They have Draymond. They have a bunch of bodies they can
2: throw at Giannis. I don't know if they would have been able Kevon to stop Looney? That's what I'm saying. No. I'm saying they have Iggy, Draymond. They can build a wall for Giannis. Nah, not he like said Toronto about could've. every single series so far, and it's not been the case. That is true.
0: Draymond is too small for Giannis. And so is we,
2: Iguodala. People said that John Collins, Capella, Draymond is didn't not happen. too small for Giannis.
1: Yes, he
0: is. Draymond is. is the yes,
2: same is. size as Kawhi Leonard. It doesn't matter though. does Leonard it doesn't matter? Because Kawhi Leonard had help down low to, to defend Giannis. Draymond would be
1: the help. Draymond is the, one of the greatest help defenders
2: in life. But not, he would he
0: wouldn't have been, been the he, help. No, he would have been, been the primary, primary guy. guy. That's what you're saying.
1: No, I didn't. I said yeah. Iggy. I said Iggy probably would have been. The so would
0: have been the back line. Draymond, Draymond Green. Okay, six seven. Draymond would have been the back line. We're really gonna Toronto. Do, gonna put Toronto, Toronto, down. Toronto had two seven footers. That's there's a. Big difference there.
1: Right that's now we're true,
2: seeing I, that with the Suns. That's Obviously true. They, it's well, not Draymond they don't have, Yeah,
1: but well, I've seen Draymond put AD and Boogie and Blender. So I, I, I well don't,
0: AD doesn't have the mentality Giannis has.
1: Bro, he, in the playoffs, come on, bro, it's locking he him doesn't. up. Still, is still a, still a difficult feat in itself. Is so more of a finesse player. But he's, it's still a difficult feat in itself to be able to guard a player like that. And even then, they had Eric Bledsoe.
0: When did Draymond lock up AD in the playoffs, though?
2: Pelicans. No, Pelicans. He, yeah, now really. average yeah, thirty. He, he and off. this
1: is and this is why you're this is this. See, you're gonna throw up the Yo, the, 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 um, the on the, great the, efficiency. No, you're gonna throw up just the blank number, but you're not gonna throw up the numbers when Draymond was actually guarding him. Do you have them? No, I don't so don't mind. mention them. No, but you, I know, I know, I know <laughs> the numbers, and it wasn't thirty because Draymond wasn't guarding him the whole time. But um, Obviously another thing he wasn't a, another no. thing. You said Giannis has improved every year of his NBA career. Absolutely. I, I I pull back on that because his skill is still something that we've challenged him on this year and even in the playoffs because we've talked about how in the second round against the Brooklyn Nets his skill was kind of being like we we were kind of talking about how his skill kind of wasn't there even against Atlanta at at points his skill kind of wasn't there in the half court set so I I, I don't I, I push back on that a little bit because his his skill is still something that needs to improve and you also said that. Giannis has put them on his back consistently. Yes. But I remember in that Atlanta series when Giannis didn't play the last two games and Chris Middleton and Drew Holiday was the reason that they're in the finals right now. So you, you can't just say things like that without giving the credit because Giannis didn't play the last two games. And Middleton went bananas and Drew Holiday went bananas. And if for one for those two doing what they did, we wouldn't be talking about these 40-point games.
0: Did you mention how Trey Young was out for one of those games? Did you mention how Trey Young came back from the bone bruise?
1: No, I don't need to mention because yes, you, you absolutely why do. You, you didn't without you Trey wait, 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 Tra- wait, 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 Young you, you didn't mention you didn't Harden getting hurt or Kyrie getting hurt when he played the Nets. You didn't mention that. You kept it quiet. So why should that I have to mention Trey Young?
0: Because there's a difference.
1: No, because you just said Giannis has a is about to be on an all-time great run. This, that, and the third. But you but you failed to mention that the Nets were up 2-0. Kyrie goes down. You didn't say a word about that. Then you failed to mention Harden didn't play. He had to come back and he was on a Grade two, like you like to say, hamstring correctly, right? Grade two hamstring. He was playing like garbage, but because he was in a grade two hamstring. But you didn't say nothing about that. You also didn't say nothing when Trey Young went out and Giannis was in that series. You didn't say nothing about that either. You just kept it quiet. You just kept talking about Giannis, Giannis, Giannis. So why do I have to say something when, let's be realistic, Trey Young wasn't going to defend either Drew Holiday or Chris Middleton. So he wasn't going to stop them from having a bad offensive game. So why do I have to mention them? You didn't mention these other guys.
0: This is too easy for me. The reason why it's too easy for me is because you absolutely do have to mention Trey Young being out and playing on a bone bruise, okay. which is so hard to play on. You can't even believe harder than a grade two hamstring, I believe. And I am under the assumption that Harden.
1: No, no I'm, I'm not I am not. I am under
0: the assumption that Harden was not telling the full truth. Mm. I am under that assumption. Trey Young is the Hawks' offense. You take him out. What do the Hawks have? They were relying on a Cam Reddish off an injury. The Hawks have nothing without Trey Young. He right. is their fuel. He is their engine. But yet, the they Nets, won a game without Trey Young.
2: They did. And Giannis the went Nets, out that game.
0: That's true. So they that's beat the true. same.
2: Yes. Did he go out? It was game four. I don't remember the he game. Went out, they went both out both both yep. superstars yep. were out. Yep. And
1: the Hawks they, they guys, caught a game. The, they caught a the game. Bucks, yeah. I'm yep. oh, just making sure we're on the same page. Heart the Nets
0: still had Kevin Durant.
1: Oh, with wow. the space floor. Oh, really? But be honest. Yes. Wait, that,
2: wait, wait, wait. Be honest in that situation. With Joe Harris shooting like poor garbage? You're telling, telling me. Schu- you have me to respect his shot. Without Harden, without Ky- Kyrie, the Bucks weren't the favorites to win that series. Heavy favorites. You have to look. You have to look at the Bucks being the favorites. There. You have to. It's
1: inexcusable if Giannis loses. Wait, 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 one. wait, wait, wait. Before you answer that. Answer these two questions. Me, can, I, can I answer this wait, first? Wait, I, just to I want to answer this all right, first. Because
0: you're going to ask me something that's going to probably bounce back all this. I, w- I said, before this series started, Kyrie, KD, Harden versus the Bucks. it goes seven. I I believe in the Bucks that much. I think we all had it going seven.
2: But you had, to, you I had don't the nuts, nuts know. With Nets With Harden and Kyrie With out, Harden and Kyrie, you obviously had seven?
0: the Bucks had to win that series. I agree. But we're not going to sit around here and act like, when they were up two o nobody had the Bucks coming back.
2: I don't know about that. Two both games in Brooklyn. They were up two oh single game They at Dominated the Bucks, though. I'll tell you when they I thought I'll the tell you when I game, thought the game, game was over. When, when I thought the series and over. Game three was, was game, exactly. game, was game three was close. Game three was close. Game three, when Milwaukee still looked flat at home. Game but three the, went on a run. Even before no, Kyrie no, went down, was, Game three, no. Milwaukee game, was on a it run. Was 83, 84, something like that. Kyrie went out long you know, before he did go, before. He did go out oh, long before I'm just game. saying, oh, okay. the, and the, the game itself was stagnant. Right. And OJ Harris Man. missed that. Right. Okay. I'm just saying that I was worried game three. That's when I started to think, okay, maybe the Nets got it. Milwaukee really hasn't played that well. Then Game 4, after they get the W, when they realize, okay, we can beat these guys. Then they 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 started to play and like KD the normal Milwaukee. Bananas. Then Game 5, KD absolutely goes crazy. Game 6, I mean, KD played amazing every single second that he was by himself, truthfully. But yes. game, game 7 was way closer than, than it should have been. And Milwaukee should have closed out this series a lot easier than they did, especially with Harden missing time, especially with Kyrie being out. And the only reason that 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 the Nets took that game was because they weren't ready for Harden to be the decoy. Harden being out there allowed the Nets to have no double team on KD and KT KD, KD to do whatever he wanted on an island.
0: I disagree. So no, why no. do you say that? Because he dated in double team KD because there are forty percent three point shooters around him
2: who are shooting out of below they were average. But that's why they didn't. Let, double but team let's them. be honest, that was a bad no adjustment. You need to adjust on that. KD's killing you. These other guys aren't hitting shots. Okay. Double them.
0: Okay. You're right. You talked about adjustments. What does that have to do with Giannis?
2: That's that's on Coach Bud. My point being, We're you're talking saying about this Giannis. all-time great run. It's Yes, he is
0: on an all-time great run. Look He's at gotten numbers. a little
2: bit luckier uh, this this run.
0: Every single championship run is lucky. Not every single one. I agree with you there. In 2015, the oh. Warriors faced every single team that year hurt.
2: I agree. Listen, but no one's saying it's an they all-time did, great
0: run.
1: They did. But do people wait, 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 say wait, wait, it's
2: wait. an all-time great run? You're, Hold on, because I'm going to use, I'm,
1: I'm use your guy. Okay. I'm going to use your guy. Let, 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 let just, I just want to use your guy real quick. Just Are you going to gonna make, go against me? No, I'm actually on his side because he said every great run is lucky. 2013... The Miami Heat didn't face an unhealthy team. They faced everybody's best guys healthy at their best. Indiana, Boston, yep. the San Antonio Spurs. So what do you... Even Dirk. Dirk in his 11, his great run, his That's legendary one of the run. the best runs of all yes. time. Yes. And you don't need any context because everybody was healthy. Correct. Lakers, Thunder, like everybody. Miami was healthy. So this whole... Every run is lucky. No, it's that's not true. Yeah, it's just Giannis's run, and we're not <laughs> being in co- healthy. There's luck but, but into we're being not, healthy. We're not taking away from Giannis's greatness. We're not Correct. taking away from Correct. what Correct. he's doing. He is performing at a great rate
0: individually. He's, individually, he's this is an all time great run.
1: He's having an all-time okay. all time great playoff run. Okay, on that individually, numbers wise, yes, oh,
2: absolutely. I agree. Okay, so what but, is the but argument? Because you're
1: not adding context, you're just saying. You're just throwing things out there without adding the fact that Brooklyn exactly. was broken we healthy. and they weren't healthy. Correct. We knew everybody. You sat here after 2-0 and you believed Nets were going to take it. You believed it. Let's be honest. We all believed Even Nets without were going to take it. You believed Kyrie and Katie were going to take it. They were destroyed. And Giannis her. came back. When Kyrie the goes Bucks out. The came back. But yes. Kyrie goes and, out, and on the road, Bucks game can't.
0: seven,
2: Giannis dropped. Forty points against Kevin Durant in a decoy James Harden, and KD was an inch away from winning that game. It was. It took them. But he didn't
0: win. But he didn't win. I agree. But it doesn't matter. He didn't win. He didn't win. You want to say that? It doesn't matter. You didn't win. All right. You can. You either win or
2: you lose, and if you lose, you lost. You're calling an all time great run, though. That's what you have to understand. John is. you you could put up his numbers next to anybody
0: in playoff history I'm with, with you, the numbers he's putting up right but you're, you're, now. But you can't you put up, up numbers. You can't put up
1: that Atlantic Hawks Atlanta Hawks team against great ECF teams and say these are the same teams. You, you can't. That it's Atlanta Hawks team wasn't even supposed to be I'm there. I'm not bro. denying that.
0: They weren't supposed to be there, no doubt, but it's not the Bucks' fault that the Sixers choked against the Hawks. I'm not, it's listen, not their no, fault. No it's one not. here is denying This is what denied. I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. This is what I'm saying. Last five years, let's look at the championships. 2020, the Lakers, they got lucky. Come on. Okay, wait. Karan let's Drogic, Bam let's, Abayo, compare, they were let's compare
1: Kawhi's run. Exactly. That's, it. that's it. Let's, let's do that. Let's run do that one. Was let's do that. One.
0: 2019, the Warriors were hurt.
1: Okay, but what about the what about the Sixers?
0: One of the hardest Eastern great, conferences yep. in a in a in a okay. long time.
1: That's a great run. There's no but doubt about it. Get lucky at There's that. no doubt about it. But that's I'm talking we're not we're talking out of health. I, I'm
0: but we're just talking overall run. It's like All right. Let me just finish my point. 2019, they faced they face the unhealthy Warriors team. The Warriors are winning that That's fair. Game. 2018, Warriors. Chris Paul gets hurt. You face a horrible Cavs team in the finals. Well, we're not, the Warriors, you can get rid of I, it I right have that. Okay. a true question for you. Which 2017, we know. What of about course 2016? They were stacked. 2016, Draymond gets suspended for Game but 5. Even no after, way, but even after Draymond plays that, the next game and LeBron still drops 40. And, and Steph Curry, MCL injury that playoffs.
2: He beat the Thunder, though. But then if you say, like, we were, we're not giving Harden an excuse for a grade 2 hamstring, correct? You feel like he was lying about that? So then why are we going to give say, Curry the pass?
0: I say it with Harden because... James Harden played, and then when he lost, said, I was basically playing on the Great two Hampshire. LeBron did the same thing. Steph Curry, when he lost, he doesn't say, oh, it's because I was hurt. He doesn't say that. He said, yo, they were the better team. That's it. Harden made his injury an excuse. As to why they lost, I agree. That's why I had mm. a problem with it. Okay, Steph Curry doesn't do that. LeBron does it though. LeBron quit <laughs> this season on his team versus the oh, Suns. Man. LeBron that's was a quitter. Terrible. LeBron quit. Terrible LeBron quit Terrible opinion. LeBron quit. Two games
2: prior to the regular season, and, and I know comes why. Le- Le- why Le-
0: Le- I know why LeBron quit too. Because his team wasn't good. No, he wanted to be. He wanted to be there for the Space Jam premiere. If he was in the finals, he wouldn't have been there. I think it would have been even
2: more promotion had he been in the finals. What do you think? My thing. No, then in twenty fifteen, and then in twenty fifteen, yes, that was Warriors. Correct. face every single I'm team unhealthy. You. That being that said, run. which which run is more impressive to you? Kawhi's or Giannis this season? If Giannis Kawhi, no win. doubt about but it. That's one, then how, how can we call it an all-time great run if in the past two years it wouldn't even be the
0: best? It's an all-time great run because t- statistically he's putting up numbers that five players in history have not put up he's in but conversa- he's caught a lot he, of he's in conversations it doesn't matter because he is still putting up the numbers
2: I'm which uh, listen, he's in he conversations
0: he's in for one they put Shaquille up a graphic O'Neal. of how Shaquille. O'Neal. he's one of two he's correct he's, he's one of two players only Shaq mm-hmm. has had back to- back 40 point triple doubles in the NBA finals yep. triple
1: doubles no, double no. Doubles. doubles okay
0: he's in conversations with LeBron Jordan
1: Shaquille. Kareem
0: mm-hmm. will in these all-time great performances in the playoffs. He's playing at an all-time level. Regardless of what you want to see the competition is, all these teams have been in the playoffs. I'm not saying this Bucks team had an all-time great championship run. What I'm saying is that Giannis is having an all-time great run. He's This playoff run right now is solidifying Giannis as a top five, top three player in the NBA, and no one's if, denying that. If Giannis, no, I'm denying the top if three. If Giannis players. wins this championship, really? he is a top three player in the Come NBA. Come on, bro,
1: that's got to be a fact. I'm denying the top three part. That's got to be. If a fact. If Giannis wins the championship,
0: he's a top it's, three player it's in the NBA. LeBron, KD, him. No. Simple as that. He's not,
1: and he better, beat KD. He's beat not better KD. He's not better than Kawhi. He's not better than. Kawhi. And he he's went Kawhi. at KD. True he's or false? Not, he's not better than Kawhi. Bro,
2: enough with this Kawhi.
1: He's not. We not. No, he's not better than Kawhi, bro. Listen, listen, and I get it. Listen, talking about just the finals, the forty points. Is amazing. Mm-hmm. Phoenix is healthy. Nobody's knocking that. Phoenix is a great team. Phoenix is a great team that got lucky
2: the same way Milwaukee Kawhi got lucky. Why needs a supporting cast to win? Giannis so does Giannis. He's
1: done. He's done it by. He's done he, what? Win by what? 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 What I, are you about to say? I would say. What are you
2: about to say? I would say that you know what. Fair enough. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, they've done Fair the enough. like they've done the same got a good thing. Point. Does uh, got a good
0: point? Does the Suns getting lucky in the playoffs? Take away from the fact that they were the second best team in the NBA this past season
1: in the regular season.
0: Does it take away because they were still a great team? The thing is, they had doubters. And they had doubters. I don't know if you guys. I don't post-season. know if you guys look at YouTube videos and see Jimmy High Rollers videos.
1: Who is Jimmy High? Roller?
0: He's one of the best basketball YouTubers out there. Okay, he made a video on the Suns playoff run, and actually, in terms of all time rankings, toughest playoff runs of all time, the Suns are seventh.
1: Are they, is it is it based off other number teams records
0: Number 1 is the Houston Rockets with Hakeem in 94
1: Is it based off other teams records It's
0: based off other teams records and the playoff odds coming into those series Oh
1: yeah their odds were low they played great teams it's just I don't think he put into the account the team's best players got hurt I think well, I'm just
0: saying statistically that's what it shows and statistically the Phoenix Suns if they were if they were to win the champion win the championship this would be the most unlikely champion in NBA history, 20 to one odds.
1: That's interesting. No
0: team in NBA history has ever won a championship being this
1: not favored. So are we just going to say that without adding a grain of salt to that? We're we just going to just throw it No, that? I'm
0: saying that because regardless of what you want to say about the Suns, they deserve their credit. Just how I'm saying, everybody wants to make this a debate. And I think this is the problem right now with how we talk about the NBA. When... Giannis is playing great. Okay, but he didn't play as great as Hakeem in 94. Oh, he didn't play as as great as Kawhi in 2019 or LeBron in 2016. That doesn't change the fact that right now Giannis is doing something historic. He's putting up all-time great numbers. And based on his upbringing where he's come from, Uh, being a poor kid in Greece, coming into the NBA, being the lowest-rated player on 2K on his team as a rookie with Chris Middleton— Them both being the best two players on our team now. Losing in the first round three times. Then the ECF to Toronto blowing a 2-0 lead. Then getting embarrassed by Miami. And not only this year beating their kryptonite in the first round against Miami. Then beating the Brooklyn Nets game seven on the road away. Giannis drops 40. Then beating the Hawks, which no doubt about it, they should have beat. And now in the finals, Giannis is playing this great. And this winner is still to be determined, but... If the Bucs do win this, this the Bucs winning the championship has been a 7-year long process. Mm. That every year they they're one of the best regular season teams, they come up short, they come up short. This is a great story because this is the year that they finally come out on top. Budenholzer finally washes away that horrible playoff coach Resume. Giannis washes dad away as well on his resume. They all become solidified, and that that's what's so great about this run. I
2: look at every series, and I just think they should have won every single series. They should have won, and it's just
1: funny to me how we're so quick to throw him at three if he wins. Yet, like injuries, really get me so mad because before Kawhi went down, he was clearly better than Giannis. Clearly, clearly, Clippers would have beat the Bucks in finals with both both teams healthy. Yes, yes.
0: That's not a one hundred percent certainty, though. That's, facts. that's not. That, that's one hundred percent. So true. I ask, I ask I i I ask the audience this too. Y'all can chime in in the comments or answer just individually, individually in your heads. Wait, wait. If wait. the
1: Clippers, if the, the Clippers
0: were one hundred percent healthy would with the Bucks Kawhi even Leonard be in the
1: finals, what do you mean by
2: that? if they were? If everyone if, was, would the Bucks even, even be here? Wait, wait. wait we're, not we're, we're not talking about. We're just talking about. No, no. We're talking about the Clippers. Uh huh.
0: If the Clippers were one hundred percent healthy, they had Kawhi Leonard and they were in the finals instead of the Suns, is it guaranteed that they would have won? They don't have the personnel to build a wall on Giannis either. Kawhi cannot guard Giannis one-on-one. He can't. He needed two seven-footers in Surge and Gasol to be the backline of that wall. Right. Giannis would have still
1: been doing what he's doing against the Suns versus the LA Clippers. I agree, but I think they don't have anybody to stop Kawhi right now, bro. They don't. Can say, you can okay. say the, the no same doubt. way you're saying no about Giannis. They don't
2: have anybody to stop Kawhi right now. No doubt. Like they don't. I no so, just think I'll be honest that Clippers team was nice. Yeah, like Very it would have been Manu and Very I trust good. and let's
1: be realistic, I trust Paul George right now more than I trust Middleton and Holiday right now in this series. Paul easily. George easily. Paul George
0: showed out. Because Kawhi got hurt. Paul, George, That's was, also another Paul fact. George
1: was showing out when Kawhi was playing. He wasn't had, showing out had like, had like back, he was showing out, but, but when no, he got. But, he but he got wait, 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 he's right. wait, no, he he's was. Right. Wait, but he's wait, right. no, he's not right because when Kawhi was playing, you started to see it because they both had back to back thirty point games against the best but team. the There were, nights, in the league on, there were nights on Dallas
2: that PG went yes, ghost. Yes, you
1: can talk about nights on that, but there has been. Wait, wait, nice wait. So hold up.
0: So. We're not going to add context to Utah
1: either. Mike Conley wasn't stopped. Because, talking about because you
0: want to add a context to everything. So let's add context to Utah. Let's add context And how to Utah. Quinn
1: Snyder played this bullshit defense against what the What did Clippers. you just say earlier about Budahoser? That has nothing to do with Kawhi and PG. What Quinn Snyder does has I'm, nothing to I'm, do with What did he what do you say? What did he say, though? Yeah. That has nothing to do with Kawhi you're and PG. You're
0: a Mr. Context guy. But I'm, so saying, I'm, I'm context. just seeing what you said. I'm adding context Quint to Snyder Utah's has, bad defense that even though so it was We're, a, we're though, playing a coach? Even though it was a number one ranked defense in the playoffs, they did get exposed. So they did get exposed. They get exposed because he because uses, of the coach. He used but like you said, that has too.
1: nothing to do with Kawhi PG. That has nothing to do with what i But you're Mr.
0: Context guy. Okay, so
1: let's do this. All right, go ahead. Quinn Snyder, what was Mike Budahosa going to do that was much better than Quinn Snyder? I agree.
2: What was he going to do?
1: Small, they, Mike Budenholzer was
2: going to do that, and you wanted but he's play small against Phoenix. But how do you, how would you expect how would you expect the Jazz to have gone smaller?
0: The, the Jazz don't have a small ball. My my, my point
2: it was it was a bad matchup for them.
0: Exactly, that's why you have to take into account the context of it. They were the number one ranked defense, yes, but they that matchup was just horrible for them.
2: Okay, I'm Milwaukee, to see your point. Uh-huh. you
0: got Drew Middleton, Giannis, you got Connaughton and Tucker. All very versatile defenders:
1: Kawhi, Clippers Paul George, better. Marcus yeah, yeah, Morris, Pat Bev, Reggie Jackson. Bucs small ball
0: lineup is better, and if Reggie Jackson was wait, p- we're talking about both. We, t- wait, 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 we wait, 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 That if Kawhi oh, Drew, was healthy, Drew. they were beating this. Wait, wait, we're talking
1: about both teams healthy, right? <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So Ibaka's <laughs> playing, right? Yeah, that he, wall
2: would be nice that is against different. Giannis because we no, said that's what I'm asking That's what i different. Both teams are healthy. The reason
0: why that's different is because Ibaka wasn't healthy for the start. He didn't play. That's why I'm asking you. The re- we're not putting Ibaka in this okay. conversation because Kawhi actually played in the playoffs okay. and he and he made an impact.
1: No, I'm just making sure, we're, but
0: okay. it, you know, because if we want to bring Ibaka back, we're bringing in Shenzo back. And do you really want to do that? Because he got hurt early before the next series. That's,
1: that's fine with me. I'll be honest.
0: Obviously, because Ibaka is more valuable than Shenzo, but well, it it still D- a a to played to
1: a little bit more than Kawhi. Uh, but Ibaka has
0: been injured all year.
1: Yeah, that's why Chelsea. I that's why I had to make sure We can't to, really
0: go by that.
1: I don't I don't know man. I I, I seen I we, seen we I've have, seen the this Clippers team with the uh, and I feel like Phoenix has the same advantages Milwaukee would have against the Clippers and even then I've seen the Clippers give Phoenix way more hell than we've seen Milwaukee do and that's without their best player. So I I, I can't sit there and say Milwaukee cuz the same advantages Milwaukee had Phoenix had, bro. I don't know, bro. I have seen Clippers give Phoenix absolute hell in a six-game series without no, their I've best player. I've also
2: seen the Reggie Jackson. Li- 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 excuse me, game three. Game three, yeah. They absolutely gave him agree, hell. And the this, this series just getting started. That's true. That is true. That's true.
0: I've also seen Reggie Jackson be the second best player on the team. And if Kawhi was back, he'd be relegated to a spot-up shooter role. I disagree. He wouldn't have been making the same impact that he was making if it was just PG and Reggie. Right I that. disagree.
1: I don't think a spot up shooting. <SSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSSR> that's what role, he was
0: when Kawhi was healthy.
1: He was making clutch shots in Dallas. What are you talking about? Against Dallas. Spot up shots. No. I've a question.
2: He was taking Porzingis off the dribble and Bobon. The fact that the Suns struggled against the Clippers and Suns are up two one on 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 Milwaukee. Do you don't think that that's a bad look on Milwaukee right now? Clippers did it without their best player. The reason I say no.
1: They gave them the biggest trouble in the fi- in the playoffs so far. By far. By far.
0: The reason I say no is because the Bucs can win three straight games from here on out. And
1: You don't have them winning three straight games. You have you go to five. But I'm saying right now, yeah.
0: everything is still to be determined.
1: Well, based off your projection, you have Sons in five. So you believe the Suns are gonna destroy them. I do. But
0: the Bucks could win these next three games and it could end in six like you predicted, like you predicted. And now it looks like the Bucs could have bold, bolded very well against the Clippers. I mean, when you look at the roster top to bottom, their personnel is very similar. They can match up very well. That series would have been a six, seven-game series.
2: Clippers just looked amazing. This but post-season. based
1: off your Suns projection of five, how would we're acting off your projection. Don't go off what we said. You picked yep. Suns in five. So off your projection, don't go off what we said, cause we have the Bucs. Of your projection, what, what? How do you think the Clippers would have fared? Because you had Sons in five,
2: so I you believe the have, We're talking with Kawhi, correct? with Kawhi, because you had sons in five versus the
0: Bucks. I think you have to go. It Clippers. would have been. It would have been a seven game series. Still, in and, my opinion, and who
2: are you taking? <laughs> Yo.
0: It could I would take the Bucs over the Clippers.
2: I don't know if I don't know if you believe that, man. I do. I don't know if you oh believe god. that. I do. I do. Cause how we sat here us three together <laughs> saying if Kawhi was healthy, no doubt about it, they're beating the Suns. Meanwhile, you have the Suns winning in five.
1: Bro, he was on the Kawhi tour, bro. Oh my
0: god. <laughs> trust me. Trust me. I think the Bucs would have beat the Clippers. I do.
2: I just think defensively, the way that the Clippers were playing, it would have been tough to beat them, especially with the way that Kawhi and Paul George were playing together. One thing I will say that Joel is right. Once Kawhi went out, we saw a PG take it to a whole other level. But he was already on the start of that. Against not, Utah. Not, I'm, saying against, like Utah. No, I'm saying against Utah. No, he wasn't against a
0: post-game team. interview. He said, I'm taking it back to Indiana, Paul George. Exactly. No, he no did. but I'm saying he
1: before knew that, he before that interview, he had two Back to back 30 point games. That's what I'm saying. So he was already on the start to getting back to that. I just,
2: I think that with Kawhi going out, it made him continue to put his foot on the gas. And we haven't seen that these last two, three seasons when he was playing with Russ either. I
1: still trust him over Middleton any day of the week. Especially this postseason, I agree. Any day of the week.
2: I agree. He's a better player than Middleton, and that's not disrespectful to say.
1: Yeah, but I don't trust
0: Paul George over Middleton and Holiday.
2: And the way you saw Reggie Jackson, you said that you would take Reggie Jackson over Russell. So at that well, point Well, because
0: Russell was an all-time bad playoff performer.
2: Well, Drew's kind of been off and on. So he has, he been has off but I on. know
0: Drew is gonna lock up.
2: Do we know he, that? He's been yes. he has he has Do been locked up. So you say? He had he had a good game three. He's I will making, give him he's that. He's been making he a good it tough game on Chris three. Paul. Not really. It's Chris Paul's has. efficiency. He had four turnovers. Is that really But
0: it's not it's not just that. It's it's the the reason, dude.
2: Chris Paul had an amazing game it's one. It's not just that you can tell me two. the
0: box score box score stats all you want. The reason but, why he's making it, but you're it saying it Giannis is having Chris an all time
2: run because of his stats, correct?
0: Oh, yeah, no doubt. But Drew Holiday, <laughs> so then this is the difference. Drew Holiday's making an impact versus the Clippers. I mean, versus the I Suns, mm-hmm. because instead of them running their offense, instead of Chris Paul getting around the screen with 16 seconds left in the shot clock, he's getting around it with 11. Because Drew Holiday is making him work more. That means a lot. That takes the the rhythm out of the offense. That means a lot. That won't show up on a box score. But that is what you see. Drew Holiday is making it tough for the Suns right now. There's no doubt about that.
1: Game one, you sure about that? Bro, game, well, game one, one, Chris was a Paul story. was going game bananas. Game two, are we positive about that? Yes, I am. I'm I not am. positive this about I that. I am. This is, I the, am.
2: Same I this is am. the
1: same guy that was somewhat shooting them out of games at times.
0: I, I so. am, and he's the guy that also went 5 or 10
2: from three in game three Dude, as well. Chris no, Paul has did. shot 63, 50%, 57. Drew Holiday's done nothing other than game three where he's he had an amazing offensive we're night. We're talking
0: about the Bucks versus the Clippers. You were, you're not trusting Drew to guard Reggie Jackson.
1: Drew's not going to guard Reggie Jackson. Who is he guarding?
0: Either Paul he's
2: George gotta, or Kawhi? He's well,
0: I think
1: you, can, you he's Middleton or whoever. I it's Drew, Bobby,
0: obviously, Kawhi and PG will score, but he will make it tough on both of them. And I think he'd probably most likely. Guard I don't know. Paul but we,
2: we've said that about anybody. every series, and every series he's gone cooked. So wait, who's going to guard Kawhi? Middleton?
1: It depends. It really depends. Oh, you better put PJ on him because Middleton is. <laughs>
2: I, I
0: think, Drew, you're not putting context into any of these series. I don't the think one, you did. The
2: one I will give is Trey because, yes, for he one, he locked up death. Jimmy
0: Butler. That's one. Aww. So you said like, every single who series. Really ha-
2: like, what did Miami really have going for them? I mean, come on. Come on. What did they Charlie, have going for on, them? Come on, come on, what come come on, did Miami come have going for answer, answer that versus, question. Versus, versus, answer that question. What did they have going for them?
0: I mean, Jimmy Butler had a h- horrifically bad Yeah, he did, but that him. team was is not good. I wouldn't say that.
1: It was not good. I wouldn't good. say not it's, good. not it's
0: not that they're not good. It's Listen, that the bro, Bucks just and embarrassed In hindsight
1: them. right now, the Bucs embarrassed them. That doesn't mean they're not good. Were we going to say the Bucs weren't good in the
2: bubble because they got embarrassed? No, they're good. They just got well, the, embarrassed. the Bucs got hurt, so that's what it was. You, you lost down Gian- 3-0. Nah, they leave. lost. Giannis was hurt that entire series. No,
0: he wasn't. Not he was the hurt series. that
2: entire. He went in be. with the ankle injury. We're not doing that. Today. But that's what. It's a fact. He didn't make an excuse. I'm not saying. I'm not right, so But, know, but I'm just
0: saying you're not adding context to none of these well, series. I to- I told because you, the, you talked the- about Drew Holiday's been getting cooked versus Atlanta. They were screening him to death.
2: Yes, but then at what point do you make an adjustment? Go through the screen, make it tougher on Trey. He never did that.
0: That wasn't their game plan.
2: Yeah, I see that, and it was a mistake because Trey was yeah, beating. That
0: doesn't mean Trey was. And this is the same guy. This is the same but this coach. This is supposed
1: to be a defensive guru. Drew, what? this is the same coach who he's taking to beat Ty Lu on the other side. This is the same guy, same coach. The same coach that he believes is going to outcoach Ty Lu That guy. The, that guy. Yeah. It's like yeah. Chris Paul. I'm stupid. just saying, we have to, take,
0: we have to put context into put I mean, we'll put context things. on
1: every series when you talk about well, Giannis' individual the first, run. That's a well, fact We're just also. saying
0: this. We're just saying this. We're talking about Drew Holiday and his defense. No, but you said— you still, Do you still believe he's a top-five defensive guard in the NBA? 100%. I agree. Okay, he so is. so let's but, stop but this let's t- be, nonsense about no, Drew Holiday. No, but he hasn't been being, playing you're, well. You're being a hypocrite you be because you not defensively, not defensively. No,
2: defensively, he hasn't been what everyone wants him to be. What do you mean come on I'm expecting him to hold
0: these guys to 10 points. He's I'm, not that good. Po- Nobody so, can do that in the modern I'm NBA. expecting
2: him to not allow a player to do 63% shooting, 50% shooting, 50, 57% shooting. Is that wrong oh of me? My gosh. Is that <laughs> wrong of me? Is that? Chris Paul before
0: getting to the finals had a streak where he had like 40 assists to 1 How turnover. How about you
2: you do something better than He had four
0: turnovers s- in one game.
2: Dude, Bev had him be in prison. What are you he, about? He, Pat Bev did have him in a chokehold. Chris Paul has
0: been the most efficient player, assist to turnover ratio in the playoffs. I agree, but if you're and like in that, the finals, show me in the finals. That has not been that way. True
2: or false? Drew Holiday has had one good game all around in this series. Offensively, all
0: all, all around, all around. Game three, I would say no. Game one and, and game three, he had a good all game. around. Game one, yes. he was horrible. No, I don't think so.
2: Game one, he was horrible.
0: I don't think so. I think he had a good all-around game.
2: I do, I do,
0: I do.
1: I don't know about game
0: one. I I game game three, two, definitely. Giannis had game no help. Three, game three, no definitely.
2: doubt. That's without a that, like that. I close my eyes but and game I can say that. I, Dude, all, Drew, Drew looked quite and
0: but I
1: Drew went Drew has into,
2: not been a horrible defender in this playoffs. Story. He That's has been. A,
1: he hasn't been good offensively. He, he, he offensively, yes, but defensively,
0: he's I'm been I'm not he's saying still, he's been, been bad.
2: Really I'm not. I'm saying he hasn't been what everyone has projected him to be. And for you them, did say so, he's
0: been bad. You said he's been horrible.
2: Yeah, you did say that. You just, said you know. What? And I was still worse than bad. And I'll yeah, say he's been. Like, get, there's been like moments ass. where he's been getting cooked. No, you said he's been getting cooked all playoffs. Those he, were your words. Bro, I said this. He's had one good game this finals, and that's not incorrect. Offensively, offensively. all around, and that's what's that's what you need him to be—that all-around player for them to win this series. And it's a fact. I came into this series saying Giannis could be the best player. Who's the most important? Drew Holiday. I've reiterated that point every episode since. And and it's clear as day when he is playing at a high level, they win. What do they do? 20-point victory. That's I think, obvious. I, I
0: honestly don't. I think it's more Middleton.
2: But, dude, he, he shot 5 of 10. He played very good defense uh, uh, game three. I keep saying last night like it happened yesterday and they win by 20 points, it's not a surprise.
0: It you is, because ma- I, like I mentioned, Scott not Foster really. had a lot to do with it. The, the refing had a lot to do with it.
2: Oh God. But let's be honest, Giannis was getting fouled.
0: The shots, the 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 Suns not hitting the three-point shots had a lot to do with it. Them having more turnovers than the Bucks had a lot to do with it. So I'm saying there's a lot of factors. There's a lot of factors. It's not just because Drew Holiday played good, the Bucks win by 20.
2: I mean, there's, a, there's a good correlation there. No, He plays bad, they lose. He the, plays the really had well, 10 20 points. They, he played really well defensively. He to be fair, D book hasn't D-book. been good for a while. No, so. nah, I'm saying, but uh, I'm just saying there's a lot of
0: reasons why they won by 20, not just because Drew Holiday
2: had a good game. It definitely supports that fact.
1: A little bit. All I'm saying is the whole Giannis individual, great run. Let's Let's pump nah. the brakes on that whole man, top three man, thing. You let's, guys, you guys are some relax. haters, man. We Look, st- right I'm now. I'm not hating. Right we, now. We still got LeBron. We still got KD, Steph, Kawhi. We still got right dudes that can really. Right now, we are
0: watching Giannis. I know, man. We are watching. Giannis is having a great one. Right now, we are watching Giannis ascend. If you want to be a hater,
3: be I'm a not, hater. No. Whoa. I had. Be first a hater. of all, we both I had have Giannis. As a, we both, both has, had Giannis
1: as a top five player in the NBA before the run. So he was always there for me. That's Cat. No, he did it who I had at five. You had
0: LeBron, you had KD, you had Steph, you had... Kawhi and I had, had Giannis at five. Yeah. And you had Luca, bro. Stop playing. Yes, you did. did, did you before the playoffs started,
1: did? I did not have Luka at five. I don't have Luka at my five. life, I didn't have Luka at five. Is definitely over at I, did, five. I had yeah. Jokic at like seven, eight. Definitely. He's not there. Definitely. <laughs> don't try to
2: cap for definitely. the media. Nah, that's, that's definitely.
1: But to put him at three, four when... Uh, the top four is it's, it's stamped Are to Are you me even right saying
2: now. it's not a debate between Kawhi and Giannis? I think it's a debate. I just think, like... Just
1: it's, think of that. I, I just think Kawhi was on the same type of tear. It's just he got hurt. That's what I think. I think Kawhi was bugging his 40 point game was. against Dallas. He was. Him giving Utah
2: to be like, he was on the same again, type of tear. He should have done, done that. Hurt. He should have done that against the Mass. He's. He's supposed to do that. And what was Giannis supposed to do against I Atlanta? I agree. What is he
1: supposed to do against Brooklyn with I'm, no Harden I'm, and no Kyrie? I'm, I'm with supposed you. To Listen, do that. I'm not saying that suppo- he's had an I all time run. I think your
0: vocabulary is wrong. Yeah, just because you're supposed sense? to do so why it, Kawhi averages 26 points per game. He, is he supposed to drop 40? He's no. supposed to be. He's the supposed to be good. He's but he to
1: was exceptional. Match. He he was just exceptional. because you're supposed to do something doesn't mean it happens. I agree. LeBron was supposed to beat Dallas. Did he do it? No. Stuff happens. Like, but it's, this it's, is two seasons well now
2: he he actually showed out I'm I'm with you but Wait, Kawhi
0: only played bad for one game last year. To Let's stop, stop acting that. like he, he dominated had one Dallas game. in the
2: bubble. It's, but it's not and he, like he killed Denver for the most part. If he it was had one game. game, he he would have won one of those. He would have closed out at least oh, one love of those to games. Bring that I'm up. just saying he would have closed one of them if he played well.
0: Yeah, but you're acting like Kawhi had a bad playoff last year because he of had one a game bad seven. series.
2: He had a bad no, he series. Didn't.
0: Look at the stats. Kawhi led them in every
2: single statistical category from game five on. I would say game six, seven. From game five on, he needed to close out and he didn't. So you're saying for five games he played great? Yeah, yeah, he did. And it's he
0: played pretty...
1: bad for two. So the he, percentages five, show that he was six, better than he was
0: bad. Game five, so he played good for four. Six, he played great
1: correct. for four. He did. Oh, played I'm not bad t- for three. Okay, that's a okay series. That's not a bad series. But when you need
2: him to close, you need him to close out against Denver. Exactly. That's all I'm saying. He's had he a, choked he's... game seven. Okay, but Giannis just choked against Miami. So it's the same. It's Wait, the same thing. You're saying last year when he was hurt? Oh my. Yeah. Kawhi was fully healthy. He should have won that series. And you know it's a hurt. fact. He was hurt. he was healthy for three games. They were getting and the Bucks destroyed. did not have Drew Holiday last season either. Okay. Drew Holiday's the X factor. All
1: right. Oh my gosh. Okay. <laughs> what? It's a fact. So, I can't use nothing to Kawhi's case. It's just
2: everything is an excuse it, for Giannis. Whoa, whoa. I'm not, I'm not, They both I'm got embarrassed not, last not. year. If if me saying that he's supposed to do that sounds negative, was he not
1: supposed to beat the
2: Heat last year? Let's be honest, in the bubble. Was
1: if the Bucks he was supposed to beat? If he him?
2: was healthy, yes, 100%. On, if he's he was healthy, healthy 100%. Three, he was games. not. He went into the series injured. Did you pick the Bucks to win, regardless of, to of the course. injury? Of course. Okay, then. That's it. Of
1: course. I'm That's not
2: it. saying you're so wrong. So,
1: right now, you have your top five players. You have Kawhi over Giannis. I have LeBron, KD. Steph, Kawhi, Giannis—those are my five
2: right now.
0: You have Giannis in top five too. I have Giannis top in top five,
2: five of course. You, if you have him outside the top five, you don't know basketball.
0: Right now, I have Giannis in top five too.
2: You used to have Harden in front of him.
0: Yes, because he definitely deserved to be in front of him.
2: Not anymore. And, yeah, because it is be playoff hard for him run to catch him, and that's what I'm saying. Ever this, again, this
0: playoff run is solidifying Giannis, is it not? It's right. solidifying. I had him in my, him in my top five with this two. But it's solidifying him more than just that, though. You know it is, but the but the, my I thing want is, you to say it. And
1: it's solidifying him. Oh yeah, the, the ring. Well, if he he has to win it first, but the ring will solidify. But just him. this run,
0: just the finals. Listen, I him, feel like even him if, dominating the finals. If he, if
2: he loses against the Suns, he's still not top five. I was still having my top five. He doesn't leave my to. top five. I agree. I agree.
1: I agree. He doesn't leave my top
2: five. He wins this. Too. He wins this finals though. It's not a question of whether he's top three. I can't have him in my top three right now. You Just gotta think Steph had his like he not that he's still not on that trajectory of being an amazing scorer. Hold on, hold on. Hold it's Giannis' one. time.
0: I'm gonna say this. If Giannis is in the top three, it's because he's over Kawhi, not Steph.
3: Oh not K D. What's wrong with over LeBron. Oh,
0: it's just, that's LeBron? Over LeBron. So who's your top three? Because who'd be the top three? Are we 100% certain that LeBron at age 37 is going to be best player I in the want world to hear your top be this guy. I want to hear your, to be this guy. To hear Bro, your He's doing three. it for the it's camera. Like, he's, he's doing it for story. the camera. Who's your
2: top three? He's doing it for the camera. Kevin Durant. He's doing it for the camera. Steph Curry. He's doing it for the camera. And Giannis oh. Antetokouni. Who's doing
1: for? LeBron? LeBron.
2: You're doing it for the camera. It's simple nah, as that. I might dead serious.
0: Na- and if he's Lebron dead serious, could drop he's on off crack. next year. Lebron dropped oh, off in the God. first round versus the Suns. Lebron fans are, you, are
1: very, what? very delusional. He
2: can definitely
0: drop How? off at thirty-seven. He didn't look that good Nineteen against, years
3: uh, in the NBA, he, he
2: can't drop off. You guys are saying that like he didn't come back two games before the playoffs started. Wait, but he, that's but, what wait, you guys wait, are wait, saying. Wait, but Drew, keep it hundred. Did he not look good?
1: Regardless, and we're saying this, we is were, wait, wait,
2: this is what we're saying.
1: I Lebron's year. He's, he's coming. He's, he's about to be 36 you're or 37. 37. He's just coming off an injury. We're saying he can definitely drop off because of the injuries and not be the same player. He, didn't, an look, he didn't look good against Phoenix. He didn't look good. Let's be honest. He quit. Whether he too. got hurt or not, I'm not saying he quit. But he didn't he look good. He didn't look AD looked like the best player of the team. Let's and be honest.
2: I'm not. And that's what you, you disagree with. That's what with LA that. needs to be Who because LeBron
1: didn't look good. And you're going to say he had an ankle injury. Yeah, we get it, but before he the still, ankle injury was LeBron the same, not and the, the same way we bash Harden, because he even though he had it's a great two hamstring. No, but even it's though he had a great two hands, he played. LeBron played. So when it's you play when different. you play, you're gonna get that criticism regardless. If you're had, ready to play, you're ready to play. I'm
2: not saying that. You guys are good. You guys are over analyzing him coming back to over analyzing a first round exit? To a team that he without was the favorite without his his sidekick to to beat the Suns, who was the number two seed going in. It's come the on difference, the difference difference between and that he, is that and without AD, that you guys are saying this when he played two games. He came back two games before the playoffs started. Very How, friend, this is easy, this easy. You want Please, please. Control. With
0: AD healthy, the Lakers were giving the Suns a fight. Possibly could have been the favorite to beat them. As soon as AD they were the went out, going into as the soon series. as AD went out. LeBron got embarrassed by the Suns. Because what the else games do, you do How do you game play when no one a, was else was even close. Who though? else was scoring? Who else was
2: scoring on the Lakers other than LeBron? Wait, but what, were the who, games close? Who else? Were the no. games close? No. Exactly. Wait, before you who answer, else? Let me ask you a question. But, Drew, but the Drew. Suns were better
0: than the Lakers. You just said that Kawhi was supposed to drop 40. Did LeBron drop 40 in any of those games? Was he supposed to do the same thing? Question, you're saying did, Kawhi have Yes, Did LeBron have Paul George playing with him? Exactly. You guys, you're saying that without
2: context, like he had his best friend. Wait, wait, wait. Even poor
1: George dropped 40. So, what are you saying? Kawhi left. Poor George did it. LeBron couldn't do it?
2: But he also had a good supporting cast that was actually getting buckets. Let me ask you Reggie question. Jackson was, hold down, on, hold on, hold LeBron on, hold on, win? hold on. When AD uh, no.
1: went down, did you no. still pick LeBron no, to, put no. No, to put up a fight? No, to put up a fight. You're lying if you didn't. No, it. you, you still bro, believe LeBron no. was still able to put up a fight, being that you thought he was still the best player in the league. You believed that he can still Against beat his Against the Suns Phoenix. team, the way that it. they
2: were playing? No, they were 100%. I wouldn't say 100% because Chris Paul had got hurt. But he came back and he, he played very efficiently. And what did LeBron There was play like? no one on the Lakers playing well other than LeBron. LeBron wasn't playing well, so nobody played well. It's not that he wasn't playing well. He wasn't being the aggressive guy because he had only come back two games before that series. He wasn't in basketball shape. It was Harden in basketball shape when he started to play? And, and I he played like so, garbage. Wait, James Harden had a
0: great playoff series against the Celtics. Let's stop. He it. wasn't. Stop he fast. wasn't a basketball state. Yeah, he wasn't. See, yeah, with yeah, KD too. Like, none of them were. Like they, none of them were. Bro, they were, from, they were all just coming back from.
1: They were all just coming back from injuries. If not a, if not a couple of days come a on, week before, man. bro, come we're not on. hearing that. That's not an excuse.
0: Bro,
2: two games before an ankle let me ask injury. Y'all also, let me ask you a question. Like we've mentioned, ankle injuries are way more difficult to come back than a hamstring. Me, we've already had this let conversation. Y'all
0: let me ask y'all a question. What has been the best? What has been LeBron's best attribute? Carrying bums. No, not that. What has been LeBron's best attribute 18 years into his career? The fact that he doesn't get hurt. These past three seasons, 2019, missed half the season versus the Lakers, got hurt. 2020 had a healthy season, but the bubble and the stoppage of the NBA season helped him a lot. Enough of that. Enough of yes, that, it did. Enough so, of it, that. It didn't enough. help him rest? Because regar- it did help him rest.
2: Regardless of that fact, prior to the bubble even occurring, LeBron had just beaten the Bucks and the Clippers back-to-back. He was on his MVP tour. It was... <laughs> Did, am I wrong by the, that? Am I wrong saying NBA that? Did the NBA
0: stoppage not help LeBron? Did it not did. help it everyone? It did. So yes, exactly. It did not help everyone. Yes, exactly. Enough of that. It helped everybody.
1: It helped everybody.
0: It helped everyone. Wait, wait, wait.
1: But did it not help AD much
2: more? A guy who gets hurt a lot.
0: I mean, let me finish just, come my point. Come on, let me like, finish my point. It helped everyone. Let me then by this fact,
2: Mister Load Management himself should have been hundred percent. Let me finish my point. So,
0: twenty nineteen, LeBron misses half the season. Lakers miss the playoffs. Twenty twenty, the NBA season stops. Okay. It helps every team. Literally everyone. Okay, that's not the point. It helps every team get rest. So LeBron at 35 years old was able to get more rest. AD was injury prone, was able to get more rest. Then this past Why season. Why say the same
2: exact Then thing? this
0: past season, LeBron misses most of the NBA season with an ankle injury. On a and freak it's hurt. Rolled so, his ankle. so what you're telling me is that two out of the last three seasons, LeBron has been hurt. Is it, is it too far-fetched to say next year he's, gonna he's not going to be four. the same? He's going to fall off to four? Hold on, hold Is it a stretch to no, say that? It, it, hold on, hold on. Let me, finish. Let, me finish. let me finish. Let me finish. It is a stretch. Let me finish. Is it a stretch to say that next year he's not going to be the Iron Man that he was mm. for... What he's been this entire career, and he could not be as good as a two-time Listen, MVP in his prime in Giannis, have your and moment Steph bro. Curry, who
2: have your moment was in the NDP conversation. Have your moment because you're gonna and you're Kevin gonna, you're Durant, who at, you're looking who at, who outplayed it, uh, LeB-
1: LeBron in the playoffs. What's wrong with him saying that though?
2: You're, you're he's dropping off to four. What's wrong with being four? See, you're saying that, but like that's not the standard. It's not the standard. Okay, four, obviously. It's a what great position to be. What do you, what do you
1: guys in. expect out of this man? I'm not. He's saying, about to be 36 years old. 37. Regar- 37. Bro, he's broken in the year. What? 18? Regardless not, of that fact, 19, he
2: was 36 and he was the best player in basketball prior to tripping over someone's foot. True or false? And then he got hurt. He. It was a freak ankle injury. And what injury. we're saying
1: is injuries could mess
2: it up again. That's all we're saying. So, you're, but you're saying it's he'll happen, jo- But it's happening. You're twice saying no. Already, he's saying. So, it, are you saying that Giannis is going to surpass? lebron with this championship right after i'm saying
0: i'm saying that's that how you made it sound i'm saying that next year after the 2021 2022 season is done lebron will not be a top they, three yeah, player in you, the nba you can make that's that statement, and saying. i
2: still will disagree because you saying. are over so you're over where's analyzing. LeBron right now he's still two, two or one why how what do you mean Who's why two or, or one? how Who's two or one? it's kd or lebron how okay, so how is LeBron still 2 he just got bounced in the first round? He didn't have his guy and his his, his supporting. Pass was his trash. Guys? The KD had his And he his put guys? up what? And what he put up? He had a one. He put up twice. He, he put up put a, two he,
1: magnificent performances against Wait Wait. He still against lost. the he's Milwaukee still lost. Bucks. Lost. Yes, but but he's it's still a But lost. wait, wait, but it's different. And both guys, the two two top guys went out in the second round. One guy went out, no, pardon me. One guy went out in the second, the other guy went out in the first. One guy went out sad and like Joel like I said quit on his team the other guy put up so, 15 points so, so gave sad.
0: It everything so he sad. got 29, like, no,
2: 24, the same. 25 that's so he didn't so have a 30 sad.
1: point game in the
0: same way oh you my know.
2: god he's by himself but Drew, the, so but Drew. Katie wasn't by himself and Come LeBron on. had an Let's ankle stop. injury he Let's came back let stop no, no no the way that you guys are talking Drew, it's like LeBron didn't. he's your, been healthy what's, 100% what's LeBron's
1: fans favorite line the 51 point against Golden State he doesn't have help he gives it his all he gives it all that's our favorite line to say right that's what I love to say Kevin Durant just gave it his all, put up fifty points. He had a performance, and you love to say he lost. But you, but LeBron fans love to bring up the fact against Golden State, he gave it his all, but he didn't have any help. Katie didn't have help. You just, he just. Are you going to compare playing against Golden no, State to playing this, against no, Milwaukee? The who's fact been that they, did, they didn't, He didn't have help. And he still put up performances. LeBron didn't have help. Okay, we can make, we can do that all day, but he still didn't play
2: good himself. Dude, if 29, you play good yourself, 24, tw- 25. He, wait, I, wait, hold
1: up.
0: According to you and what you say about Kawhi, we should expect more from LeBron, though.
2: Absolutely, we should have expected thirty say, triple double. Those this, are blow-offs. enough of this, Come as on, if you're you're prote- You're saying this like like LeBron had Kawhi supporting cast. That's how you're making it sound. Come on, bro. What about KD? Come on. What about bro. KD? Come on. What, about KD? Come on, <laughs> what about that's KD? your way of getting it out? KD? KD. That's not what KD. it is. Listen, I'm I'm giving KD his respect. Am I saying KD's not one or two? Am I saying that? Am I question? Am I saying KD's not one or two? He no, he is one. He's
0: definitely one. Not gonna say Haiti one.
2: Not gonna say one. He is definitely one. Yeah, LeBron. I
1: gotta stop, bro. This LeBron thing. You oh my stop. god, LeBron. I give him my flowers. He's two to me. I give him two. But one is Kevin Durant. <laughs> We're going to move on to the next topic because
0: this has been going on for, for way real. too long. For real 50 hour points. flat. I mean, it's been it's, it's easy though that LeBron could drop off next year. Easy, yeah. No, he it's could. so easy. He no, could. for sure, it's a, it's could. so easy. He I mean, could. this guy's coming. He's not been the Iron Man that he's been for the past three years. So no, no doubt, he bro. Better, he better so hope
1: easy. AD healthy. That's all I'm saying.
2: I mean, better I, KD so. better hope that Harden and Kyrie are healthy. I mean, KD's
1: going to put up 50 regardless. Sure, and we he won't win
2: a championship. LeBron won't win one either. Without AD? I agree. No one's questioning that. But Le, we're tired of seeing Who's question? You're tired of it. You're right. You're tired of it. You don't want to see anymore. No,
1: no, no. I'm tired of seeing LeBron put up weak performances. Weak performances. 24 <laughs> points on a blow is not that cool. It's actually embarrassing. Bro, his at team is, it's at home. it's not at home. That's embarrassing. It's not good in LA. The team's that's not embarrassing good. to the greats of the Los Angeles Lakers. And KD lost at home, Magic, did he not? Well, they have Jason Kidd. Nobody cares. But Kareem, Shaq, Magic, Kobe, did he James not, Worthy, did he not just Elgin lose Baylor. At home? Embarrassing.
2: So Riv,
0: Riv, I want to show you something. So
1: You mean tell me something?
0: Yeah, I want to tell you something. So LeBron's career averages in the playoffs are twenty nine, nine, and seven. Mm. Versus the Suns, he averaged twenty three, <laughs> seven and seven. With the splits? And field goal percentage wise in the playoffs for his career he, oh, yeah. he shoots 50% he shot 47% from the field versus the let him finish bro
2: you guys are saying this like he did not bro, come back let him too whoa
0: he, he shot 61% from the free throw line his average is 74% he's been a, uh,
2: he's been a bad free throw shooter he's been a 70%
0: throw free throw shooter not a 60% not free throw shooter Man, not good wins. 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 Let's LeBron underperformed in the playoffs let's call it what it is a spade a spade he underperformed And got embarrassed in the game have your five moment. and have game your at home have
2: your moment because next year when we're in the exact same time n- yeah. next year it's gonna be completely LeBron won't be
0: in this in the finals
2: all right bro no have that bad. opinion have that opinion have that opinion you call me right have now that that he won't be in the finals no, all right, we're gonna clip this 100% he, he won't be in the no have your moment have your moment because you guys are over analyzing an ankle injury when he came back two games before the regular season you have anthony davis still you have anthony davis
1: still he won't be in the in a wcf all right no problem la will not get that far okay you better hope you get Dame. You better hope. Okay. You okay. You better, hope. okay. You better pray to God. Because we
2: were going to win this series w- without Dame yeah, if Anthony Davis yeah. was healthy. What do you mean? Because you had that well, too. Well, the Anthony Davis thing, he's going to get hurt all the time. So you can't really. Uh. You could say this in hindsight too, but he was healthy last year and we won a championship. Yeah, took a break. Everyone took a break. That helps guys Everyone like took a break. And Kawhi should have had the. More, the he Mr. was healthy. He just choked. Mr. Lord, And they didn't. Yeah, and they didn't. Choked. That's but my, point. Healthy, that's, that's he my point. he was healthy, though. That's my choked. He was healthy. He choked. Though. LeBron and AD didn't. Health? Yeah, we're, we're just talking about strictly health. He health. was healthy. That's uh, all and, it was. AD and LeBron were healthy. Not this year. Nah. Okay. And neither AD was Kawhi. And neither Watt was Kawhi And his team won. Imagine that. Who about the uh, Mickey Mouse ring? I don't care I'm ta- about that. Uh, Mickey no, Mouse ring. no, 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 no. I'm talking about the Utah Jazz that Kawhi went out and the Jazz are the better team on paper. And, oh, and yeah, just Cookers like how AD won.
1: went out and LeBron couldn't win against Be- Phoenix because the, the supporting cast was trash. What you you? Number
2: what? You Number one. are you guys oh, gonna ignore the time. fact that his supporting cast was trash? Next no, topic. Keep supporting keep keep that up <laughs> next, that his that his supporting <laughs> cast was good. Keep keep, keep going.
0: So LeBron's supporting cast is trash and they, the Lakers have been to make it better.
2: Okay, and as and we saw with Anthony Davis and LeBron alone, we could beat the number two seed that's in the finals right up now. And Dennis Schroeder oh, no. going now. Okay, we're gonna upgrade. Upgrade How? to what? It's gonna no be better days. I mean you get rid of Dennis Schroeder, the cap will open up. You still have they, Kyle Kuzma, KCP. K, K, Kuzma's gone, he's getting traded. Which, for what? A bag of chips and that's yes, correct. Bro, he's all right. Because that's what they're valuing, man. Listen, Yo, listen, listen do, listen. do yourself the favor and move on to the, to the next w- topic. Because you guys are having your moment. You can hear You guys are having your moment, and I, I, I'm sure that you're loving this. I'm sure. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm surprised at you. Because you, you're doing it for the, for the I'm cameras. I'm not doing it for the cameras. It. Nah, bro. I know you're the over, Lakers won't be in the finals no, next year. No, so I know who, it. Who, who in the Western Conference will go to the finals? Not the Lakers. The Clippers? Kawhi comes back. The Clippers. We're going
1: back. We're going back. We're going to the WCF. Not the Lakers. Who's going to the Western Conference? i you right now. Listen to me. Because you're the picking the
2: field, that's so easy. That's so easy. No, he's not picking the Lakers. No, he's picking the field. But he's not picking the Lakers. You're not picking the, Lakers. the field. Then not who? Not the Lakers. Then who? Not the Lakers. I would because have the Clippers ju- over them. Because we just saw, we just saw the Lakers give fits to a team that's in the finals Fitz. with just AD and LeBron. Didn't you get blown out at home? without ED. Let's move Go on. on. Let's move yes, on, but please, I want to I want to talk please. about this final
0: thing. I'm not doing it for the cameras. You are. It's just that the con- your you arguments are. and the context that you're providing for each of your arguments contradict one another like how? you you talked about how Kawhi has to perform at not even his season average. But at an all-time average I didn't average. say
2: that I said he's he's You said he's, he's expected to drop 40. I didn't say that. I said he's expected to beat the Mavericks. That's what you heard.
0: No, no, no that's were talking what my you points. heard. You were talking about points. No, I said he's points.
2: expected to beat the Mavericks. I've been on the show. We can go back. This is when very, I said you he's supposed to
0: win. Kawhi Leonard. Kawhi Leonard doesn't have the doesn't have a great game versus the Nuggets last year. You love to rag on that.
2: He didn't have a good he did okay, not okay. close out. Simple.
0: LeBron James was up on the Suns, was he not? Who won? when he lost his guy, he didn't, he didn't he have Paul
2: George. Wait, he did, had did, the same. Did roster the Lakers as last even year? give
0: a fight in Game Five and Six? No, it was embarrassing. No, it was. LeBron didn't play up to his standards. He was hurt. Okay, but did he? Yes or no? Did he play up to his standards? Who's saying yes? Who? You're you're not saying no. I'm you're not definitely saying not
1: saying he did. No. I'm, you're not I'm saying, saying no. He. I'm, Yes or no? Answer the question. You questions. guys are hearing what you guys yes want no to
0: hear. No, questions. you just keep he bringing up, up the injury. Not. Yes so, or no? Okay, yeah, what he what did not. I'm, simple that's, as that. But it's that's ob- simple as that. I
2: don't need to say it. It's obvious. That's the
0: argument that we're making, though. That that he didn't play up no, to his
2: level. But you guys are overanalyzing him not playing to his level. No, or- I'm analyzing
0: the fact that two of the last three years he has been hurt, and next year. But was that first year in
2: in L.A. going to be a championship run?
0: They were the fourth seed in the Western Conference. Or was that going to be a championship no, but be run? No. Good they, they were going to go run. to the WCF probably.
1: No, because if they would have stayed at four, they would probably would have played, oh, Houston. Would they have to beat Houston? I don't know. 2019 Houston? Oof. They wouldn't have beat Golden State. 2019 Houston, they we could have beat them. We're not being Golden State. Unless Katie gets hurt, then it's
0: 2019 fine. Houston, they could have beat them. Yeah.
1: They could have beat They could have beat a, a team on, without man. Katie. Golden State, they could have yeah. beat them.
0: Yeah. Like, come on, bro. Like, Two, we're all, I'm only saying that two of the last three years, LeBron has been hurt.
2: It's not far-fetched it's, to say that
0: next year, he's not going to, an not going to stay healthy either.
2: That he came back two games before the regular season ended. No, duh, he wasn't in basketball shape. No, duh. Harden did the same thing. And happened. Harden played like trash, too. No, no, no.
0: Harden played great against the Celtics. He but got
2: hurt again. He re-aggravated. Okay, but he... Came back on an injury, but like like we said, hamstring is a lot easier to play on than an ankle injury. Yes, please wait, go plus, to the next topic. Wait, wait, Hold up,
0: <laughs> Riv, Did I say that Harden played good no. against the Bucks? But I who never said, said that it?
2: LeBron played good.
1: You were no. saying LeBron it. No, it you, nice. you just you just never answered. You just kept. Dive in for what the fact you, that he didn't play good. You never said what no. What do you mean? We I've, kept asking you, did he play good? And you I never sa- answered. I he kept said he up did English. not play well. Yeah,
2: after we finally asked you. But before You, no, that, you, you guys. Just, you just said he didn't play well are, right now. What do you mean? The whole time it's. you guys shot are, us numbers. Even, even with that fact,
1: he still put
2: up 25 we put, plus. Put him, he put
1: 23, we, not 25.
2: We put him with the MJs, right? 25, 24, 29. Anthony Davis was doing a majority of the scoring in the series. Drew, Drew. about LeBron. Exactly. True. He averaged twenty three. But when AD went out, LeBron upped his scoring averages. So, but
0: LeBron averaged twenty three for the, for the series. series. I understand that. We put but him up when LeBron put him up there with MJ, bro. I That's g- not acceptable. G- he was hurt for the first two games of the series. Were we not waiting on LeBron to be aggressive? Yeah. Because I think we were rating on that too.
2: Games two and game three, LeBron wasn't aggressive, and it was game one too. N- game not game one of AD, AD game was dominating. I agree. My point. That's my point.
1: Our point is uh, in these LeBron playoffs.
0: Wait, hold up. Let's ask a question. In these playoffs, LeBron who have hurt. been the top players in these playoffs? It has been Kawhi, KD, it has been KD, Giannis, it has been Youngs, Trae Young, it has oh Donovan that's Mitchell, Luca. That's a good one. LeBron has not even been a top five performer in these playoffs.
2: Have your moment. Is no, it crazy? It's have your moment. He, he I is, think is Paul it? George. Have, your, your, it, moment. have your moment. That's just me though. It's not crazy to
0: say that next season, after the 2021-2022 season is over. LeBron will be the fourth player in the world. He might even be out the top five.
2: Have your moment. <laughs> Have your moment. Because when Giannis <laughs> wins this chip, it's going to be the same thing, dude.
1: Let me guess. LeBron's going to run the table next year.
2: Nah, we'll I think, see. Le- I think we'll Giannis see. is top five already, so it's cool. That's okay. Cause listen, you I've already there's been a record of you having a questionable basketball opinion, so we'll see what happens. That's I know. It.
0: My my opinion is that the Suns will win the championship. We'll still see what happens.
2: And we'll there. see about that because <laughs> You would you you would pick Milwaukee to beat the Clippers, but the Clippers just almost beat the Suns without their best player.
0: I, I think that if the Clippers face the Suns even with a healthy Kawhi, it was going to be a close series of people, and the Suns would win. Be. I'm not saying they would win because we sat here I on think, think on the show think, saying do, that the Clippers would have won. Clippers I do think five. I do think it would have been a six seven game series. I do think so. I think Clippers I think people are five. underrating the Suns a lot.
1: I think Clippers won in five with Kawhi.
0: Two of the you're top, going
1: in circles. No, I'm not. You
0: You've are. been the only person okay. going to series this whole time. Two yeah. of the top players in sure the world right now are Chet Holmgren and Victor Wenbanyama. Victor is from France. I think that's how you say his name. Just, I was just sure. about
1: to ask you, you figured out his name? I, I think, yeah.
0: Wenbanyama. Wenbanyama. Nice last name. And USA won 83 to 81. Chet Holmgren won the MVP for, I think, the tournament or the game itself. But he wasn't even a top four scorer. Jaden Ivey. Kenneth Lofton Jr., Adam Miller, and Michael Myers, Michael Miles, all scored more points than him. And Victor Wembanyama had an awesome game: twenty-two points, eight rebounds, and eight blocks. Who do you think won this showdown? I mean, I don't even think this is really a question, but just looking forward to the future: Holmgren versus Victor. Who was the better guy?
1: I think you know Victor because he showed us more. You know, he showed his defensive versatility. He showed us the fact that he can stretch out, and it, it may not have went in. I know he's one for five from the three point line, but you saw the form. It's nice. It's a nice stroke. So it, it looks like it can definitely put in some work. He showed that he has a little bit of a post game. You know, he's still a little skinny. He needs work, but he showed that his back to the basket game is at a right level for his age. He's, you know, he's and he has soft, you know, nice soft touch around the rim. And I think for a big man at that height that size. His offensive game is more advanced than Rudy Gobert, so I think being that is incredible, and his defensive versatility, I'm not saying it's Rudy Gobert, but it's great at this age, mm-hmm. so I think, you know, Chet, Chet has always been a promising prospect. I remember him coming out, you know, crossing Steph Curry in the, in the scrimmages. Yeah, uh-huh. like, I remember that. He's always been a promising, but I think Victor offers more to the table, you know, I think being the fact that he's, you know, he's more confident in his game. You've seen, I think, Chet playing with other players, maybe have hindered him a little bit mm. but with Victor you saw a lot more confidence he he wanted the match sure. It was clear that he wanted to go at Chet and you saw it like he showed a lot
2: Chet is a really good stud but I think you
1: know Victor just showed more he wanted to more that game
2: I think I think Victor showed out significantly more than this guy Chet I mean you saw it if you watched a little bit of the game you could see that when Victor was on offense he was going at Chet and then Chet realized man I can't guard this guy and then you saw him switch off, and then Chet was doing whatever he wanted. Chet, uh, excuse me, uh, Victor was doing whatever he wanted. And then on the defensive side of it, this guy, this guy, Chet really couldn't get anything going on on Wembanyama. Wembanyama was was able to be dominant down low. His shot blocking was was really solid. And just watching that game, Chet just wanted nothing to do with Victor, and especially with Chet being one of the the, the more touted players right now, in in going into to next season. It's really something to, to to tell just on on Victor, who's one year away from 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 taking that step. Victor, it just seems like he's just so much more refined. His offensive game just seems way more clean. He's he's got a, a little bit more size on, on on Chet too. I'm pretty sure he's two inches taller than him. But just as an overall player, I'm just wowed more by by Victor's game.
0: I think Victor is next level. I think he's Chris Paul but. A Chris Hasperzingus that actually uses his size.
2: Mm, definitely. He plays with his back to the basket. He rolls
0: to the basket. He plays like a seven foot two three guy. Seven foot three he's guy. Seven
2: three, man. That's KP
0: crazy. is more of a perimeter oriented big man. I think Victor is much more than that. He's so versatile and he's an elite defender. He had eight block shots. He's the real deal. And watching this matchup, watching Victor versus Chet, obviously there are better players on USA than on France. But I think Chet kind of backed down. He looked a little bit timid. He started off the game hot. He had like five points in the first couple of minutes. He was he had an easy bucket in transition. Then he had a three in Victor's face. I don't know what people see in Chet. I think he's a good prospect. I think seven one can shoot, can handle the ball somewhat. He has his pros definitely, but in the NBA, is he a small forward? Absolutely not. Doesn't have the speed
1: stretch four. is he
0: a four possibly but I think he's going to struggle defensively and at five he is just too skinny right reminds now reminds me of
2: Poku we talked yeah, about it before the I th- show I
0: think he's a little bit scrawnier than Poku
2: he's
1: really
0: even re- though he Poku reminds me a,
2: he reminds me a lot of Chris Boucher mm. a lot of Chris Boucher I
1: think what people like in chat is the, the shooting stroke you know it's you know a seven-two guy that can shoot the ball from deep and has range to block shots. You know, it's it's always going to be a fascinating thing, no doubt. And I think that's what people fall in love with. Chet. I think Chet going to Gonzaga is going to help him a lot. You know, that's somewhere where you could definitely develop your game. But I think you know, with Victor, you just seen you just seen the European in him. You know, just the the, the versatility in his game, the inside Victor. outside game.
0: Can go into the NBA right now. He was supposed to be number Hundred percent.
1: say he could have been number one right now.
0: He could go to the NBA right now and drop twenty in the NBA. Wholeheartedly agree. No doubt about it. I think Chet would really struggle in the NBA right now, and I, he's not supposed to, you know, be in NBA right now because he's only eighteen years old. Is he number one
2: recruit right now? He's Chet.
0: He's. Number one on mock drafts right now for next season. Yeah. Next season's draft.
2: Watching that game, I couldn't see it. Victor just outperformed him significantly. Victor's after him, right? He's in Imani's yep. class? Yeah. He's in
0: Amani's class. And, and that should be an interesting class, thing. man. Imani Bates versus Victor. I love Victor, but I like Amani a lot. I love Imani. I'm, I'm sorry.
1: Bates. I'm going to take the 6'11 bucket every day. Imani, you're saying? Yeah, yeah dude. Imani's so, he KD. He's a poor man's KD yeah, right just, now. I got to take the. But, you know, there's a lot of guys, you know. I, Chet, he's a weird guy. You know, me, Percy, I think if you guys ever get a chance, watch Jalen Duran. Okay. I think he's he's better than Chet right now. Jaden okay. Hardy. Jaden Hardy's a, another good one. He's a strong bugger. But there's a lot of guys. You know, Chet, it's just the size, the mm. versatility, the wingspan.
2: He he, he kind of has that Porzingis hype to him coming so, out of high school. What do you look at Chet and think this, he needs to work on this? Strength. Okay. Easily his aggressiveness shot. down down low in the paint. He's just not big body enough to to to, gr- to bump and grind down there. I just think it's his body. I just think right now
0: he doesn't have an NBA. He can body. get
2: bullied. I th- he was getting bullied by guards. So do you think that his game his his max potential would be how Kristaps plays? I think he could be better than Porzingis. Really, Chet? Yeah. Okay. Okay. I, think he can I don't. Be. I don't know if he can, man. I think. I don't
1: think so either. No, I think he can be better than Porzingis.
2: I just saw him go up against one of the top guys, and he looked like
1: a puppy. I think the only thing, the only difference, I feel like the Porzingis thing injuries messed him up. Very true. That's what that's what really hindered Porzingis. True. So Very he, true. I think he's going to be what he is right now. I Which think, is twenty and ten. Yeah, I think Check can be a little bit. You not think twenty Chet and ten. Can, that's what I'm wondering about. Like twenty three and seven eight. I don't think he can be the ten rebounding, but I think with his jump shot, he'll be able to
2: get into the at 20, seven 20, one. 20. You need to hit double digit rebounding.
1: I don't think so. At this age? True. In this, in this true. NBA, very
2: true. Dirk never did it. Very true. He was just a scoring machine. That's
1: very true also.
0: I think Chad is like a 17-7 and seven guy.
2: That isn't bad. Yeah. I uh, don't think I was, that's
0: Porzingis though.
2: Oh, well, it's his rookie year. I look at this guy. I look at this guy. And like you mentioned already, he could surpass Porzingis because he's he wants to bump and grind down low and no, has the ability. I think
0: Victor is a... He's... A future MVP. I think type he's about 2010. He is amazing at basketball. I think he's 26, 26, oh. 10, and wow. 3. It's not type that far fetched. 26 is crazy, shoot.
2: though. It's not that far fetched because he can shoot and he's only going to get stronger.
1: You can't, no, you can't say that because we don't know that. I, Some guys' bodies just aren't built to be that. How old is he? 17? I honestly don't know. He I'll, might be 17. I'll right look it now. up right he is now. He's
0: 17 because Chet is 18. Yeah. But this is you 19, though. The, uh, just to play the he might just team be USA. playing
1: up he could be 16 you honestly no never 17 know. i said 17 oh this is, no i'm saying he could be 16. 17 january 4th so he just turned 17 so he's
0: 17 they've been recruiting this guy since he was 13
1: might have been before they would be recruiting
0: cool, and know? france
2: almost beat team usa who is stacked right and now and
0: victor went out in the fourth quarter as well and missed he the had foul a trouble chunk of yep, time. he
2: had a foul trouble I still got a money I got Amani. It's, it's not that far fetched to take Amani uh, is almost obviously. his size. Doing Kevin because Amani has that that crazy ball handling and the speed. That's gonna be a wicked draft, dude. It's gonna be awesome. I need
1: the Bulls to get number one. Here we he go. That goes. could
2: be a. That could be a. Uh, Him and Zach. Oh my god. That'd be god. awesome, bro.
0: That could be a Hakeem Jordan slash draft.
1: Sneaky. Or it could <laughs> be a Sneaky. It could be a
0: Greg Oden healthy KD draft. Could be. Or if you never know, there's injury risk with Wembenyama, so if he because could be of the, how tall he is. He, or Yeah, you, yeah, mm. he could be the first guy, and Imani goes second, and he's just like, Bites him in the ass. Wow. Mm. Oh, you're wait, just no, 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 spe- wait, who? Katie went second, right? Second. Okay, yeah,
2: yeah. yeah. But Greg Oden was a dog, though. He was, was a reason why he went first. It's tragic. We had the what if section. He could have easily been a what if. I'm about, to, I'm
1: about to look at their class right now.
2: 2022.
1: Yeah, uh, Imani's class.
2: I'll look at KD's draft. Is
1: Imani Bates, Jalen Duran, Amari Bailey's really good too. Yeah, Keontae George, Chris Livingston. It's a lot of guys. In Amari
0: ba- Bailey's getting a clown on social media right now
1: because his uh, Drake is dating his mom. Yeah, she looks
2: good though. I, she I, is. Listen, bad.
0: man. scrap you class is
2: pretty good. Greg Oden, KD, Al Horford, Mike Conley, Jeff Green. Joe Kimonoa, it, you one guys nine. know
1: Joel. You might know more. You know Paola Ventura? Yeah, he's going to Duke. Yeah, he's with Chet. Patrick Baldwin Jr. is with Chet.
0: I don't like Patrick Baldwin Jr. Game. Too skinny. He's like yeah. built like him. Yeah. Uh,
1: Marcus Saul was also in this. I feel like Chet. Caleb Houston, he was playing the other day for he's Canada. He's good. He's he, good. He plays for Canada. Michael Kennedy Chandler's in this one. There's this dude, they call him like Peyton Watson. He's like this rare... Unicorn type of player, you guys should look him up. He's like a different beast.
2: Peyton Watson, you said? Yeah,
1: he's going to UCLA. There are a lot of good prospects. and He's a grown man. On to
0: this next topic, there are a lot of NBA rumors and news that came out this past week and specifically today, but one of the biggest storylines was that the Orlando Magic found a new head coach. They hired head coach Jamal Mosley. They agreed to a four-year deal, and Jamal Mosley... Has 15 years of head of coaching experience, not head coaching, yep. just coaching experience, four years as a developmental coach and assistant with the Nuggets, four years in Cleveland, and seven years in Dallas. And he's gotten a co-sign from Luca. These are some quotes from his press conference from him. When talking about the magic drawing free agents, he said it always goes back to what we said before. It goes back to relationships. On Mosley building relationships with his players, he said that I really believe it's about the human first. And then, on when Jamal Mosley was asked about the style of play, he says he wants to play with pace, and he wants to play with space, and he wants to play with the pass. So these are a lot of things that Magic fans are excited about right now. And Jamal Mosley, I think, is going to do a good job. He's in a great position to succeed with the Magic because they have the fifth overall pick and the eighth overall pick. The eighth overall pick has been a cursed pick.
1: He's picking James Bucknight. I think the he way should. the way he just explained everything, uh-huh, he's uh-huh. picking. But my question, and I like the hire. Let me start by saying that I think this was a great hire. This was probably the best. You know, you get a cosign from Luca. You're no doubt top of the class. But I think this was a good hire. They got somebody who's going to fit. But I'm just curious about what he says and the fit with the team. You know, in what way? Because he said, repeat it one more time, just so that I know I'm not. He says play with pace, space, and with the pass. Space, Isaac can't shoot,
2: Cole can't shoot, Wendell Carter not really. I wouldn't say Cole can't shoot. He's not a great shooter. Okay. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um,
1: you made lose my chance. Space. Like I said, Isaac can't shoot, Cole can't shoot, Markel <laughs> Fultz can't shoot. Agreed. Wendell can't really shoot. Okiki, uh, you're, you're probably going to pick Kuminga. He can't really shoot right now. Buck Knight, you're probably gonna get an eight. That's his his efficiency wasn't good, but he takes tough shots regardless. So that's why his efficiency is that low. So my question is, what type of space are you talking about? And pace, I can get it. This team, I feel like this team can play fast. Definitely. This team can definitely up tempo get it going. But the spacing, you know, this team was one of the worst three point shooting teams in the league last year. And Isaac isn't, you know, it's coming off an of AC, not of AC. He's coming off an of injury. I can't. Remember, yeah, it is. ACL. Oh, okay, he's coming off an ACL injury. There's a lot of guys on this team young. This is a very young team, so this that's for starters getting the coach in the gel with the young core is good, but I just I'm confused on what like these prop these players I don't think fit with the spacing part of what he wants to say and I
2: think that comes in the draft. I think they're going to address that immediately. I think given the fact that this is his first real head coaching experience, a uh, first head coaching job and the fact that this team is so young, it's exactly what Orlando needs right now. You you get a coach that has been in player development his entire career, and right now Orlando is one big project. Right now, you want to see, you want these young guys to develop into into to players that that you could make an actual playoff push. And with the East getting relatively competitive recently, with with the with the the additions of Miami's that they've made, Trey Young's arrival now in Atlanta. Milwaukee being dominant, obviously the Nets, Boston's young core. It's it's, it's going to be a conference that you're going to want some, one of these guys to really break out, and you bring in a head coach that has that development, that development experience in the past, and you give him an opportunity to actually do it his own way and actually start it from the ground up. I love the hire, and the fact that these guys are so young, it just allows him to get to them quicker than as to oppose to let's say they were 26 27 you really already know what these players are going to be these guys are all relatively young he could he could get he could take these guys to the next level if there were anyone
0: the magic's top three point shooters right now are James Ennis who I believe is a free agent and Ignas Brazdakis, and I know who that is because I am a Knicks fan him, right? he shot 40% from three and averaged 11 points per game with Orlando and they also Moritz Wagner shot 37% from the three he averaged 11, and he played like LeBron for his team in FIBA these uh these past couple of days. Gary Harris, you know what you're getting out of him. He, oh, Kiki shot 35% from three.
2: Okay. So he, that's not he had, bad. He had a good showing towards the end of the season. That was a really good analysis by you on the spacing part. They really don't have that many great shooters.
0: <laughs> they don't have great shooters. I think they can play They're with pace, They're very athletic, though. though.
2: They definitely yeah. are athletic. So definitely they could play with some pace, but...
0: I do think that defensively this team will be fine. And like I mentioned, we we talked about the Magic a couple episodes ago. And the point guard spot is a mystery to me because I like Markel Fultz, but I'm not sure if he really— I think he's a two more than anything. I don't know if he's going to develop into Mm -hmm. what we think he could develop into. I'm insanely high on R.J. Hampton. I love R.J. Hampton's game. I think he should be the guy. But, of course, I think it's probably going to be given to Markel Fultz because they did sign him to a pretty big contract. But this draft is huge. Number five, I think they do go with Kaminga. If he's there, because Toronto could draft Kaminga.
1: They could very well draft Kaminga. Suggs won't go to Orlando. You don't think Suggs goes to Orlando? I don't think it makes sense.
0: It doesn't because they already guard but they're if they're already already going guard heavy. If they're going for
1: best talent. I was
2: going to say, at that point, you have to take best
1: available. I don't think Suggs is that guy where you have to go best available. I feel
2: like they are not like, in a position to not. If, go but I best think if available. Green was
1: there or if Cade was there, you well, go best Of guy. course. Uncle That's Uncle obvious. That's, those are the only two guys that you could happen. say, you know. But people think Suggs could go too. That's true.
0: I think Jalen Suggs, regardless of how guard heavy the Magic are, would be a le- would be the Magic's le- a legitimate point guard for them. Yeah, Cole Anthony, Hampton, Markell, more of more two guards. Jalen Suggs would be a legitimate point guard who can play on both ends, who could shoot as well, which is which would be good for them as well. But let's say they don't go Jalen Suggs and they go for another guy, it's probably Scotty, and you probably have him at that three spot. And I'm not sure how much I love that in terms of offensive potential. But at eight, I think it's between two guys at number eight. I think it's Buck Knight, and I think it's Moody. 100%. And I flip back and forth on who they should pick, because I think Buck Knight is a professional scorer. I think he's a top three scorer in this, this draft. what they need. Yeah, he's definitely the second or third best scorer in this draft. Cam Thomas has a debate over him. I love Cameron Thomas. He game. has no debate. Yes, he does have <laughs> a debate over him. But James Buck Knight reminds me a lot of Shea Gilgis-Alexander. And that's high praise, but I think just the smoothness of his game, his handle, getting to his spots, hitting tough shots, he reminds me a lot of Shea. I don't know if you agree with that.
1: I see a lot. I see Shea. I see a little bit of Monte. I see. I see a lot of guys. I, in my opinion, I think he's the best scorer in the draft. The reason why more I see, green. Yeah, I think because he has more. He he can get to his spots better than Green, and I think he has more versatility in his game than Green. I I, I see Green a lot making tough jump shots, but I've seen Buck Knight make tough jump shots and get to the basket, finish strong. He's very quick on the fast break. He's one of the fastest, and he's a tough finish on the fast break. So James Buck Knight on offense, I don't see, aside from efficiency, I don't see any weakness in his game. His handle is smooth. Mm-hmm. I, I do mm-hmm. think at eight, if he's there, I, I don't think they blink on it. I think they'll take him at eight. Five, I think, is the most tricky spot for them because, like you said, Barnes and Kaminga or Suggs could be there. It's it's tough because, you know, you bring in Barnes and now you have Barnes and Isaac playing the three and four. And that's like Barnes, uh, whether he develops a jump shot later down the road or not right now, he, I don't think he has it. And Isaac doesn't have a jump shot right now. Mm. So that's going to be tough in terms of his spacing. Kaminga is going to be the same thing. But I think, you know, bringing in Barnes would be good because he's another playmaker. And Cole, I won't say he's not a playmaker, but that's not... Like his primary thing. Same with Markel Foltz; They're more scoring guards than anything. So you bring in Barnes, somebody who can add a little bit of that defense with Magic, thrive on, and that playmaking, bringing
2: that in, I think that'd be good. But I
1: think Buck Knight definitely goes to eight.
2: I feel like because of that, I would go Moody because he's that three and D type of player where he could he could still get you a bucket, but he's still really efficient on the defensive side of the ball. But I have a question Do you think Buck Knight makes it to eight? Yes, absolutely. Yeah, you think, do yeah, you think Golden State I think risks Golden State goes Not Moody going guard again? Mitchell.
0: Golden State goes with a player who can impact Smart. them right away, who can play defense, who can shoot efficiently from 3. That is Davion Mitchell. Okay. That is Moody type of guy. Okay. I think Scotty Barnes if he falls by any chance that is Perfect their guy. Fit, that is their guy.
1: I don't think they go on Buck Knight. I Buck think,
0: Knight will definitely be there at eight.
1: Okay, if they do though, that'd be it. Would be crazy, just because they they
2: skipped out on oh uh, excuse me, Lamelo last season and kind of bit him in the butt a little. I think they they're gonna go for guys who can fit with Stephen Clay,
1: and I think the best guy for that is Mitchell. But I think Moody would probably be the best guy that can just seamlessly just jump in there with Stephen Clay and work well with them because he can start too if they need him to start in case somebody get injured. Okay,
0: and that's why I disagree with. Not blinking on Buck Knight, because I think Moses Moody is the safest player me too. amongst these lottery picks. I think Moses Moody, mm. he reminds me of an Orlando Magic player right now, Gary Harris. Mm. A guy who's going to be steady, who's going to give you 15 points per game, shoot efficient from the field and from the 3B, a in very comparison. good defender. I think Moses Moody is that
1: is but, that good. But if you're in Orlando, do you want a safe guy or do you want a guy who can possibly be a... Elite scorer in the NBA, which what you need.
0: I want. That's a tough question because James Knight could be an elite scorer, or he could be Terrence Ross. That
1: is true, but then yeah, and they already got Terrence Ross on the team.
0: For me, I think Moses Moody is like okay. I know what I'm getting. Mm-hmm. His floor is Gary Harris at worst, in my opinion. Right. His ceiling is unknown. It could be Chris Middleton. It could be an all star caliber type of player, because he's still very young. He's only a freshman. I'm with
2: you, man. So he
0: you. still has that ceiling as well. So I think it is a tough decision at eight. Five is easy if Kaminga's there, you take him. I think even if Suggs is there, you take him.
2: You know, because I think Kaminga, Suggs, or Barnes, you take whoever. Would you be surprised if they went Scotty Barnes and Moody? No, I feel they like played together what, too. What they need right now is a little bit more of a. They need an identity, and if they choose that defense is their identity, we've seen it work over in New York, where at least they're making a playoff push, right? They need something right now. Right now, they don't have much going for them. I feel like you pick one or the other. Either you go all in on offense, and you go and you grab you grab Kaminga, and you go grab Buck Knight, or you go Barnes, and then you take Moody as well. That's
1: the beauty of it. The they play with each other at Mont Verde. That was the best high school team ever in life. And um, they're both smart guys, smart high IQ level players. And you don't lose that space with Moody. And both of them play defense at a high level. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I think... That's a pretty great draft for them. Definitely. In the first either round. Way. Yeah, Either, either way. I way. Think Barnes and Moody, is a great draft for them. So I don't see what's wrong with that.
2: What do you I, think about that?
0: I think that would be pretty good because I like Scotty Barnes defensively. And I like Moody. I think he is one of the safest picks in this draft. But the Magic are intriguing to me because throughout their history of being an NBA franchise, they got Shaquille O'Neal and then they got Dwight Howard. They've always lucked on getting the number one overall pick and getting an elite center. Who's to say that these next two years the Magic could be very bad? And if they look out and get another awesome center prospect, and this guy right here, Victor, Victor Wembanyama. The Magic, and then the Magic could get Victor as well with whoever they're drafting.
1: Victor, <laughs> we're like waiting for him to get into the league. I Is think it? he's
0: gonna be awesome. Oh my god! Do and the Magic, see? the Magic are. Have a history of drafting centers
2: mm. at one. Do you not see them trying to move up at all in this draft? I feel like five and eight so valuable. To but I think they would only to move go up get Mobley. Why not get Mobley?
1: They don't. Uh, yeah, they, I'm not gonna say they don't need him, but I think I think Magic are in a great position right now because they can get two definitely, guys. And definitely. I think they would only move up if Detroit says yes. Okay, we'll give you just one. just for the one. Yeah, if you give us one, you
2: wouldn't do it for Jalen Green. No,
1: because I think Buck Knight, I don't think. I think Buck Knight is just as good as Jalen Green. I think Jalen Green, the hype with him is his athletic, athletic I ability. Said, I think he may have Bradley Beal's ceiling, but James Bucknight can be that type of scorer. Not like, you know, but he can be that type of score. And I think their identity is going to be fine regardless. But I think if, they, if, you, if Detroit says, if we say, we got five and eight for you, you give us one, and Detroit says, deal, yeah, you do it, hands down.
0: They also have the Bulls pick in 2023. Don't, shut up, shut up. So they have <laughs> they have up, a bunch up. of first-round picks Please, from y'all.
1: don't even remind me.
0: So the Houston Rockets, you talked about the Magic possibly trading for number one. The Rockets have been very aggressive in trying to acquire the top pick from Detroit. And I asked a question when this news came out. Is it to secure Jalen Green or to draft Cade? I think it's a draft Cade, no doubt about it. And... They could package the number two pick. Of course, that would have to be in the deal. Picks 23 and 24. And if they don't want to package those, maybe they can um, give up Jay Sean Tate, maybe a Kenyon Martin Jr. or a Daniel House, possibly. But to me, man, this is big news because I think the Rockets need a franchise changing player. And what this tells me is that they like Jalen Green. They might even love him as a prospect. But Cade Cunningham is just on a different level than all these other guys that they are willing to go all in to just get him. And it would be smart because with Jalen Green right now, if he gets drafted to Houston, you now have a void with John Wall there. Because John Wall, he's not coming off the bench. That's John Wall. Mm -hmm. He's going to start. So now you're going to have John Wall, Jalen Green, and KPJ. That doesn't seem like a very great trio. With Cade, you have Cade, KPJ, and John Wall. Mm. You have three very good high-level playmakers, and that could be very good for a guy like Christian Wood, who had an all-star level season last year.
1: Don't forget Tate.
0: I mean, not an all-star level season. No, I'm saying he's good too. Jason Tate is good. He also is 26 years old. Yeah. all the rookies in the draft. (laughs) That's crazy. He played with uh, D'Lo. Yeah. But also the Pistons are rumored to be very high on Jalen Green. They they are high on Jalen Green, so maybe Detroit this whole time wants to go green. And a report came out on Twitter today that I saw that the Pistons and Dwayne Casey asked the draft prospects, these prospects, if they make their bed, and that's how they decide what whether they're going to be good pros.
1: Interesting. Yeah. Well, Interesting. I've, well, Kate Kate is from Houston, if I'm not mistaken. So either, if not Houston, he's from Texas. So he played
0: at Oklahoma State, so they're very close by. Yeah,
1: hometown favorite, you know. And um, Detroit, I don't know, it's weird. Houston has been, has came out. Well, reports have said that they want Cade, like they've aggressively pursued Cade. Detroit has said in the past that they Cade was their guy that is number one. And Cade on the JJ, they haven't
2: said it. No, they actually said that it's a question of whether they're going, they said they're going to evaluate every single prospect. Maybe it's because they want to see what the offers are. Yeah, because
1: yeah, well, that was the only guy they gave a workout to, Cade. If I'm not mistaken. like he's That
0: was the only workout that Cade attended.
1: That's weird. He didn't attend anybody so people, else. So people else. Assume, okay. Okay, Cade's nah, lit
2: for that. He said, I'm going number well, one. Because he
1: else. said on the JJ Reddick uh, podcast, he said, when I get, like, he said it, like, he was like, as if he knew already that he was going number one already. So as if they made contact with him and they talked him. No,
0: Cade knows he's going number one. He we does, just don't know doesn't know where.
1: And it's, inter- it's interesting because, like you said, you know, you look at Houston's landmark and KPJ tweeted the other day, I'm a true point guard. And I don't think he is. You know, I think he's a two guard. I think his natural habitat is scoring the ball. I think he can be versatile, but I think he's better fitted at the two. And Cade, I watched a lot of him in college. You know, I feel like his natural ability is controlling the game. Mm-hmm. Being that one, you know, I think he just played in the post to play because he was the biggest guy on the on the team. And Houston, like you said, you know, John Wall at the one, KPG at the two, Cade can play the three, so throw him at the three. That would be a good tandem. But even then with Detroit, you know, Killian Hayes, Cade, Jeremy Grant, Sadiq Bey, you know, that's a good big team too. That, you know?
0: That's really good. But also, I do think Jalen Green on Detroit may fit a little bit better because now you have Killian. But do you trust
1: in Killian? That, that's just that's based on your trust. I
0: trust in Green though.
1: Ah. This is the thing.
0: Killian, Green, Sadiq Bey now is a three. Mm-hmm. Grant is the four, and now at five, whoever it is, whether it's Isaiah Stewart or Mason Plumley, mm-hmm. it makes sense there. But does I, it, okay. I feel like Green is a more natural fit? And, and if they get picks twenty three and twenty four, mm-hmm. now you add more young talent. Right. They could go out at pick twenty three and maybe get a Trey Murphy or an Isaiah Jackson or one of these other prospects. Maybe a Chris Duarte who's old, who, who who you know,
2: what you are going to get out of him. He'll probably go to L. A. Maybe
0: Sharif Cooper. They could they could bank on Sharif Cooper
2: to be a backup.
0: To be a backup if Killian I just doesn't think, work out. Do
2: you want to pass on this generational talent in Cade? The fact of how dynamic he could be as a, as a ball player. Do you really want to give that up for someone who is obviously amazing at this one thing that he is, but is really to a degree one dimensional?
0: No, I don't think it's absurd because I think Jalen Green is going to be an All Star player. I think he can lead the league in scoring one day. That's how good I think Jalen Green can be.
1: I agree.
2: And if the Pistons, the Pistons right really now well. don't it's have really good. excuse me.
0: A lot of young talent. They have Killian, Stewart, and Bay. That's really
2: it. You but know, that's they, why I feel as if they should. Detroit hasn't had have, a lot going for them for years. Yeah, that's the
0: thing. The Pistons have those three main guys. Yes, they have other guys like uh, Frank Jackson and Josh Jackson showed some flashes. I'm blanking on another another young guy they have. Saban Lee. Yeah, Saban Lee. Yeah. So the thing is with the Pistons right now, they want to acquire young talent. If they can st- if they can get Jalen Green and get picks twenty three and twenty four, this draft is not a five man draft. This draft is loaded on the back end of the draft. They can get a a foreign guy like I'm Roko Prokic and they could get a guy like that. They also traded for a, Jaime
2: du- They can get Yalu.
0: Yeah, they can. Get, he's a free agent. Oh really? Yeah, Yeah, they can Uzum Garuba. They can true, get a true. lot of really talented players and. I mean, this, it, it, would, it wouldn't be bad. I, I think they this would draft bank on assets. I told you. I think this draft is good. And somebody sent me this trade idea. Uh, let me get the name real quick so I can shout him out real quick because he sent me this idea. He hit me up on Instagram and he said, I think this would be a trade idea for the Rockets. Two go one. His name is Jeff. The Rockets get Jeremy Lamb and Edmund Summer.
1: Oh, this is with Indiana involved.
0: Yes. And they get the first overall pick. And Detroit's second overall pick. The Pistons get... Second round pick. The Pistons get the 13th pick in the draft, which belongs to Indiana, the second pick, which belongs to Houston, and the 24th pick, which belongs to Houston, and the Pacers get Eric Gordon, Daniel House, and uh, like a second round
2: pick. I don't think Detroit would say yeah. Can you repeat it one more time? I'm sorry, bro. The
0: The Pistons would get the second pick, the 13th pick, and the 24th pick. Okay. The Rockets will get Jeremy Land, Edmund Summer, the first pick, and the second oh, round wait.
2: pick. Three team trade, okay.
0: And the Pacers will get Eric Gordon and Daniel House. Oh,
2: I'm sorry. I, I thought you said
1: Detroit was getting the 13th pick.
2: Mm hmm. No. They, they are the trade. second, no, third, second, yeah, but without, I
1: thought you. you uh, so they're getting three first round the trade, picks. They have to get they're it. Yeah, one. They're getting yeah. the
0: second. They're getting in the teens, a still lottery pick, and they're getting a, a pick in the 20s. Yeah, my fault. I
1: didn't hear the second. That's why I was like, 13.
0: so they could go out. They could They could get Jalen Green. Then they could get a guy like Jalen Johnson. Maybe he falls there or Josh Giddy, who has a similar skill set to Cade, but not as dominant, of course. Um, There's a lot of opportunities here.
1: That's not a bad trade now that I heard the second pick. And the
0: Pacers get Eric Gordon and Daniel House.
1: So they're just trying to back in on scoring and defense. The
0: Pacers have said that they want to get a veteran
1: player. Okay. So Eric Gordon's Eric good.
0: Gordon off the bench for Karis LeBert. Daniel, Daniel House. Daniel House off the bench.
1: I like that trade a lot, and You actually. know what's funny about Indiana? They, a lot of their guys are young. Brogdon's at 27, player. but you got Sabonis 24, LeVert Turner. 26, TJ's 25, I think Turner's about 24, so they got a young talent. Detroit, you get the second and you get the 13th pick, that's a good draft, you know, you still get your guy, because I think either one is their guy regardless, and then at 13 you can get another guy, because this draft, like we said, it's loaded, and Houston, they get their guy, you know, you bring in Cade, now it's like, all right. It's, we it's got time him now. now yeah. Let's let's rebuild. We got him. We got KPG. That lineup would be nice, actually. Christian Boy, Wood. I wish I lived in Houston.
2: Yeah, yeah. Houston I mean, so, You great. know, wherever
1: Kid gets drafted, I'm I a heard fan. You
2: say that how many times about how many uh, you, spots? But you know, that's one of my favorite players. I so guess. wherever Kade gets drafted,
0: true. that's very true. Yeah, so I'm already a Houston fan. I'll give Didn't you that. Did you pass. drop shift?
1: I could never drop
0: shift. I, I love the Houston Rockets.
1: I thought you said when Harder was gone, I'm gone.
0: No, I said wherever hard is going to, I'm ah, going. So to you're still well.
1: rocking with Houston. So
0: I I like Houston, yes. I'm a fan I of their that. I I beca- had love for I Christmas. became a Houston fan because their uniforms were oh, okay. dope. The twenty tens, I think they changed the uniforms.
1: Oh, the Chinese ones? No, not
0: Chinese ones. They had they were like, they, used to be like they had stripes. Wasn't
1: there alternates here. like Chinese? Yeah,
0: they did have those. Those were dope. Yeah, the
1: those old were red dope ones too. with the C yeah. yeah. They played uh, Golden State with those. Those were fire. So that's
0: why I became a Houston fan when they had uh Kevin Martin, Kyle Lowry. Louis Kevin Scola. Martin
2: was a buck. He was pretty good.
0: He yeah, Kevin Martin was really good. He was a pivotal trade piece in that OKC for Harden trade. OKC, Harden trade. He,
2: he was like a...
1: Like Sean Mary yeah. like jumping sideways.
0: A guy that you love, Colin Sexton, <laughs> is <laughs> hey, on I'll the play trade play. block. The Cavaliers have said that he is very available mm. in trade talks.
2: They don't love him this like that. This is
0: not a secret. They they don't want Colin Sexton to This This is what they are saying. Yeah. And so far, Shams reported that the Knicks are the most aggressive suitor.
2: See that a little bit happier. For
0: dude. Colin Sexton. And I don't know how to feel about this because I think Colin Sexton is good. I don't think he's as good as his stats say. Mm. I don't think he's a fit for the Knicks. The Knicks need a point guard general like guy. Colin Sexton is not that. He's just going to take away shots from a guy in RJ who's already better than him. And it's just going to knock RJ's development. And that's why I don't really want Sexton on the team. I think we can sign a veteran point guard, keep RJ, Mitch, Randall, and run it back. We'd be fine. Oh,
2: my but God. I, but think, I also you think RJ already, right now, is better than Sexton?
0: No doubt about it, 100%. Um,
2: that, no doubt about it kills me. Colin Sexton, Dude. to
0: me, I don't want to knock him. I think he's the most mysterious player in the NBA because... He's either godlike to some fans and he's complete trash to volume score who stat padded other teams. He's only 22 years old. He's averaging 24 points. a year older bounds, than RJ. Four assists. Two years older. Oh. He's shooting 47% from the field and 37% from three. And I just don't get this fascination with Cleveland of wanting to trade Sexton. If they don't draft Jalen Green, there's no reason to get rid of Sexton. There's really not. You can have a good lineup out there of Garland, Sexton, Kuro Mobley, Allen. That's not too bad. If you're not getting Jalen Green, there's no reason to just trade Colin Sexton. Maybe it's because they already know they're not going to resign him. So they're like, okay, let's just get whatever we can get from him right now because his trade value is not going to increase after this year because he's not coming back anyway. And I just want to say this. There have been a lot of players that have been victims of being empty stat patterns. Devin Booker was one of them. He's in, he's in the NBA Finals right now. Bradley Beal is going through that right now. Zach Levine as well. So these guys have all been victims of putting up empty stats because they've been on losing teams. Maybe that's Colin Sexton. I'm not sure if that is the Knicks being front runners for Sexton does scare me because I think we have to be patient. We have to be waiting for a star free agent, a real star, not Colin Sexton star. And just be patient. And I think trading for Colin right now is a short-sighted move unless the trade package is OB, Knox, and one, not both, one of our first-round picks. Because Knox is a bust. OB, uh, he's just OB. You know, he's, he's okay. And one of the first-round picks, you can part ways with it for Sexton. Yep. Because if that's a trade package, that shows me that the Knicks aren't committed to Sexton long-term we're just going to see how it works this season, how he fits, and then we'll move on from there. And I still want to keep one of the picks because even when drafting we Sexton, a point guard. not even that, even with drafting Sexton, we need to draft Cam Thomas. Just in case Sexton leaves, now we have a professional scorer in Thomas who can fill that role automatically.
1: You know, I'm actually pretty shocked that you're not high on this Colin Sexton thing with your coach being Tom Thibodeau. You know, I actually... Boggles my mind. You know, the mindset Colin Sexton has and the work ethic, you know, the toughness, it really reminds me of a Tom Thibodeau thing. Like, he, he seems to me like a Tom Thibodeau guy. He works hard. He plays hard. He gives his all on both ends of the floor. He's the first guy in the gym. He's the last guy out the gym. He's a young player. You know, he, he wants to get better. You've seen it. Like, so it's, 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 I think, in New York, it can work. Now, am I saying he's a max guy? Hell no. I'm not saying that. He's not a 28, 25, $22 million guy. 22? No. But I'm... Sa- no. I don't know about that. Dude, no, I,
2: we did it last show. I won't not, keep not, being a dead I wouldn't horse. pay him
1: more than John Collins. That's just
2: me, though. I wouldn't do it. You said you wouldn't give John Collins 20 either. Exactly. I wouldn't give neither of them $20 million. But let me finish.
1: Well, Colin Sexton, I think New York is a great spot for him to show his worth. Because as of right now, obviously... He's known as a ball hogger, a guy who just holds the ball. He's just a shot chucker, a volume shooter. I think New York is a great opportunity, and I don't even think he'll take shots away from RJ. I think he'll kind of open up the floor for RJ because he. I feel like with Tom Thibodeau being there, that is a coach where he respects, that is a coach where he'll learn to adapt, and that is a coach where he'll be able to play under. And he's not a bad shooter. You know, He's improved in his shooting since he walked in the NBA. I think he'll go back to his natural position, in New York, and I think that's a good pickup because it's like, he's on a, like you said, it's a rental. You guys are going to, I feel like you guys are going to make the playoffs again. With Colin. that'll definitely solidify that. And you can definitely see how it goes. With him and Randall being 20-point scorers, I think that'll open up R.J. Barrett's game a lot 100%. more because Colin Sexton is also a guy who can score and he can shoot the ball. You just still need a point guard because I don't think Colin should play the one. I think he's more of a two. And you kind of need like a, Lonzo Ball type of guy a guy who can playmate but I think you know New York with the garden and the toughness of New York City I think that's
2: honestly the perfect spot for Con Sexton and his mental to go thrive and show what type of player he really is I definitely agree with what you're saying that they need more of a one than a two my thing is I've been on the, the side that he really didn't have much to go off of on Cleveland to, to really pass the ball it was him Garland other than that, they really didn't have many scores on that team. He was the primary ball scorer. Now, should the Knicks trade for him? That's an interesting question. I feel like for what you said, that package, OB, Kevin Knox, I would even go as far to say the two first firsts, they, they don't hurt me that bad because you're getting Colin Sexton. A guy what about OB and the two firsts? Or, no.
1: or Knox and the two firsts? That sounds better. Yeah, because Knox... He's gone. <laughs> like, we yeah, can all dude, agree that, that's he's obvious. done. That's obvious. But Knox and two pick, I think that's like, all right, like we could
2: we could do that. We still keep OB. That is a very firm price, especially for the fact, like you mentioned, it would just open up the court for, for RJ a lot more. And is not that much pressure on him as the third option. It's he's going to get his because, obviously, the defense is focused on him. Defense is focused on Randall, who was just second-team All-NBA. RJ, he would benefit from this a lot because, one, he's not going to have the, the – the pressure of having to be that primary ball handler and you you get you get a guy like Sexton who actually would get some weapons with RJ with with uh Julius Randle I expect him to be more willing to to pass the ball to those guys as opposed to a young Orkoro or a Jared Allen who really is not that much of an offensive guy Kevin Love who is in and out of the lineup who definitely when he's in the lineup is 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 very solid but you really couldn't bank on him too much last season I just think that the, the the Cavaliers themselves are undervaluing what he has done for the team. He's only improved since coming into the league for them. He went from 16 points a game to 24.3 in just two seasons. I understand the assist thing, but he's an energizer bunny. Dude has a full tank of gas every single game. You, you There's not many players like that right now in our, in our league that are going from start to finish. And I feel like for that price, the Knicks would have to do a trade like that.
0: Colin Sexton and Kevin Love don't get along. They actually, they're. it's really well documented that <laughs> they have beef. Kevin Love specifically with Colin Sexton, he just doesn't like Colin Sexton for some reason. You know, he oh, doesn't like his game. Do you know why? I don't know why.
2: I think he just doesn't like his game. Kevin but Love doesn't like his yeah. game. That's Kevin interesting. Love, there, was a Kevin report, Love
0: like? there was a report that came out with the Cavs, I think last year, that Teammates on the Cavaliers are frustrated with Colin Sexton not passing the ball and dominating the ball. <laughs> and it was obviously Kevin Love who leaked that. And it was Kevin Love's opinion, not the team's opinion. So Kevin Love and Sexton already have
2: beef. Do you agree with what I'm saying, though, that...
0: I- I'll say this. I do agree with what you're saying. And you made an excellent point. It convinced me somewhat. Because we've we've seen that when players... Go to new situations and start to thrive. The narrative around them changes. I think Colin Sexton to this point has been a victim of a lot of false narratives. For example, Julius Randle before coming to New York wasn't viewed as a guy, as an all-star guy. Right. His first season in New York was a flop. Thibodeau comes in, changes the culture. Randall is now an all-star. Randall is now a guy who you can get legitimate pieces for in a trade. If the Knicks traded him last year, you'd be lucky if you get a buddy healed for him. (laughs) But this year, Randall has played at an all-NBA level. Who's to say that Colin Sexton could come to New York, play great, change the narrative around his name? He shows that he's a great defender. He shows that he's a great scorer. He performs in these high-leverage moments because the Knicks will be on more nationally televised games next year because we're going to be good. And Colin Sexton starts to change the narrative around his name and now... The Knicks have a player in Sexton who trade value is through the roof. Teams now are saying, this guy is good. I can't believe we thought he was worth, he was only worth Kevin Knox, Obi Toppin and Picks because he's worth way more than this. I agree. Colin Sexton, if he plays well on the Knicks, he can change the entire narrative around his name, which then enhances his trade value down the road. So even if the Knicks do pay Sexton, they do pay Randall. If Sexton shows out of New York, especially in the playoffs, we can get something back from an end, maybe still get a max free agent in free agency. So I don't think this would be totally bad. You you sold me on the idea a little bit.
1: Well, wait, wait, wait. But you if he plays great in the playoffs, you wouldn't want to keep him?
0: I do. I would want to resign him. But I know because he's, he's played great, now he has the that trade value. Up, right, so right, right. if a star does become available via trade, look, we got Sexton. We could trade for your guy. You but know Zion man. becomes available. Look, we'll okay. trade you Zion. And we'll trade, trade you, you Sexton for Zion, like eh? a
2: sign and trade type situation. No,
0: we'll just re-sign him. And let's say it's a four-year deal. Let's say on the second year of the deal, a, a mega free agent, um, a mega player, star okay. player becomes okay. available.
1: Question now no loyalty.
0: Sexton could be that bargaining chip.
1: Let me ask you a question because um, that that draft that not sorry, pardon me. That free agency coming in is the, is the mega stars, but it is the old stars. You know not. Bradley Beal, he's not old, but, you know, he's a, he's over 26, 27. You got um, Kevin Durant, James Harden, Kyrie Irving. You got those guys. So I, I asked you, you know, we talked about it a couple shows ago. You're not banking on one guy unless two come to play with you. Yeah. So being as if Colin Sexton is 22 years old, R.J. Barrett is turning 21 or he is 21, I don't remember which one, and Julius Randle is 26 years old, would you rather just – Stick with Colin and RJ. If hypothetically they perform in the playoffs, two young guys, like extremely young, and just get one star and just ship out Randall or ride with all three or ship out Sexton and Randall and bring in two other stars.
0: I would ship out Sexton and Randall for two of the, for two other stars, but I do think that <clears throat> with Sexton, RJ, Randall, defensive player of the year nominee, and Mitchell Robinson quickly. next year going to be there quickly off the bench. And point guard, we just need a we just need a floor general point guard. If we could get a guy like Kyle Lowry in free agency, and now you have Lowry, Sexton, RJ, Randall, Mitch, I think now we're talking. Or even a Mike Conley. I think that would be way better. I know that some people may be sad because Manuel quickly did show Flash's rookie season, but I'm not saying quickly can't get better, but I thought his I thought his ceiling was a Lou Williams type of player. I think Jordan Clarkson is a yeah. fair. I, I don't. I don't view quickly as a guy who I'm. Somebody called him Steph
1: Curry. Lou Will's high high Kevin the I, I
0: don't think quickly is going to be an All Star caliber player. I think he's going to be a very good player for a long time. A solid NBA player. I just don't necessarily see that All Star potential in his. Do you game. see
1: him as like a Fred Van Vliet?
0: That's very possible. That's very possible.
1: A guy who can get that money and still be a starter consistent.
0: But he has to be a great defender for that to happen.
2: But how did the Knicks make it work long term if they bring in if they trade for Sexton, bringing a guy like Kyle Lowry? What well, hap- Lowry will retire in sooner rather than later. But my point being is Sexton's going to ask for the max after this season. But what what happens then? You're pay- you would be paying a max to Kyle Lowry, I'm assuming. You be you're close to it, not the max.
0: Close to it. You would be paying borderline
2: max. a max to probably a max after be being second team All NBA and Julius Randle. It's the long term of that. I don't know how you can make that work. Mm. I think it works
0: because Kyle Lowry at most is a two year deal. Colin Sexton, that's the thing, right? Because the Knicks have to make a decision where they want they want to bring back Randle and re sign Sexton if he does get traded to the Knicks,
4: mm-hmm.
0: and if there is no big time free agent for the Knicks to get, you have to resign them mm-hmm. because the same thing that Utah went through, you can't just trade away Rudy because then you're not a great team anymore. Yeah, The Knicks, if they trade Randall now for like whatever pieces, like young players, we're not a playoff team anymore. If we have Sexton and Randall and we achieve a certain level of success in the playoffs, getting rid of those two or even one we're not the same team anymore. Mm-hmm. So you have to go all in or not go in at all, which is why that if we bring in Se- we bring in Sexton, we have to pay him, we have to pay Julius, and we just have to hope that they continue being great players for the opportunity of maybe when a star player does become available via trade, we have those players as bargaining chips to negotiate for those star players. And I think as long as Randall plays at this level, he's going to have a market. Colin Sexton right now, his market is low. But in New York, if he changes the perception around his name, his market will be a lot higher than what it is now. And we can get a lot back for him as
2: well. And do you think it would hinder the development of RJ if you brought in Kyle Lowry and Sexton?
0: Sexton, just Sexton, yeah. With Lowry or like a Conley, no, because they know how to get RJ to his spots. Okay. You know they know okay. how they know how to run the show and are just going to benefit from playing with a floor general point guard. RJ to this point has not played with a point guard yet, mm-hmm. so playing with a Lowry or a Conley or even Alonzo would benefit his game a lot.
1: Tremendously.
2: I find it difficult for RJ and this whole thing. It's just, especially if you're trying to build a team for the future. I like RJ's prompt, his potential. I think he has a high ceiling. It's just that when you when you try to formulate this championship team it kind of gets lost. It's you have Randall, he'd be he'd be your one. You bring in Sexton, he'd be the number 2 option scoring wise in my opinion.
0: Maybe it might be RJ. That's
2: hard that's hard to say. It's definitely possible with what RJ has shown from from year 1 to year 2. Then you bring in a guy like Kyle Lowry now. Now we're looking at RJ as a potential three or four option on this squad. You now, Lowry
0: th- comes. He's definitely the fourth option. Lowry's going to take that back backseat.
2: Is I th- it smart
1: for you guys to let him take Correct. that back seat? though? Yes,
0: absolutely. To develop RJ, absolutely.
1: But you're in win-now mode. Correct. At that point, you'd when be you're going in win, all in. You know, when you're in win-now mode, development comes after. And I think with RJ Barry, you know, he's going to have to learn kind of on the fly instead of learning the— the opposite way. Correct. And with Kyle Lowry, you kind of kind of like need him to be like... With the Raptors. That is true. Siakam,
0: Kawhi were the two leading scorers for their team. Van Vliet was very close to Lowry's point-per-game average. Mm-hmm. They didn't have another player that can really put the ball in a basket like that consistently. In New York, Kyle Lowry is going to know that, okay, Randall, Sexton, one, two, RJ, three... Because I don't think there's a gap between Sexton and RJ. I think it's pretty close. Because of that, Kyle Lowry is going to know what to do. And he's going to be a floor general. Are there games where Kyle Lowry says, okay, I have to drop 20 tonight? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But for the most part, we've seen him even in the playoffs. He's perfectly fine dropping 12 with eight assists. He's perfectly fine dropping 10 and 10 a night and just playing great defense. He can do that. I think he knows how to take a back seat. That's why it's important that we get a floor general point guard, and that's why Lonzo may not be the best fit because Lonzo is still trying to prove himself. Mm. So going to New York, he's going to be like, okay, I need to get mine as well. Whereas Conley, Lowry, they've made their money. They've made their impact. They just want to win. Mm-hmm. So whatever it takes to win, they're going to do what it takes to win. And I think with the Knicks having RJ, Sexton, and Randall, those will be the three options scoring. And now you just get a pass-first point guard okay, in Lowry or, or – uh, Conley. I
1: like him. So we're all in agreement that Sexton would be a good fit in New York.
2: I, I don't th- know about good fit. That's I, see, as now I think you'd be thinking a good player for them. Okay. Now that I'm thinking about it, with what the Knicks want to go for, for the package, it's a no-brainer. You have They're to do that deal because you're upgrading. Persona. It's just that the Knicks want to go all in on RJ being one of their guys for, for, for years to come, and I understand. He's shown flashes of that for sure in the regular season. It's just when you bring in a guy like Sexton who – has up to up until this point been a primary ball dominant type player. RJ is not going to want to settle into that role of being a spot up shooter or getting the ball and you you know what I'm trying to say it's you already have that guy with with Randall that he's going to be an isolation ball. You have, you're going to bring in a guy like Sexton, Sexton who's going to be isolation ball. It's going to be a lot of isolation basketball and it's been proven other than a, even Golden State they moved off ball, they went and 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 got open looks that way. I, with Houston, isolation basketball really didn't work regardless of the scores. That yes, they, it did. Yes, it did. But it didn't win a championship is it what I'm worked, trying to though. say. There's
0: a difference between working and winning a championship.
2: A championship ultimately, for me, means worked. Okay. In my opinion. Okay. In my opinion. I think it worked in the regular season. Definitely. No, in for the playoffs, sure. they
0: took gold to hit the seven. It definitely yeah. worked. It, it worked for the most a, part. A better point for you to but make. But it can
2: fail you easier than having an actual system where okay.
0: you're... How many systems move the ball don't win a championship every year?
2: But how how often have we seen isolation basketball win championships? Never. Almost never.
0: Okay, but Golden State, the way they move the ball, that's one of a kind. Well, no Spurs. team. Spurs too. No teams in history have moved the ball like that. Ah, uh, Bulls. No.
2: That's a Triangle. triangle State, different. But you still move you're still moving the basketball. That's not the same. same,
0: that's not the same system. A better point for you to make would be the Knicks don't have James Harden. Because James Harden is the best isolation scorer in the history of
2: the game. But isn't RJ supposed to be Baby Harden? What
0: the no. F- what
2: the hell? <laughs> wasn't his draft comp no, when he came no. up James Harden? Then who was his draft comp? Kawhi, I think.
0: No, I, it wasn't Kawhi, it was more Jimmy Butler. It was within those guys.
1: It's a wing, it's a wing guy.
0: Yeah, it's not definitely James not James Harden. Hardy. Yeah, he like...
2: didn't even play like him in college. Yeah, that was crazy. No, yeah. So then at that point, I mean, but like to my point, it would be a lot of isolation basketball, and then it wouldn't be something that the Knicks really would want at that. It point. It depends.
0: Like that's why getting the point guard is the most important thing because if you have a Kyle Lowry, Mike Conley, it's not going to be that. That's why that's the most important ingredient to that team. So if you can't get that, you don't get Sexton. And plus, it's really on Thibodeau to change the offensive system to fit these guys. Right. You know, like he, we know he's a great defensive coach, but now we have to know how great he is offensively because all we know, his history has shown that, okay, in Chicago, it's just been Derrick Rose. Like, that's it.
1: Agreed. Yeah.
0: The 76ers have opened up trade talks for a potential trade with Ben Simmons Maybe they find a suitor. Maybe they don't. But the Sixers want an all-star caliber player in return for Simmons. I know you're very high on Simmons. You're under the assumption that or you're under the belief that you don't want them to trade Simmons.
2: At this point, they're in win now. And he gives them, unless they're getting a player like Dame, he gives them the best chance right now to win now. And to trade him right now at his lowest value would be foolish. He's been an All Star multiple times in this league already. He's been an All Defensive Player multiple times in this league already. He's made an All NBA team already, and to give up on him at the age of twenty four, when he's had one hiccup in his moment— which, granted, that hiccup was extremely bad. Yeah, I, I would, I just don't understand trying to to move him unless you're getting a player like Dame. I, if you're getting a player like Dame. I 100% understand. He's obviously the better ball player. Obviously, I'm going to take Ben defensively, but other than that, Dame has it in all other aspects. Dame's a little bit smaller than him, but Dame makes up for it, obviously, with his great playmaking, his his scoring abilities. But other than that, I just can't see an option right now that would be an upgrade to Ben Simmons. So with that being said, looking into trade options for anything other than Dame makes no sense to me.
1: Can I ask you a question? Let's hear it. Is Ben Simmons a top
2: 30 player in the NBA? That's tough. I, I don't think so.
1: Is he top 35?
2: I feel like if anything, he cracks
1: 35. Okay, so for you to say, if it's not Dame, I don't think they should trade him when it's 35 players better It's a than talented him? league. It's a little wild. I mean, like, looking at Ben Simmons' game, he hasn't improved on offense, in any aspect. Correct. He has improved in his ball handling ability. He has improved in his... Does he really
2: need to improve? Not finish? Apologize, Thank but you. does he really need to can improve?
1: I, can, he has improved in his separation on defenders. He has improved in his midi, his free throw, his three-point percentage. He's actually a little bit digressed as a defender, if we're being completely honest. He's not that one on one lockdown all game type of guy that we thought he was. He's not even the best defender on his team. It's Matisse-Dible, if we're being honestly realistic. And you're talking about if it's not Dame, it's nobody else, when in fact, you have to build your team around Joel Embiid. He's your superstar. He's the guy you have to build around. Ben Simmons doesn't fit. Seth Curry fits. Tobias Harris fits. Even Matisse, Diablo, Tyrese Maxey, those guys fit. George Hill fits. Ben Simmons does not fit around Joel Embiid, and you have to find guys that fit around him. Now, I'm not going to say these guys are better, but like a player like a Zach, a CJ McCollum, guys who can score, shoot the ball, space the floor, Like not saying those guys in particular, but guys like that. Those guys, even a Bradley Beal would be a great addition for Allen B, The guy who can get a bucket, space the floor, give him the space. You got a guy who missed, he he's, he's just hasn't improved in any facet of the game since he's been in the league, and he has a lot of potential. But will he crack it in Philly? I don't think so. I don't think Philly's the place where he's going to crack his potential. He's honestly been worse in Philly, and Philly's a tough city as it is already. And coming off a loss where you were the number one seed In the NBA, this year was dealt with a lot of injuries. This was your opportunity to go to the finals. You lost to Atlanta. Atlanta, where you blew multiple big leads. And you lost at home. Game seven. So I just, I don't see the Ben Simmons hype anymore. He's 24 years old. He's been in the league for five years now. It's time to focus on Joel Embiid. He's not, Joel Embiid is a guy who gets hurt a lot. He's not going to be able to hold up for too much longer. So you got to kind of like, you have a short window. So I think Ben Simmons should definitely be true. Oversight. Bradley Beal, I would 100%
2: do as well.
0: Even though the interest in Ben Simmons around people on social media has been insanely low, interest around the league has been robust, which means that teams are still very high on Simmons. They know that a star-level talent like Simmons at 24 years old doesn't come along very often, is not often in these trade talks. And the Sixers want an all-star caliber type player. Obviously, names that come to mind are Dame, C.J., and that's pretty much it. You know, that's, really much the, that's pretty much the list. There's not many all-star caliber players that I think are in the market for Ben Simmons or that the Sixers could get. But I have some names that are just a tick below an all-star. Those are Buddy Heald. I think Buddy Heald wouldn't be too bad in Philly. Maybe Ben Simmons, you could trade Simmons for Buddy Heald. So your
1: stock is low on Ben. It is low. <laughs> okay. But maybe
0: you could trade Ben Simmons and first-round picks for... Buddy Heald, Tyrese Halliburton, maybe, or Harrison Barnes. Mm. Buddy Heald, Harrison Barnes, that that wouldn't be too bad. Malcolm Brogdon also. We know Philly rejected their trade proposal of Brogdon in the first-round pick for Simmons. Maybe they weren't offering the 13th overall pick. Maybe if they offer that 13th overall pick, that changes the tune. A guy I was thinking also was Mike Conley. Mm. I think Mike Conley would be great in Philly. Would that
1: work for Utah, though? Have Ben and Gobert on the floor together. That's the
0: thing. I think for the Sixers to get Conley, it would be a sign and trade. Ben Simmons to Utah,
1: mm-hmm.
0: Conley to Philly. Uh. I do think that Ben Simmons and Gobert could be a problem, but I also think that Utah recognizes that okay, we are not a big market. We have to draft our stars. We have to sign players via free agency, and we're probably not going to sign stars because Utah's not an attractive destination. Mm-hmm. Our best chance to get a star slash superstar level talent is via trade. Ben Simmons is 24 years old. If we get Simmons now, Gobert becomes expendable Mm. because we have our defensive anchor in Simmons. But I think even Simmons with Gobert can work because Utah has a bunch of shooters. They have 40% three point shooters all around the court. Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Jordan Clarkson off the bench. They have shooters. They're good in that area. And Ben Simmons now fills two voids for the Jazz. One of them being that you now have a small ball lineup with Ben Simmons. You now have, you can put Gobert off the court. You can put him off the court in these small ball situations and have Donovan Mitchell, Royce O'Neal, Bogdanovich, Clarkson, or Ingles, and Ben Simmons. And I also forgot to mention Ingles. He's a great shooter as well. And you fix your problem that now you have a perimeter defender Mm. who can actually a Lock up on the perimeter. Conley was an amazing defender. He's not Ben Simmons on defense. And now Philly gets a floor general point guard who can space a floor, who would be great in the pick and roll which, with Joel Embiid and who's a very good defender. So I think that makes a lot of sense for Philly. Who was the second guy? Mike and Conley for Utah. And
1: Mike Conley and who else? Or is just Mike Conley for Ben Simmons? Mike Conley for
0: Ben Simmons straight up. Okay. Maybe a pick could be involved in had that. the trade. 30th pick, so. But Mike Conley for Ben. And Mike Conley did make the All Star game. He is an all-star caliber point guard.
2: Do you think that makes Philly better as a whole? At this point. Yes,
0: it does. It does make them better. How so?
2: Because Conley is. He won't
1: miss Conley up Conley fits I better. I miss time. I mean, his time missed was
2: the same as Ben Simmons playing, if I'm being honest. That's mad foul, but funny at the same time. <laughs>
0: Conley fits better next to Embiid. And right now, he is on the same level as Ben Simmons as a player. That's just a fact.
1: Might like, be a little better.
0: That's just a fact, Simmons. Right now, we're just banking on his potential. We saw what Conley did for Utah this mm-hmm. past season. They were the number one seed in the Western Conference. We know what Conley is. Conley has been one of the better point guards in the NBA. Consistent, underrated. He's consistent. He's going to show up. I also had another trade package. You talk about the Spurs and how they're trying to get rid of Dejounte uh, Murray and Derek I like White this a lot, actually. and Derek White. The Spurs need star talent because right now they don't have a star player. They could trade DeJounte Murray and Derek White for Ben Simmons. Philly gains a defender and DeJounte Murray who can take Ben Simmons' place in that. He's not a very good shooter, which is going to hurt them as well. Probably cause some of the same problems, but not as, but will shoot as much because he will shoot and he's aggressive. And then Derek White shoots 35% from three. So he would be a good player off the bench for them. Derek White and DeJounte Murray for Ben Simmons wouldn't be too bad, and Spurs will get an all-star level talent in Simmons.
2: But do they compete for a championship at this point? This roster does not seem like one that could beat Brooklyn, that can beat Milwaukee. Well, that, realistically, that roster that they just had, do you think they can beat Milwaukee or Brooklyn? If Ben decides to be more aggressive, if. he he gives me a lot more than, than what these other guys are giving me. I understand what you're saying with Conley. He's a way better shooter than he is. But if Ben can adopt... Giannis's mentality, which who knows if he ever will, because Giannis is a one of a kind that we've seen of of recent memory that doesn't really shoot the ball necessarily good by any means, but is a head down drive to the basket. I'm gonna I'm gonna finish this basketball whether whether you like it or not. If he can take this mentality and just start putting up shots more, if he puts up, I I just want to see him put up 15 shots a game. That's not asking too much of him, especially. What he's done in the past, he's just deferring to these other guys because he believes that they give them a better chance to to win the game than he does, which is incorrect. Obviously, he's a six ten guard who's who's faster than a good majority of the players that he's that he's going up against right now. And like I said, you're undervaluing him a lot. I mean, I understand the Conley thing. That's not a that's not the worst thing that I've ever heard. Truthfully, but.
0: It shouldn't.
2: It, no, it really, it really isn't. I'm being, I'm being honest. It really isn't the worst trade package I've, I've heard. But at the same time, you're losing height, you're losing athleticism, you're losing that playmaking ability. Still, yeah, but do you it's, get it and back. And you're gaining. Conley.
0: You're, wait, for one, Collie is just as good as a playmaker as Ben Simmons. Or just as, shooter.
2: just as good is strong. He you, is, you think Ben Simmons is an elite playmaker? You think he he's, he's a real. Oh my God, relax. <laughs> you think this man relax. is like. Relax. For
0: one, let's let's get this straight. Ben Simmons will never adopt Giannis's mindset. That's for one. Ben Simmons is who he is. 18-8-8 eight, eight is his ceiling. He's not going to magically one day turn into a 25-point point per game scorer. Julius Randle could do that, not Ben Simmons.
2: But when you have Tobias Harris, who's 20-plus, you have Embiid, who's 30 And now you're bringing another Ben shooter. Simmons
0: defers not because he thinks they, have, they give them a better chance to win. Ben Simmons defers because
2: he's not confident in himself. A little bit of both. I'm, I, I definitely... And plus we saw, Tobias
0: and Embiid are better scorers than and, Simmons. And
2: listen, I'm no you will not hear an argument out of me for that. I've been preaching that all playoffs long. He defers because Tobias is the true number two, and Embiid's the the best scorer on the team. However, we have seen when Embiid's out, Ben take that that responsibility upon himself. When
0: Embiid was out, Simmons averaged 18, eight and eight.
2: Which is more than what he's actually averaging.
0: Four points more. So, it's, you're, but you're not you're not getting an all NBA caliber player. You're still getting you're, you're at least the same, you're at a le- you're at
2: least getting the player that you thought you were getting in an aggressive. What about the playoffs? Forget everything else. And I'm you, with It you. wasn't just one hiccup. He's had these before. No, not not as significant as this. And but against Boston, he wasn't good. You're saying last year he was injured you know, last year. The year before, when uh, Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown. Wasn't the year before when when Terry it, Rozier lit them no, up? No, The
1: year before it was it uh, was it was no, that I'm was the Raptors. It was the year that Jason Tatum was rookie. And Kyrie and Hayward got hurt and Terry Rozier lit
2: Philly up. So you're saying twenty eighteen?
0: I guess. So it right was twenty eighteen, yeah.
2: And against Toronto, he didn't play that good either. Against Toronto, it was Jimmy Butler and, and Embiid who are the better scorers of the basketball. That is very true. Like, that's obvious. And Tobias Harris was on that team, too. That's true. He's only good on defense. But
0: re- well, we're just saying, Ben Simmons' track record in the playoffs has not been good. I'm, I'm Offensively, just saying, yes. Mike but Conley, we've seen
2: him be the playmaker where he had 12 assists. And you that, can get that Mike, Mike Conley in scoring.
0: Mike Conley, he- minus size, gives Philly everything. And you still have Simmons Matisse Stiebel,
2: bro. Everything is not true.
0: Yes, minus size. You don't get the rebound with Conley or as good defense. You don't really but need that. You are. still get very good defense a- from Conley. Available. You get were- a floor spacer in Conley. You get a playmaker in Conley. You get a guy who. But is that a championship caliber team? It's not a championship caliber team without without Ben with, with Ben Simmons. My right point
2: now. being is you you have a win now squad. Philly gives You're themselves not now. With Philly that gives trade.
0: themselves a better chance to win with Mike Conley than with Ben Simmons right now. Yes, they do. Absolutely, I, I just, But I call Lowry
2: too. At this point in in. In time, you're undervaluing Ben right now. If you it's trade, what he's shown us. if you Mike Conley and him are on the same tier, that's not undervaluing him. Mike Conley's
1: a really good player.
2: You're acting I'm, like he's I'm not. I'm not disrespecting Mike Conley. It's just that I've seen him. Get hurt when you need him most. At least that has ben, nothing to do with his, how he plays, though. Okay, but that's still I take that into account when I'm trading okay, someone so, who's so 24 years old. so why don't you take old. Ben Simmons' lack of offense into account? We're talking about I definitely do Philly I definitely getting do. You have sure. to. I definitely do 100. Uh, percent when agree. you have other, we are scorers, giving up. You are giving up the size, athleticism, playmaking abilities. No, you're not giving up the playmaking because Mike Conley can playmake. He definitely can, but not on Ben Simmons' but level. He,
1: I don't think he needs to be playmaking Wait, on so Ben hold on, Simmons' hold on. level.
2: Is giving up athleticism
0: a bad thing? If you're getting scoring... Wait, hold up. When, when when the Rockets traded Chris Paul to OKC for Westbrook, you could say the same thing. You could say what the Rockets gained in Westbrook in terms of the athleticism and the rebounding and all this other stuff is the same argument you're making that the
2: Phillies lose Say that one more time. You lost me for a second. Houston gained
1: rebounding and athleticism when with they got Westbrook, Westbrook. But they lost it, that four
0: general with Chris Paul. And
1: it okay. was worse. It was Correct. much worse. Okay. And that's what we're saying. Mike Conley could possibly bring in
2: what Chris Paul brought in for Houston not like at the it's same it's just two different level. rosters at this point you know like the to, to the, the Rockets compared to the you 76ers think, is two roster different with rosters but this Mike Conley
1: and Seth if you put in Mike Conley with Seth Curry Tobias Harris George Hill Joel Embiid and, and them boys and Shake Milton those are all shooters
2: Maxi Thibault that can shoot the ball. Thibault is not a shooter. Thing, but He's
1: a great. He's a, he, be, a
2: he's a great defender. He's not a better defender than he's Ben. You said that defendant. before. He's and a better primary defender than Ben Simmons. What did Thibault really do against Atlanta? He did better. At he did guarding better. He than, than Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons. Way, yeah,
3: better.
1: Did, way better. Like is way strong. better. way well, better. He's he's a his primary focus is defense.
2: Of so course, he puts he in all that energy. He has to. He's a but he's an elite defender. I'm not saying he isn't. I'm saying Ben's better than he is. He's more versatile. I don't think he's better. He's more versatile. But doesn't
1: that make him better? No, because Bam's more versatile than Drew Holiday, but is he really a better defender than Drew Holiday? I don't think so. Really? Yeah. I'm surprised. Versatility doesn't necessarily mean you're just a better defender. It just means your size helps you cover more more, defense.
0: Doing more on offense. Interesting take. Just Mm -hmm. how being more versatile. is, Is Westbrook more versatile than Curry? You can make an argument that he is, he's not better than Curry. Because what Curry does is so far and beyond what Westbrook can do combined, then, then you know what what Curry does.
2: The thing is, Russ thinks that he is an efficient ball scorer. So he takes a bunch of shots. And I don't think he thinks that. I think he just doesn't so, care. So then what do you think? Then why why does he take all these shots? He wants because
0: to- he thinks he can make them.
2: Oh, so he thinks he's an efficient ball scorer. It's no, he, not he, even he, that.
0: It's not that he thinks his he's confidence efficient. is it's extremely just high. You're that confident in
2: your game. My, so Ben, on the other hand, says, it's, "Okay, he lacks I'm, I'm not. I'm not that guy. I know I have guys to do that. I'm going to give up the rock and I'm going to completely commit to play.
0: most of Ben Simmons' assists are basic assists. Oh, are are assist off
2: of and that's a, that's such a generic thing to no, say. No, it's not because
0: you <laughs> not all assists are made the same. There's a difference between what Trey Young does coming off a of pick and roll, making a cross court pass to the corner, which is a dime, versus Benson is at the top of the key, set a screen, set a flare screen for Curry, have Curry come off the screen, and Benson is you just pass.
2: That's a basic assist. Anybody can fill that role. You, you act like, as if, as if Trey Young's never done that in his career. No, but he does more of the cross-court sh- I've, se- I've seen Ben make those passes too. He did it in a game where at, at, his guys were missing he doesn't the do shot. not this consistently, though. His passes Because he's not
0: even aggressive. He doesn't even drive to the basket. His passes are pretty. When he it, does drive to the
1: basket, he passes his, up the his ball. His
0: assists are mainly off
1: him standing at the top of the key yes, and somebody come off. Screens the screen. fra- that's flare not screens for Flare Screens for assist.
0: You know, exactly. Hold on, hold on. His assists come off of flare screens where Seth or Tobias get open or when he's on the block, he's posting up, he just passes it out to the wing and somebody 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 shoots. That's it. His assists aren't made up of him really doing an exceptional
2: amount of Facilitating or putting in much work on the offense. I don't know. That that, that last game against Atlanta says otherwise to me. You Thirteen can't assists. I- that exactly was cool. my okay. point. He missed he passed up on a dunk.
0: But 13, just because hey, those, but 13 assists, see, those 13 assists, those 13 assists don't show that me matters. Those completely, work. that matters. That, but
2: agreed, but that's completely not what we're talking about. But we're talking about Ben Simmons as a whole. N- yes, but we were strictly just talking about playmaking and you bring up shooting. It's like I mean, his I'm, playmaking I'm is, completely giving up shooting for sure. You know what we're
0: gonna do? I'm gonna go back and watch that game 7. Mm. Look at all of those 13 assists. And I need, will clip each one. Oh but man. don't just and look I at don't sh- just
2: look at those. Look at the ones that his his he gave wide open attempts and his guys are missing because I remember vividly him driving on a fast break and they're draw, they they collapse on him and he hits a wide I seriously a, doubt. They, they I would I, 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 I got to see it again. On this is a driving layup I they're will not going to collapse on him. I will
0: clip all 13 assists because you just gave me the number of assists. That's what you're fantasizing over right now not, those no, 13 assists I'm not
2: fantasizing I'm also understanding that there were moments that he could he should have 16 17 assists and there's moments where he should there, have 20 e- points if, if every Agreed.
0: if Trey Young if every single if every single pass Trey Young
2: made Obviously, teammates obvious, made. He average like thirty points. That's being is not really. You're, like you're an discrediting argument. his
1: assists.
0: No, no. I, I literally told you no, I'm going to clip every single ta- one the, the, the,
1: and show you. A, a, he's a really good playmaker, but I think you're exaggerating. You're making
0: it, it sound bit. like he's Chris Paul level. Or like he's, he's not. He's not. He's not even, even close.
1: But you're you're putting Mike Conley on his is level. He's not. Is he even on Steph's level? No, no. Mike Conley is a better
0: playmaker than Ben. He's not.
2: What you're saying? Is he even on Steph's level as a playmaker? You're comparing an all-time great. Steph Curry to I'm Ben Simmons just playmaking. The thing is, Steph Curry does so many things for for the offense that it's unfair to say that he's not better than Ben Simmons.
1: I know he's. I know he's better. I'm saying a playmaking. No, for playmaking. I'm gonna take Steph Curry. Of so course. Where do you have Ben like top
2: ten as a playmaker? Yeah.
1: Hmm.
0: Ben Simmons isn't as good as Draymond as a playmaker.
2: He's but that's not. easy to say because he plays with Steph Curry.
0: Not really. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I
1: mean, Ben
2: plays with a Curry. But,
1: uh, <laughs> yo, yo, these arguments that you're giving me it's, are, are easy, like, it's, really? not easy,
0: it's not easy to say because Draymond we know is one of the elite playmakers. He in the says NBA. it all
2: the time. He's like, why would I shoot the ball when I have Steph Curry on the squad? He's acknowledging the fact that he's blessed to play he with sets, the greatest shooter sets, of all time. Of
1: all, I, trust me, I've watched every game. He sets Wiseman up. He sets Curry up. He even sets Oubre up. But
2: it, who on. allows all this to happen? Steph Curry. Agreed. But he still has to make the play. You know oh, that with without you.
0: without Embiid, the Sixers were barely above five hundred. They were
2: they were still in first place when he when when Joel went. No, out. No, no, they, already, yeah, they, kept, in yeah, they work.
0: kept. but they were barely. But it, 500. it could have
2: been very easy for them to fall off, and Brooklyn they or Milwaukee to take them with Ben
0: Simmons and without Embiid, which means they were an average team at best.
2: So then why weren't the rest of the squads taking advantage of that time where... where they did. Brooklyn
0: Brooklyn did get... They, they were first
2: up. place. Brooklyn caught up.
0: But then when they got injured, they dropped down. But Brooklyn did get in first place.
2: For, for what? A game? Yeah. But then they got
0: injured. But and it always
2: was like a two, one and a half game race. Always. Now, the Milwaukee entire season.
0: No, it wasn't. Uh, uh, Brooklyn stayed around, they didn't start they off too hot. Brooklyn started off. I mean, cold. once
2: they got uh, Harden, obviously everything changed.
0: Yeah, because Harden got them to that level, but then Correct. they got hurt. And then they dropped down, but... With Simmons, like How I'm they saying, like I'm saying, you look at the record with Embiid versus with Simmons. The win percentage there's a big discrepancy. They were barely an average team with Simmons, and Simmons wasn't playing at an All NBA level. He was averaging 18 8 and 8, which isn't crazy. Conley can Conley right now is giving you 17 7 and, and four. And so, he's playing in Utah with Donovan Mitchell, who dominates the ball points, too.
2: Less points, less rebounds. No, but Co- Conley averaged 17. That's more than Simmons for the year. But you said 18 with, you're saying without MB.
0: Without, but we're not going to take, that's a 20-game sample size. We yeah, got to talk, talk about, about the, about whole the season. season. Okay. Talk about the Conley season. Conley, Conley, is more Conley averages more points. more points than Ben more Simmons. Mm-hmm. He's more efficient, exactly. He does not, all nope. those things better than Simmons. I won't argue
2: Simmons. points. I won't argue scoring. I have never done that when when talking but about that's Ben what Simmons. what we want out of Ben, bro. Clearly. No, I can see. I see that. Obviously, he needs to go. Because Draymond doesn't score, and he's still effective for his squad. He's the, one of the greatest defenders in life. But Ben Simmons is a really Stop. good defender. But he's not ben Draymond. Ben Simmons is not Draymond.
0: Not,
1: Draymond is like a safety back there, bro. He's like Ed freaking Reed. Like, my my point being
2: that. is you guys give Draymond all this credit but when, he, when it comes to when Ben. He, when he wasn't
0: playing. want to know why? Know why? Like, like, hold on, hold on.
2: But like I said,
0: hold on, hold on. he does not play with Steph Curry. Wait, wait, wait. I'm not going to even say that. Okay. You want to know why we give Draymond this credit? Because They'll shoot that bullshit. He, Not even that. He's won Defense Player of the Year mm. and he's dropped 30 points in the finals. I think Game it was a triple seven. double, right? Not, wait, hold up. Riv. But ever
2: since then, wait, what up. has he done offensively?
0: Riv, Riv, Riv. Yo. Oh, I'll tell you. 2019, KD yes. goes down. Clay, Dre, Steph, WCF versus the Blazers. Draymond averaged a triple double, 16, yes. 11, and 11. Yes, sir. Dominated the tempo of the game. Mm-hmm. That's what Draymond
2: gives you. He forgets Draymond, the, So Draymond, what about Draymond 2020 Draymond? How I'll many points you right did, did, I'll tell he, you, will, did he t- average? Did he average less if than, than you let double me digits? Talk, I will tell you right now. Draymond
1: didn't play the first couple of games. Golden State was the worst defensive team in the league, statistically. No one's Draymond, arguing his Draymond defense. Draymond comes back. We're arguing Draymond's J- value. And they were a top 10 defense for the whole season. The whole season. Draymond was, what, top five
2: in assists? In the league as a power forward, he averaged seven points a game. He's not a, a scorer, but and so it's okay for you to say that about Draymond, but not Ben. Ben Simmons was the number one overall pick. Draymond <laughs> was the second rounder, not even Re- supposed Re- to
0: make a roster.
2: Regardless of that, and Draymond has had moments. Regardless, his shots, bro. regardless of that fact, he still had. Been on a championship team because he was surrounded about, around a bunch no, of he other. He was championship one of the main catalysts player. for that. Run. Be honest, you could take him off the squad when it was KD, Clay, and something. Steph, they and they get win KD the championship without Draymond. But, okay, okay. So what does that mean? If you take Dre out that squad and it's Steph, KD, and Clay, they don't win a championship. Wait,
0: when did Golden State take off? Was it was it when? Draymond was still coming off the bench David Lee was starting or was it when Draymond got starter minutes
2: are you, you going to say that like Steph Curry isn't the main reason that they're elite? they all but, took but, off but. at the same time my point being is Steph Curry was the main reason Golden State became what dis- they were. were
0: not disagreeing with with that without Draymond they are not that
2: what I said all. what I said was KD Clay and Steph win a championship if Dre's not on the squad
0: Katie doesn't get to go to stay without Draymond. Okay, on, okay on, that's, on, that's that's
2: on, a on, true Drew, statement, Drew, but Drew. at the same time, that's not my point. Can I, can I just can I just tell you Draymond's
1: playoff numbers? Let's hear it. Thirteen points, two blocks, two steals. He's
2: an Nine amazing, assists. He's an amazing defender. Eleven rebounds. Do you know what that is, bro? He's he's very he's amazing. It's I ridiculous, agree. Ridiculous, bro. But my point is, we're giving this credit to you Draymond. Know, th- this
0: is why I disagree with your arguments because your arguments are flawed in this aspect. For one, first you mentioned what the dream. What has Draymond done since game Offensively. seven? Offensively, you hold up. You said, said uh, off. Hold, hold up. What year? What Hold up.
2: Ever since I've, when? 2020, 20, 2021. What has he done?
0: You didn't let so me finish. Year. Correct. You don't let me finish. 2016, I said he dropped 30 in Game 7. You said, what has he done since then? I named you 2019 three years later, okay. where he averaged a triple-double and was amazing offensively against the Portland Trailblazers. Obviously, his offense took a backseat because of KD. Not only that, but you're saying they still win a championship with KD, Steph, and Clay. False. One, that very well may be false because they don't get past Houston without Dre.
2: 2017? Two, 2017. I'm asking you, 2017, no, you're I telling me we, they don't we, win the championship?
1: In 2017, 2018, though, we don't. No, I agree. I agree. That's what I'm saying, too.
0: That's like saying, oh, but without Anthony, without a, that's like saying you can't just remove Draymond because without Draymond, they don't go 73 and nine. Without Draymond, they don't beat that OKC team in 2016, Mm. which ultimately makes Kevin Durant go to Golden State. That's like saying, oh, the Lakers would have got Anthony Davis. They would have still won. Even though they didn't have Brandon Ingram, Alonzo, and all Josh Hart to trade, they would have still got Anthony Davis. No, you can't just take away, you can't just take that obviously,
2: away. Obviously. I'm That's, just, I'm giving a scenario which I just made up in my head. If you took out Draymond Green. But that
0: doesn't happen because you have to have contests. But I'm they don't giving a made up scenario. They don't, they don't win in 2016. do not live sec- in a
2: fantasy for a
0: sec? We
1: can't do that because it doesn't make sense to
0: if the you, whole story. If you but take like, out I,
1: Ben Simmons, you plug in Mike Conley against the Hawks. Do Philly win? That's a good question.
0: They do. They do. Like, let's they be honest. Do. Come on, bro. That's they a good do. question.
2: They went to seven with him as a liability the thing all is, offense. Philly was up twenty points in a, in two of those games. You're telling and blew it with Ben but Simmons. You're telling in the me game. is that Ben's fault? Is only on Ben that they blew that twenty point lead? Not Embiid going cold. Not not, not, not Tobias. The guy going that was cold.
1: had three hundred pounds on a bad meniscus. That guy. He was playing on a bad minister the hey, whole series. Okay,
2: hey, but there's multiple facts.
1: No, no, no. But you we're just brought that up with LeBron a while ago. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, I'm with you. I'm with you. i But now there's multiple layers of why the Sixers lost. It's not just Ben now. But we're we're really seeing ben. it now. Now we're talking so how So how much percent do you give Ben the blame? I would probably give him 60%. Oh, so it's, it's irrelevant to talk about anybody but else. my point is there's a lot more factors of why they he lost. There was multiple games of, of why... Because he wasn't scoring, like what I mean, I'm actually you plugging
1: a guy who can score, who can play make, who can play defense. They went to seven with Ben.
2: Six, Sixty was a lot. I'm gonna give him four, 45 that's under. Still a lot for one guy. You lose Embiid. That's a, you lose Embiid's. The, you lose the health of Embiid. Obviously, that changes your game. He was your best player all season long. He carried you up until this point. Being the one seed. Embiid was your best player when healthy. You lose that, you lose, you know, obviously he was on the court, so there's no excuse to to, to his play at that point. But there's multiple things going on. You had Tobias have that two-point game that he just was horrible. But somehow they still managed to bang Ben because he was getting hacked. Ben Simmons averages 10 field goals a game. I'm... No one is debating his offensive abilities. That's what we care about right now. We know it, he can do I, it all the I day. could see that.
0: This whole argument started because you think we're undervaluing Ben Simmons. Correct. Obviously, we're not. Because Mike Conley Obviously was an all-star. Mike Conley was an all-star. Ben Simmons was an all-star. They were both borderline all-stars. They are on the same tier. That's the only thing we're debating. We asked. You, he asked you a question. If... If Philly has Mike Conley, do they beat Atlanta? Yes or no?
2: I'm going to say no because there's still fact. There's other reasons why they lost other they than Ben. I think they do. I think they do too. I think they beat them. Whether in you six.
0: think not or yes or no, you obviously think no. We think Mike Conley's threat to score would have put Philly over the top in that series. He would have definitely managed the game over. He would have been better blow than that Ben lead. Simmons. We're just saying Conley is on the same tier as Simmons. That's not undervaluing him. If we were to say they should trade him for Derek White or Brogdon straight up, then but, it would be how, undervaluing but,
2: him. But how old is Mike Conley? He's 33. And, and, and we've seen him get injured in in, in, in crucial moments. Ben's 24. So you're going to give up your future to win a championship either this next season Simmons, or none. Has, ben
0: Simmons is not, not your future anymore because... He doesn't oh fit next God, to Embiid anymore. You We're forget, going, You forget Embiid's off. window is short, bro. He doesn't fit next to Embiid.
2: That's a you know what? That's the most fair argument I've heard today. Embiid's window That's is very short. True. He gets hurt a lot.
1: He's a big dude. Correct. His window Correct. is short. He is on the he's on an MVP tour right now. So then at
2: that point, why don't you trade Joel Embiid because you're gonna get the world what? for what him? What the fuck? Yo, you're gonna bro. get the world for him. <laughs> you're gonna get the world for him. True oh. or false.
1: You would rather trade Embiid and keep Ben
0: there's Bum no, Simmons. There's
2: nothing I can't get for Joel. Embiid. So you're
0: saying that just because we think they should trade Ben Simmons,
2: you're saying no, you're saying Embiid shelf life's short. I'm right? saying his
1: his um his peak
2: might be short as Vengers. So, so how saying, many years would you say he has? I apologize to keep cutting you off, but I'll um, give him three strong ones. So three years as as Philly right now, who we thought that they had a really good chance to win out. Th- you're giving them three years to really win a championship. Is three, M- years, is three years worth the risk of yes eight, ten with someone else with more picks? Eight, eight ten of possible nothing? Cause yes. Because how, how many picks are you getting? Wait, wait. Are you banking on— wait, if I
0: disagree. For one, look. Embiid has those three years not because of health, but because his contract's going to be up. Your argument is saying that because we want to trade Ben Simmons, you'd rather just blow it all up. That's what you basically just said.
2: Not necessarily. You said trade Embiid be because bad. I'm saying, and you think Embiid's shelf life is shorter than Ben's. I think Ben's. Excuse me. I think Embiid's obviously better than 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 Ben in a few things. His scoring's in obviously everything. one of them. He's not better defensively. He's not better passing. It's I, there's nothing wrong to say that. I mean, that's obvious. That being said, Ben has been shown to be relatively durable. There's been he's had what. One injury, really? Bro,
1: durability means nothing if you provide nothing on the court in the playoffs, man. Nothing
2: on the court is Come strong. On. You act as if there's not multiple ways. Did he have that a he bad playoff or no? I, yes or no? I started my... If we go back and we look, I started <laughs> by saying he had a rough playoff showing for sure. Okay, that's it. Was this he was best, bad in the playoffs. Was this their best chance to win? No. In the past couple of years, absolutely. What? Jimmy, Jimmy Butler, Tobias Harris, Joel Embiid, Ben Simmons, J.J. Redick. They played Atlanta. Stop. You're really going to compare this team to Jimmy Butler, no, to Bias but Harris, and Toronto. This team played Atlanta. Which team gives you a better chance no, to win? Which,
1: no, I said which team had the
2: best chance to win this and, team and I still easily. Don't, I don't think they get past Milwaukee. I we I believe whoever won the Nets Milwaukee series was going to the final. Okay, finals. that's fair, but at the same time, they
1: should have got past Atlanta, right? No, doubt there wasn't about that wasn't a guarantee. That team was going to no, get past that Toronto no, team
2: with Kawhi. You asked me what their best chance was. My opinion, their best chance was with Jimmy, Joel, Tobias, and Ben. And J.J. Redick. So... Their best
0: chance—not even the finals. Their best chance to get to the ECF was versus the team that won a championship. No,
2: no. Their best is th- the team that See, you're, you're asking me which was their best chance to win. Now you're saying the ECF. But you're just—I mean, they played all
0: you. All you said the team was that, that was ECF. all you said was that Philly that year had a better roster. We Correct. know they had a better roster.
2: Do that well, doesn't you didn't, mean you didn't know that until you asked me the question. I told no, you. That. We're saying, no, No, we the know role, they have a better the role roster. Role to the, to a but finals. the role to the ECF to it, no was doubt, an easier road. No this was an easier road. This Correct. was
0: their best chance. This Correct. was an easier road. If you We're specified the ECF, the I
2: would have said
1: no doubt. Well, to the finals regardless, because all he had to play was Milwaukee. But Milwaukee. That team that you're talking about had to play Toronto but, and then Milwaukee. Be real. Do you think that they're beating Milwaukee? No, but no. I'm saying, though, that team that you're talking about... Had To play Toronto and then Milwaukee. This but team Philly, had to play Atlanta. Go, go, and back, then go
2: back and look. Philly had had Milwaukee's number all I, season I get what long. You're saying, but there's still
1: two elite teams in the East at that time as opposed to Atlanta, which we didn't here. But they think just had here. a
2: better team at that point, which is why I trusted them more.
1: And this team had a better team than Atlanta by far. They were For the sure. heavy favorites. For they sure. weren't the heavy favorites no against doubt.
2: Toronto, and they wouldn't have been a heavy favorite against Milwaukee. For sure. But they
1: were a heavy favorite against
2: Atlanta. No doubt. That's what I'm saying. This road was easier. But you're, you. The way you guys worded it was, which one gave you the best chance to win? Like I said, win means championship. So automatically, I'm going to think of the best roster they had. Okay. ECF? No doubt. No doubt. They should have won this series in five. They choked it. Simple. Mm. Who choked it? The 76ers. Who else? No, name the guy.
0: Who was the worst player on the Sixers? (laughs) The worst (laughs) at a start of five.
1: You
2: guys want to. No, this series. Who was the worst at a start of five? Obviously, God. Obviously, Ben. Okay, just wanted to like, do you guys get satisfaction in that? Like, you got <laughs> just all
1: your guys failed this year. It's
2: funny. I mean, what about the 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 Suns with you? Right, you said all season long, you said Giannis wouldn't be the best player. Like, we let's it happens. That's yeah. that's sports stakes. There we go. Let's go to the next topic.
0: The Pelicans just hired Willie Green as a new head coach. They're planning to hire him. He Willie was. He has been around the league. He played twelve seasons in the NBA as a role player. He's developed a strong reputation as an assistant in five years with Golden State and the Suns. He was a part of Golden State 2017 and 2018 championship. And on the Suns, we know what he's done with Monty Williams developing this young team now in the NBA finals right now. I think this is the perfect coach for the Pelicans. I think a guy mm. who can develop the players, a guy who has played in the NBA who can communicate. I think that's much better than Stan Van Gundy, but to be fair, I was listening to Stan Van Gundy talk, and he said that he was surprised he was let go because in the second half of the season, they had a top 15 offense and defense. They were getting better. Mm. Because of that, he wished that he would have stayed longer. He also mentioned that Zion is not a coach killer and that there was, there's no ill will between him and the players. And I do think this Pelicans roster does have a lot of talent. They just need a guy who's going to be in the ear and tell them where they need to be, what spots, how they should play, their roles. And I think Willie Green is a perfect coach for that. But also some news, too, is that they are unlikely to match any offer sheet for Lonzo Ball.
1: I think it was at 20 mil They're not matching. Yeah, it. Yeah,
0: what that tells me is that the Pelicans aren't in on Lonzo Ball, but they're also very cheap and not in on this core. I think losing Lonzo Ball would be a mistake, especially when your backup point guards are Kyrie Lewis Jr., and Eric, Eric Bledsoe could be the starting point guard, yeah. it would be a mistake. But nonetheless, Willie Green is going to be the next head coach of the Pelicans, and I think this was a great hire.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I think getting a player coach with young guys and Brandon Ingram, uh, Zion Williams, I think that's huge. Somebody who can relate to them. He's played in the NBA. He's seen the ups and downs. So I think this is a great hire. I, I do think the Pelicans are making a mistake not bringing Alonzo back. He has great chemistry with Zion, and he has great chemistry with Brandon Ingram. And you saw the improvements this year. They may not be you know, most improved player of the year improvements, but they were definitely improvements in all aspects of his game. His defense is still there. His playmaking is there. His uh shooting has improved in the league. So I think that's something that we've seen this year. And it would be a shame because, you know, they they have said that they want to trade that pick for some veteran talent. So I don't know where they're going to go with that direction, but I thought that 10th pick could have definitely brought in another guy in that into that young court. Because like you said, this team is talented. I thought – they could have definitely competed for a playing spot last year. I thought they had enough t- talent. Zion, Brandon Ingram, and Lonzo could have definitely done it with Stan Van Gundy. You saw a lot of his in the first half. A lot of his, you know, coaching. He didn't. He just. He, he just couldn't put the pieces together. And I think Willie Green understands this team. He's definitely going to unleash this team a lot. It's just about putting pieces that fit Zion and Brandon Ingram together. I think putting those best pieces, more shooting, floor spacing. I don't think. You know, Bledsoe should be playing with these guys. I think he, they should try to get him out as much as possible. But all in all, this was definitely a good signing.
2: I'm I'm still teetering on whether I think it's a good signing or not. Because personally, I felt like Jason Kidd would have been a really good option for them. I understand that he he already has his deal done with the Mavericks. But I just think of how he helped Giannis develop his game into what it really was. He He helped that Milwaukee team become a real defensive force. And I just think right now what the Pelicans need is that aggr- that aggression on defense. And on top of helping Zion develop his game similarly to how he helped develop Giannis, Lonzo Ball plays similarly to how, no, I wouldn't say exactly similar, but he has some similarities to how Jason Kidd plays. Definitely a good playmaker. Definitely cares about defense a lot. I felt like Jason Kidd would definitely been huge in the player development of Lonzo also. And the fact that the Pelicans aren't really all in on Lonzo Ball, the player, when we've seen him only go up in every single averages of his when it comes to shooting, when it comes to scoring. You guys criticize Ben because he's only gone back. You look at the complete opposite, and Lonzo, he's only gotten better as time's gone on. And, of course, you have that number two uh, pick lane on his head, and and you, 14 points is not what you really want out of him. But when you have a five-to-a-player like Lonzo to, to let him walk for because you're not willing to to match an option, especially after you traded Anthony Davis for, for for him. He was the main part of that that trade at the time. And they were debating between Brandon Ingram and Kyle Kuzma. And they ended up choosing the right guy and Brandon Ingram, of course, but they wanted Lonzo to be that that the key part of that trade and to, to give up on him this early into his career. To me, I feel like that's a huge mistake. Especially he, he's just gotten so much better, and you see the chemistry that he has with Zion. You see the effort that he gives on defense. He's he's easily their best defensive player. And then you lose him, what defense do they really have? Uh, again, like I said, the higher I'm skeptical because you know what? Yes, he he's definitely going to bring in a different culture that 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 they need. They need more of the 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 new school type of basketball. And Stan Van Gundy was a little bit too hard nosed, but I just felt like Jason Kidd would have just helped out the pieces better than this guy?
0: I think Jason Kidd is a bad coach. That's oh. to me personally. Uh, just from what I've seen with Brooklyn, what I've mm. seen with Milwaukee,
2: mm-hmm.
0: Giannis developed. Yeah,
1: that's true. What about with LA?
0: Assistant, not really putting too much stock in that, honestly, with Frank Vogel, with Lionel Holland's on that staff. They got a lot of coaching. Good coaches. Uh, good, good coaches, good coaches, on that coaches staff. in LA. Jason Kidd has, has a sub-500 record as an NBA coach. He's gotten in trouble legally, so he's not responsible. You can't trust him to be responsible. And personally, I just think his development of Giannis is a bit overrated. Giannis was going to develop because he was just a hard worker. That's one. And in terms of the Pelicans' development, I don't know if the Pelicans need development. Zion is developed. He's a great player. He's already an all star p- player.
3: He can't get better than I he, do, yeah, he I can disagree. get. He can
0: get better, but he's not at the stage that Giannis was when Jason Kidd had Giannis. Like Giannis developed from a oh, player okay, who was the worst on the roster to the best. Zion's already the best. You, you don't need to develop him. De- develop him much. Brandon Ingram's already an all star. They just need tutelage. They just need a direction. They just need to know. Okay, we're going to play like this. I think having a player's coach. Suits them a lot. Jason Kidd wouldn't have been bad, but I don't think he's a very good coach. I think Willie Green giving him his first opportunity to prove himself is the right direction because he's been huge in Phoenix. He's been huge in Golden State. And I wouldn't put too much stock on Golden State either because we know that team was absolutely stacked.
2: You look at Walton, same thing. And
0: you talk about Ben Simmons moving backwards and Lonzo has been in the opposite direction. That's true. But Lonzo also moving forward, having his career season this past season, is as good as Ben Simmons' worst season. I'm with you. So I'm with you. That to me that tells me that okay, Lonzo is good, but is he 20 million good? I don't think so. I'd much rather not pay him that. But sometimes you got to do it to make your players happy. Zion has already said he wants Lonzo on the team. Because of that, you got to satisfy Zion and bring back Lonzo at whatever price. But Chicago's interested. I think they're going to give him a hefty offer. And also, the Clippers are interested. I'm not sure where the Clippers are going to get the cap from.
1: they think a trade.
0: signing trade, possibly. Reggie's
2: got to go. Nah,
1: I would say Pat Bev or Luke. Luke Kennard. Luke Kinard, Kennard Pat needs Bev. to go. 16 mil. You could definitely get him out of there. That contract was So
0: horrible. that wouldn't be too bad. But I think the Pelicans getting Willie Green was good. But now it's about that front office. I'm afraid that the Pelicans front office is going to sabotage Willie Green because... They are cheap. They do make dumb trades. They are the ones that built the personnel on this roster, and obviously this is a horrible supporting cast around Ingram and Zion. So I'm afraid that Willie Green is going to kind of get the wrong end of the stick with Mm -hmm. the Pelicans because they they are not a very good front office. They are not a good front office. They are dysfunctional.
1: You feel good, bro? I'm sorry. I I wouldn't say I disagree but in a good way because I think this team does need a little bit of player development and not with the top guys. I think Zion needs a still – he still has room to grow in his game in terms of defensive schemes and defensive positioning and just, you know, offensive skill a little bit. But I think Brandon Ingram, like you said, he's kind of developed. He's going to – I think we'd all agree he's going to be who he is. This is like who he is, that solid bucket on the wing. But I think guys like Jackson Hayes who they drafted – Nicole Alexander-Walker, Kira Lewis, even Lonzo Ball still. I yep. think guys like that, those four guys are part of their young core, still need some, some developments. So, you know, Jackson Hayes, you saw a lot of the time last year. He made a lot of rookie mistakes. Mm-hmm. Nicole Alexander-Walker, you saw him kind of get moments. into his own. He, he had, had some moments, but he's still a tweener. He doesn't know wh- what he is yet. So I think those guys still need some development in the process. But like you said, you know, this front office... Could hinder Willie Green. This front office is very stupid. It can honestly, honestly, put Zion out the door because this front office makes very dumb decisions and it is cheap and it doesn't know how to. It doesn't realize what it has and didn't realize what it has in AD and it probably won't realize what it has in Zion. These are great generational players for this organization. That's two back to back that they have. So it it can honestly, they can push them out the door or they can make. Good moves and keep guys around him. The first mistake was getting Eric Bledsoe. I don't know what they were thinking with that one, but those those should be the that should be the next move in getting Eric Bledsoe out the door. But what could
2: they have gotten from Milwaukee other than Eric? Not Bledsoe? make the trade. They didn't have to
0: trade away George Hill.
2: You mean Drew Holiday? Drew Holiday?
0: No, George Hill. They got George Hill and Bledsoe. They traded George Hill to OKC for Stephen Adams. Oh,
1: pardon me, sorry. I was thinking of just Drew Holiday. Uh-huh, they too. didn't have to give up, or they could have got. They could have done better. I just feel like with the picks that
2: they got, I don't mind the trade. They're Milwaukee trading. picks though. They're going to be at the bottom. That's a very good point, but you could use those picks and still leverage for trading up. Yeah. Cuz you look at right now they have 10, they'll probably have around, you know, picks 20, maybe they're gonna 30. They to trade 10. Exactly. And and they could use that and Eric Bledsoe maybe to 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 get another piece. But really, I look at this roster, definitely they could use a little bit of help on 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 the on the the bench side of things, but what more what more could they have done this in going into this off season? Steven Adams is was an awkward fit because obviously he he tightens things up down low in the paint. but the roster as a whole, it, it's it's got a bunch of talent, especially in that starting lineup. I felt like Stan Van Gundy definitely could have done a little bit more last season with the roster that he had. I had high expectations for the Pelicans going into this season, and they definitely underwhelmed me. So, I, I really, I'm asking you guys, what do you think they really need to add to the squad? They need
0: floor spacers. They need to trade away Steven Adams because he's. Correct. A, he's Correct. A clock I'm with you. in the paint. They need to find a way to probably just have Bledsoe as a six man, not starting. Okay. They need to revamp this entire roster.
2: Those dudes are getting paid 17 mil a piece. Revamp the roster, but keep the, the core of Zion, Brandon Ingram. You know who would be a yeah, good that's pick,
1: it. You know who would have been a
2: good pick just for them those at two? 10?
0: They have to keep Brandon Ingram and Zion, but they have to. Surround them with players that fit. They have to. Sur- they have to get a shooting guard who can space the floor like a Not that bad.
2: I thought you were saying. I thought you were on the side of keeping Lonzo. I thought no, you I started, started the whole thing keeping was, it for twenty mil. But you said. But I could have swore both you guys said not for twenty. Yeah, mil. I mean,
0: even if they do keep Lonzo, they still have to revamp the roster. You need a shooting guard that's not Bledsoe. you need a center that's not. You Adams. Need a shooter. Sexton. You- Sexton could be in play.
1: He's like a. Br- he's a shorter Brandon Ingram. Man, he's is that bad. It's not, but it's like you—you you don't I, want two like guys that. who dominate the ball and when Zion is incoming. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like you want you want to keep unlocking Zion's game, so you want the ball in his hands as much as possible. Brandon Ingram is already there, correct? So I don't bringing in Colin. You know, I would rather want a spot up shooter there or a, a guy who you know is a three point threat, like kind of like a that moves the like off ball player type. I won't want a guy there at the two more than a dominant ball handler if anything. This is my opinion though.
2: Yeah, it's tough for me cuz I feel like Sexton I don't want to say that Brandon Ingram's one of those empty stack guys like like a Devin Booker was, but is getting to the point where what are you going to do to get me over the top? Mm. And I thought going into this season, he was him and him and Zion could have made at least a push for that eight or that nine I or agree. ten, even into the playoff, the the anything of that sort into the play-in. Excuse me. To to not to to just really be a a, a really great ball scorer. That's Colin Sexton too, mm. and I feel like that's why I would be more on the side of trying to go out and get a Colin Sexton, especially that the Cavaliers seem to be so open to do it. And if you're not, if you see how it turns out and you're not a fan of of Sexton with the roster that you have, you can just let him walk. It's not that, it seems as if Cleveland's not looking for that high of a price What if
1: you let him walk and then that 10th pick that Cleveland got turns into like a stud stud Mm -hmm. or a regular star, which could have fit with your team, you know? It'd be like just a waste.
2: But then at that point, I still see them as and they'll have a pick next season. And they have a plethora of picks from not only the Lakers but also the Bucks. And it's like if that doesn't stri- if that strikes out, they have a lot of years to still put the pieces together.
0: The Toronto Raptors have a big decision to make this offseason and Kyle Lowry has a decision as well if he wants to stay in Toronto or ultimately leave. And with the 4th overall pick the consensus is that they're gonna probably draft Jalen Suggs because they're going to gain in Suggs what they're losing in Kyle Lowry. But in a hypothetical scenario, if they do indeed draft Jonathan Kaminga over Jalen Suggs, maybe they do want to bring back Kyle Lowry mm. because now they don't have that floor general point guard, and now Kyle Lowry comes right back in with Lowry, Fred, and Anobi, Pascal, Kem Birch, and then off the bench you have Boucher. Fred, I mean, Boucher, Trent, and Kaminga, and Malachi right. Flynn as well. So that's not out of the question. And I think Kyle Lowry, it's not a done deal that he's going to leave. It's not also a done deal that he's going to stay. And if it were me, if they're going, if they're going to draft Kaminga, I would lean towards bringing back Kyle Lowry. But also I think that Kyle Lowry is not going to go for nothing. Mm. He's been loyal to the city. They didn't trade him at the trade deadline. Who knows why? Maybe because they know they're gonna he they're gonna negotiate a deal where he's gonna come back. But Kyle Lowry definitely won't leave for nothing. I think he will do right by them if he does want to leave. He's gonna negotiate a, a sign and trade. So Toronto can get something back for him. For example, if they do a sign and trade with Philly, they can get a lot back for him. I think they could get a lot of pieces back for him. So I, I think this is a big decision to make whether Kyle Lowry does indeed stay in Toronto or not. If they draft Kaminga, I'm leaning towards he's going to stay. If they draft Suggs, I think he is gone.
1: I agree. And I think, you know, I think they want to do right by Kyle Lowry. And I think Kyle Lowry's at a position where he wants to at least compete for another championship yet again. So I think a signing trade will probably be in the best interest for them. If, you know, because they, they are, I know they're in the best interest to fulfill Kyle Lowry's wishes. And if he chooses to want to play somewhere else, a signing trade would matter. But I think, like you said, it also depends, you know, because if they do end up picking Kuminga, I think bringing Kyle Lowry back would be the best bet. But if they do pick Suggs, I feel like Kyle Lowry is just going to be in the signing trade. You could still get something back. You're not going to get you're not going to let Kyle Lowry walk for nothing. I think that's good. Toronto, they're smart with what they do. And Masai, he, he's really good at this. So I think that's going to be huge for them. But it really just depends on their direction in the draft. You know, Suggs, Kyle Lowry walks, Kaminga, Kyle Lowry stays. You know, because if Kaminga stays, you want to keep that point guard, two guard tandem of Lowry and Van Vliet because you know Kaminga's not going to be ready on day one. And if Suggs comes in, you know you at least get that Gonzaga experience. You know he's going to be not all the way ready, but he's going to be able to plug in or if not, you could play Fred at the one, Trent at the two, if you bring Trent Jr. back. So I think they can go with multiple options, but at the end of the day, it's going to be what Kyle Lowry wants
2: because I think he's done enough for that city to earn that respect. Do we see a possibility where Mobley drops to four?
0: I don't. I think top three is locked. No. I think it's Cade Green, Mobley, Mobley, Green, interchange. I think Cleveland
2: takes
1: Mobley. If he
2: drops to, Cleveland's going to take him. So even if... Sexton gets traded. You don't think that it's a possibility that they... If Sexton gets
1: traded, the only way Cleveland would get green is if they go to two. Okay. That's the only way they can get green. Okay. But other than that, they're locked in for Mobley. Okay.
2: So with that being said, my my thought process was, given their draft position, like you mentioned, it is dependent on what they do with that pick. If they draft Mobley, it's a no-brainer. You keep Lowry because you have a nice core that you could actually work with still. But if you if you get a guy like Jalen Suggs, then you just showing me that you know what I'm going in a, a a rebuild type mode. Jalen Suggs is a younger version of Kyle Lowry. Obviously, Kyle Lowry has done more, means more to the to the city. But I just mean in a, in a purely talent talent based opinion, I I feel as if Suggs could, could do a good job of of taking over that role of Kyle Lowry. Big shoes to fill, but I think it's definitely possible. Uh, but. It's hard not to to keep saying what you guys are saying. It's they the, the the Raptors need to do a good job of of trying to to maximize this opportunity. It's either you try and and keep Lowry and and get a, a another player that fits your team. Personally, I wouldn't go Kaminga. I just feel like Suggs is a level above Kaminga, and especially with the the I mean, in terms of like IQ. Cor- cor- correct, correct, and. IQ. I just feel like Suggs is a little bit more c- complete player, personally. I could see it, but he's more developed. Correct, correct. Uh, but it, it's just, it's it's a it's a tough situation, especially because what Lowry means to the city. Like I said, it's hard to not keep reiterating what you guys are saying. He means a lot to this city. He he, he put in years. They they traded DeRozan. They decided to stick with Lowry. So it's not a a, a foregone conclusion that he's gone. But if you are going to gonna move on, you need to make sure you have that backup option. You need to make sure that you're not only having that backup option, you're getting proper compensation for a guy like Kyle Lowry. So for me, I feel as if, if they could somehow miraculously get Mobley, then you stick with Kyle Lowry, you pay him what he wants. But other than that, I feel like that's where I see him going.
0: They're going Kamingo. They're going to draft Kaminga. You think so? I believe so.
2: Why do you believe
1: that?
0: The reason why is because the main reason— Toronto is not a free agent destination. They're not going to get a star. They have to trade for one, and that's what they did with Kawhi. They're not going to be drafting this high in a very long time with the roster they have because their roster is good enough to make the playoffs, maybe the play-in, not good enough to win a championship, not bad enough to get a top pick in a draft. Because of that, this is their one chance to get one of the top five players in this draft, and this draft is very heavy in that. Jonathan Kaminga, when we talk about ceiling, he has arguably a top three ceiling in this draft class. Probably has a higher ceiling than Jalen Green, even though Jalen Green's amazing. They have to bank on a ceiling right now. Jalen right. Suggs is a, is a guy who is going to come in right away, but he has a high floor, low ceiling. I think I view him as Drew Holiday, Mike Conley, Lowry huh? type of player. I don't view him as a Dame, Curry, Chris Paul. Think, yeah.
2: okay. Do you see Kaminga as that? I see, see
0: Kaminga as a Paul George. He's, a, he's an all-NBA talent. Suggs is an all-star he's gonna be a very solid player I don't think he's an all-NBA talent especially with how loaded guards are nowadays okay. I don't see him being De'Aaron Fox and De'Aaron you see Fox him being is J-
1: J- John Morant
0: I don't see him being John Morant
2: either I don't see that either. I,
0: I see him being a steady point guard okay. but never being never being that all-worldly guy is okay. that Kyle
2: Lowry He's not that either. And that's the thing. You're saying Kyle Lowry isn't. Kyle Lowry Kuminga isn't that. Be. Be. I
0: agree. Kyle Lowry isn't. So I agree. We saw with him and DeRozan, it didn't work. So you would bank
1: on the Kaminga I
0: would bank on Toronto's development and player development staff to develop Kaminga okay. into a very good player. And because OJ and Nobby is starting, you get to ease Kaminga into the game by, coming, by making him come off the bench early in his career, which is what Siakam did, which is what OG did as well which is, I believe Kawhi came off the bench, too, his rookie year. I'm not sure. I,
1: Paul George did, too.
0: Paul George came Over off the, the bench, too. The so
1: Danny Granger.
0: There have been a lot of players who have come off the bench early in their career, and I think Kaminga could benefit from that a lot. And this Toronto staff, I think, is very good at developing players.
3: Definitely. And you
0: need to shoot for the stars to get an all-NBA talent with this pick. And I think Masayu Ujiri recognizes that, and that's why I think he's leaning right now more towards Kaminga than Suggs. I'd even go as far to say that he might be leaning a little bit more towards Barnes than Suggs as well. Mm. If we're talking about a truly stan- talent standpoint, Scotty Barnes tested within a 99 percentile of athlete. I mean, his measurements were off the charts. His physical traits, his vertical, his lateral quickness, he tested off the charts. So I think from a pure talent standpoint, Masai Ujiri is probably looking at that and saying, okay, we need to kind of – Shoot for the stars because we have a very good roster. So let
1: me ask you, who who has the highest ceiling, Scotty or Jalen? Scotty or Jalen Green? Yes. No, no, Jalen. Jalen sucks. Pardon me.
0: I would. The thing with me is I, that one's tough for me. I struggle with Scotty because I'm not. I'm not a high. I'm not as high as Scott on Scotty as a lot of people are. You talk about their their physical traits. Scotty has that, no doubt about it. It's just Scotty's lack of a jump shot. It's right. just Scotty to me. Is not the fastest player. Scotty to me is doesn't have the best handle. There's nothing that's that Scotty does that pops out at me outside of being an elite defender. Because of that, it's hard to say. If he does improve his handle, if he does improve his jump shot, could he be an all-star? Absolutely. But I'm not sure if he has a smoother game than Kaminga. I think Kaminga reminds me of a Paul George type of player. He's in that Cam Reddish Paul George type of mold. Whereas Scotty Barnes reminds me of much more of Draymond, okay, Kyle Anderson, guys so, like that, like all around guys. Jack of all trades. Yes, but they don't do something elite outside of probably playing defense. I like it. I think
1: it's solid. So you think you okay? So I'm asking you right now. Toronto goes Kaminga.
0: I think they're going Kaminga.
2: What about you? I think Suggs. So, I feel as if you you have even the the slightest possibility of Kyle Lowry leaving. You need to find that replacement. I think Suggs, too.
1: I don't, I don't think they trust Van Vliet at the one for the long-term period. I don't think so, either.
2: Even though they did give him a decent amount of money. I think so he's fitted as a sense. two, just a small ball, two. I 100% agree with that, too. Well, This is going to be interesting. For real. It's going to be a great draft. Yeah. Really good draft.
0: One of the bigger names in free agency is John Collins, and he's receiving a lot of interest from these four teams, the Mavs, the Heat, the Timberwolves, and the Spurs. In your opinion, which team is the best fit for him that you want to see him go to the most? Between these four teams, the Mavs, Heat, Spurs, and Timberwolves.
1: The Mavs Heat. You want a little more time? I could. No, go. I'm, good. Okay. I'm good. I'm good. I'm Mavs Heat. I don't. I don't like. I like. I don't like the Heat. I agree. I like Mavs.
0: Like the Mavs.
1: I really do like that. I really like Lu I, 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 I'm, I'm really vibing to the Luka and because I've seen. I've just seen Trey Young and Collins, and I'm really vibing to Can the Luka. Nah, I'm saying I really vibing to the Luka. And John Collins thing, you know, I like the pick and roll I can imagine right now. And John Collins isn't a bad shooter either. The pick and pop would be beautiful. This is a high flyer, a high leap or something. I think that would really benefit for Luka, some guy who can really leap and get off the floor. Miami, I mean, him and Bam, I feel like Bam kind of does what he do. So it's like, I don't, I don't really vibe with that. And the Spurs don't have a true point guard to really unlock John Collins. So I wouldn't really bank on that too what was that the team
3: so it's timberwolves, timberwolves
1: Spurs. that can be intriguing too you know you got carl stretched out on the perimeter you got john you could put john at the four he can space the floor also you could play a five out d is a really good point guard with great playmaking instincts i'm gonna say dallas and tims are my top two
2: anthony edwards too uh what about the spurs
1: I don't like the Spurs. I agree. I, I feel don't like think they have a point guard they, for they'd that. they be
2: going backwards a little bit. Like, why would you spend a little bit unnecessary money, especially when yeah, you're considering yeah, I don't trading know their du- Murray and I don't, White? Yeah, I don't know their direction right now. Correct. But but I feel like for me, you took every word out of my mouth. I, I just seen what Collins has meant to Atlanta and the game that Atlanta and, uh, excuse me, had, that Trey Young and, and John Collins had run together, and it would be almost identical to what they would be doing in and, and in Dallas you have a great one of the best playmakers in our game in Luka Doncic and the size advantage that Luka has on Trey obviously he doesn't have the quickness that 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 Trey has but the the fact that he has as much size as he has on him would allow that, that tandem of John Collins and him to just be lethal like you mentioned that pick and pop that pick and roll it would just be very dynamic in what they could do with that offense The one thing that would worry me about that is that Porzingis ends up getting lost then because Porzingis Mm. struggled with being the number two option and not having the ball in his hands that often. Imagine what it would be being the three. So I think, yeah, but I think, you know, John, I think John's okay with being a two. and You can trade Porzingis too. I feel like John would be okay with being a three because he's seen how how Bogey and Trey had worked Mm. together. He'd seen how DeAndre Hunter had come in and been effective as a scorer as well. So I feel like he 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 knows the role of taking somewhat of a backseat, but still at the same time being able to get his because of how talented he is. I feel like that fit would be perfect. I don't like Miami because I feel like it would get too crowded offensively, especially when we see Bam take such strides in his offensive game. I feel like this would kind of... I, w- I don't want to say take confidence away from him, but it would take touches away from him that I feel like he needs to continue to develop his game. I feel like what they need right now is an athletic guard. A guy like Kyle Lowry would be perfect for them because he would fit that hard-nosed defense that that Miami has gone for these past few seasons. And I look at the the Spurs, like you mentioned, I feel like that would just be a a complete opposite move of what I'd expect them to do with right. the, the rumors of Murray, the rumors of White getting traded. And and the Timberwolves, I like I like that option a lot too because it's not like Carl anthony Towns isn't the best big-man shooter there is. So they could have a, a a lot of spacing on that floor with D'Lo who could shoot the lights out. Anthony Edwards, who's a decent – I, I don't want to – I'd lean as far as to say above average. He could reach above average in his shooting abilities. And then John Collins, who's a really good shooter also, that the spacing that they would have would be amazing – and they could be dominant on the interior as well with Collins' ability to score on the inside and obviously Carl Anthony's ability to score on the inside. You have D'Lo who could slash to the basket. You have Anthony Edwards who could slash to the basket. So this would be a really good move. It just would depend on the money that he would be taking because I don't see him taking less to go to a team like that Yeah. because he could just stay in Atlanta, take less, and and still compete. But I, I feel like if he's going to leave, he's going to leave for get money. So that's why I feel like the Spurs are even on here at all. Because they would offer him the most money by far. Well, I think Minnesota can compete if they stay healthy. No doubt, I
1: think they can play with for Collins a or without with both. Okay, I think they can okay.
2: compete for a play in spot. You
1: know, I think they can definitely get it. I think they're they can be better than what the Spurs were competing for a play in spot. Yeah, I, they can be better than the Spurs. They have a talented roster with a lot of guys. Carl Anthony Towns, Anthony Edwards, D'Angelo Russell, you know, Malik Beasley. So I, I think they can—Ricky Rubio, I think they can compete. They just have to stay healthy. That's their key. If they're healthy, they can get into a play. I have
2: a question, but go ahead, Joao.
0: Across the league, many people believe that John Collins has played his way into a max contract with these playoffs. In 18 playoff, he has averaged 14 points, 9 rebounds, and shot 36% from the three. Not sure those are max contract numbers, 14 and 9. Definitely not for me, for my taste. Mm -hmm. And the Hawks owner, Tony Ressler, has said that Collins will only be back if they have a fair agreement, which means that I don't think he's going to break the bank for Collins. You mentioned the fit with Dallas. I don't think Dallas is a great fit because I think Porzingis already does most of what Collins does. If they do bring in Collins, it's because they're trading trading away Porzingis. We talk about Miami, I think Miami would be a good fit. We saw this past playoffs, Bam, he's a good defender, but he does lack size. And we saw they weren't able to build the wall on Giannis this series, this past playoffs, because they didn't have size. I think John Collins gives them more size and gives them a taller front court. And he would have fit good because he can space the floor as well. With Jimmy being there, with Duncan hopefully coming back with Bam. And then you look at the T-Wolves. I'm not sure how they're gonna get them. They have no cash space. They're paying yep. D'Lo Malik sign and trade, probably they sign and trade probably, but they're paying D'Lo Malik and Towns twenty plus million dollars. That's all of their that's all of their cash space. The only way I see them trading or getting Collins on that Ross next year is if they sign and trade with Atlanta and give up Malik Beasley. I'm not sure if Atlanta does that because they already have Bogey. They already have Cam. What about
1: giving up Rubio to come off the bench? They already
0: have DeAndre Hunter, Now i us get into that. Rubio would be the only one because he can come off the bench and be their backup point guard, and then they wouldn't have to draft one in this draft. So they could go with Rubio, but I think Rubio at $17 million per year, and he has a couple years left on his contract, is a bit too much of a hefty price for Collins The Wolves would would have to give me a pick in return, and I'm not sure if the the Wolves are in the are in the business of giving up any picks right now. they don't have any. I think the Spurs are the best fit. The reason why is because they need star talent. They need a star talent type of player. You've mentioned before that Collins has averaged twenty and ten before, so you think he has that star potential? Definitely. I think that on the Spurs being the first option, can he average twenty and ten? Can he average twenty two and eleven? Probably he can average around that. That's why I think the Spurs are the most likely scenario because John Collins can be that main guy. And I think he wants to be it. He was frustrated with Trey young being so dominant, even though Trey young is an elite player. That tells me John Collins feels like he should be in that conversation. Mm -hmm. Therefore he wants to load. And if the Spurs can have a roster of maybe if they get Collins, they don't trade away Murray or Derek white. Murray, Derek White, Keldon Johnson, John Collins, Jaco Pertl, uh, Devin Vassell. That's not too bad. That's not too bad.
1: Well, the thing like this year, I know Keldon play a lot at the four. They kind of went small. I'm I'm interested to see how they're gonna do it because you know bringing in John Collins, who is you know he's a, he's a young talented player, and the Spurs have a lot of young guys, not stars, but just a lot of young good pieces in the organization. So bringing in John Collins is gonna be interesting to see how he's going to fit into that offense and how he's going to unlock his game. And like you said with Minnesota, it's going to be hard because they're they're in cap hell right now. But I think, you know, getting John Collins to sit up there with cap would be a phenomenal thing for that team. And then they have a big coming off the bench. You know, that's a team that has a lot of talent. I'm in the business of thinking Dallas is going to trade Porzingis. So that's what I think, you know, John Collins would be great there if he trades Borzingas you you get another guy on the perimeter and then you bring in John Collins that'd be that'd be great for those guys but yeah like you said John Collins San Antonio he'll probably be the star there and that'll probably be something that they're willing to you know keep into their foundation for their future it's going to be interesting because like you said those numbers that you threw up aren't 20 million dollar numbers you know 14 and 9 for a playoff 18 playoff games you know he's had flashes he's had games where he showed out but those aren't Numbers were that screaming to me twenty million dollars. You know, like I like I said before, those are fifteen, sixteen million dollar numbers to me based off the market we're in now. So I, I don't know. I, I think the Spurs would probably be the only team that'll break the bank for them because they they haven't had a superstar since Kawhi, since Tim Duncan and Tim Duncan they drafted Tony Parker, they drafted Manu, they drafted Kawhi, they traded drafted. So they've never really but Marcus. He wasn't a superstar, but like like that's what I was gonna okay. say. Aside from L A, they haven't really <clears throat> brought in. Any real all star talent in a, in, a, in a free agency because they got DeMar in trade, the trade in a very long time. So it's going to, like I said, San Antonio, this will be the first time. So this will be interesting to see.
0: But the Spurs have a decision to make. You know, you want to get Collins and be stuck in mediocrity yeah. or just blow it all up and tank. I mean, I, I think right now you probably go do it because these these upcoming draft classes are going to be stacked really good with, good. with talent. Definitely. Because of that, the Spurs probably should go in that direction. Do they? It probably don't I think pop has too much pride to just tank and rebuild I think if Becky Hammond eventually becomes a coach she would be put in an awful position if they do indeed do that mm-hmm. so that's why I, I I think that they probably are the most likely to go and get John Collins
2: oh no I'm I I can see where you're saying from that sense especially with the fact that he denied the, that first contract that they gave him because he wants to to, to test free, free agency. He trusted himself to to play himself into a contract. And he definitely had flashes of, of, of being a guy that deserves uh, max contract numbers. However, with the averages that he has, I'm with you guys. A uh, Max seems a, a little bit much. However, some of you said that, that caught my eye in the market now. The market now is to give a lot of money that's why i feel as if he'll get around 20, yeah. 22 to 25 because of how the market is right now someone's gonna give him that money uh but i i just feel like the, the math situation you you have a guy where he's already shown he he can defer to other people and he's not he's where he he wants to where he's he felt like you know trey young wasn't the option he he grew to to understand where the coach is coming from where okay Trey is our our best scorer, 100. I we, I can live with him having the ball in his hands and and the game being the fate of the game being in his hands. So you go into a team where Luka's is now that guy. He already has that experience, that understanding where okay, I'm not the best scorer on my team. There's other guys that need the ball more than I do because when I get the ball, I can be efficient. So I I feel like that's why I like the Mavs. It reminds me a lot of Atlanta, and I feel like. Mavs would be a little bit more willing to give him some money
0: yeah and this is going to do it for episode 99 of the podcast if you're listening on Spotify or Apple Podcasts, wherever you listen to podcasts you are in luck because you are getting the first-hand experience of a podcast that's just going to be out in terms of just audio Mm -hmm. this probably will be out on YouTube but there's going to be no video to this podcast whatsoever so if you listen to it without video anyway then you're in luck because there's no difference. Yeah. So we appreciate that you guys made it this far. If you did, we're glad that you like the show. If you did indeed like it and we'll see you guys next time.
2: Take care y'all.
3: This is Jonathan Macri from the Knicks Film School podcast. In case you didn't know, the show you are listening to right now, as well as my show, is part of the Blue Wire Podcast Network. Blue Wire was founded in 2018 on the concept that independent podcasts would be more successful if they worked together. Today, Blue Wire has grown to feature 300 shows led by former athletes, media professionals, and passionate fans. Over the past few years, Blue Wire has privately raised over $10 million to expand their team, podcast network, and business operations. Now, they are raising a another round on WeFunder. WeFunder is a crowdfunding service that connects startups with investors. It's a cool platform that gives everyone the opportunity to be part of a growing startup. You could invest for as little as $100. In other words, you don't have to be a millionaire to invest in cool companies on WeFunder. Blue Wire is raising money to expand their sales team and improve operations, which in turn will help this show continue to grow. If you would like to be a part of the Blue Wire investment round or want to find out more information, go to wefunder.com. Backslash blue wire.